Hello fellow homebrewers, JP here, and I want to introduce to you the brand new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Series available at More Beer. More Beer sells the highest standard in homebrewing equipment, and the Brewbuilt Conicals are just that. They're made from mere polished 304 stainless steel, and they come with loads of features that you and I have been looking for. They have a full 2-inch bottom dump valve, which will eliminate your clogging issues, while the sturdy base includes four reinforced legs, just like those big pro tanks do. More Beer also carries the Brewbuilt line of options and add-ons like casters, pressure kits, and even external glycol chillers. So you can find out more about the new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Unitanks by going over to morebeer.com for detailed videos on the entire line of Brewbuilt Conicals. You can trust Brewbuilt with your next fermentation, and you can trust More Beer to find the right conical for you. Brewbuilt at morebeer.com. The mysterious Gram Box from Morbeer brings you this Brewing Network Sunday session. See the Gram Box affordable control unit at morebeer.com. Great beer is about drinkability. Doesn't matter oh, yeah. the style. You guys are like walking beer Wikipedia. That's the first time that you've ever accepted me as a person. Or you have a fermentation in your gut. Yeah. I'm jet propelled at all times. <laughs> How many guys do you think that you have the privilege to slap? Somebody who's never tasted a commercial example, and this is how you know everything about this beer? Please, you don't. I think you know, it's bullshit. The, <laughs> I think it's bullshit, too. Wow. Are you guys going to arm wrestle? No. no. We're going to teabag fight. Yeah. <laughs> you heard of Junkyard Wars? Can I get another high five, Beavis? <laughs> now, live from the Brewing Network Studios in Northern California, this is the radio program for home brewers. Craft brewers, beer lovers, and beer geeks. It's your only source for live beer radio that brings expert brewers together with, well, expert drinkers. This is the radio program with a head on it. This is The Session. It's all stupid. It is all stupid. I'm talking about JP again. Talking about my family reunion. I think it's stupid. Even my microphone's stupid right now. Yeah. Now I hear you. I think, you it's a, I think it's a problem between the uh, the board and the chair. What'd you do here last week, JP? I don't know. Nothing's working. Well, to tell you. You're trying to do everything with one hand. <laughs> That's true. Did you guys uh, sanitize when you came in? No, we, you weren't offered, we weren't offered the you know personal sanitizer right there uh, like you had. I expected a hazmat team or something to greet me. Or something. Can't have my sanitizer. Oh, no, of course not. Hey, I dug that out of the garage for you. Thank you. You're welcome. I get whatever I want. How'd last week go? Uh, well, I can't say it went smooth, but apparently it went smoother than everybody else's um, thought. You know, thought that it would, which is right. kind of nice yet kind of disheartening to think that they thought I would just take a big dump on the dials and just smear it in and go, all right, we did a show. Yeah. Uh, it was okay. It was good. I heard you did an all right job. I'm going to go around the room and have you guys evaluate JP's <laughs> performance last week. I want you to be honest. This is a... a Please be honest. Don't, a, uh, no punches <laughs> shall be pulled. This is a constructive criticism session. It is. I'm trying to evaluate how long my vacations will be this year. Let uh, me uh, take notes. And by take <laughs> notes, I mean play Angry Birds while you... Uh, <laughs> 
channel it doesn't work. All right. In the meantime, I'm not sure what's working on this stupid thing today, so you may have to go to justin.tv slash brewing network to listen to the audio. It does, I guess the other audio is working too, but looks funky from my end, so I don't know what's happening over there. I was happy to be here about an hour ago. Yeah. And now I'm like, uh, I'm, you know what it is? I think I'm finally fed up with not having a fucking beer. Uh-huh. I'm working no, on like, uh, yeah, I'm on like 17, just day 17. You know, people have gone to rehab for less fucking time than this. <laughs> and uh, I think you're and, just plateauing on your meds. <laughs> no, I'm not even on the meds anymore. I figured, you like, know. That's what it is then, withdrawals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. Well, I, I, that's what I thought. I was like, you know, you stayed on the meds, you know, probably longer than you needed them already. And I thought, I'm going to run out eventually. And then what? Then I'll be pissed. So I thought I would. I thought I'd jump off the meds before I ran out. Oh, just to save some for a rainy day for hangovers. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Let me tell you, nothing cures a hangover like a couple Vicodin. Oh yeah. Uh, so or a handful. But you know, I was doing fine with the whole no beer thing until about yeah, I don't know, twenty minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> Why can't tonight be your night back on the horse? I could. I got three days left on the antibiotics though, and I just thought, you know, who said no alcohol? Nobody. I did. There you go. <laughs> I did mostly because I'm I'm sick of being sick. I feel like I've been sick for six months. You know, it was the back, and then it was a, you know then an easy what was supposed to be an easy dental procedure turns into a dry socket. I didn't do it though. You didn't do it. Doc didn't no. do it. And then and then the the whole hospital incident. Um, and so I just feel like I'm a you know. Like I'm one of those kids on the Save Africa commercials with the distended bellies <laughs> and some flies. I'm just so tired of being sick, so I thought, you know, stack the deck. You don't need to have any beer while you're on the antibiotics. Just just heal. Just focus on healing. I but, th- I think it doesn't matter. You might, like you might as well just feel good at wherever you are. So have a beer. Doc. Doc's always helping me out. In the well, I thought you weren't supposed to drink on antibiotics. That's what everybody says. I've heard it. And what what is the uh, you're not? It doesn't matter. It diminishes their effect. So yeah, it diminishes. It does. Yeah. What are the parts? What is the theory that says you're not supposed to drink? I don't know. I've never heard that one really. I, I hear it from other lay, you know, layman people. Right. But, uh, certain ones, you, it's not a good idea. But uh, the, a lot of it's GI tract uh, irritation. I see. I'm on some pretty hefty antibiotics. There, yeah. there's there's some serious stuff. No, but it doesn't say on the bottle that I'm not like it says on my uh, pain medication that I'm not supposed to drink because it increases drowsiness, which yeah. I kind of enjoy. But everybody knows that that's fun, <laughs> right? Well, it's yeah. all in a yeah. But it manner. it doesn't say it on my antibiotics. It doesn't say don't no. drink. Yeah, and so. your doctor didn't say don't be drinking on that. And, and he did. And that big page of thing the pharmacist gave you didn't say anything about that, did it? No. Yeah. And they didn't and I did have the little consultation and they didn't say it so there. It's probably either. far more dangerous for your liver to be, you know, <laughs> off, be of, off, off of alcohol. Yeah, cut off like yeah, that. It's shriveling up. Yeah. Now, I am irritable. I have had to warn people about, you know, being if they're on birth control that antibiotics will make it less effective. Oh no, I stopped birth control when I started the pain medication. Yeah, you damn right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't need that anymore. Let me tell you something. Speaking of pain medication, yeah. uh, Dilaudid. Yo, that's a good one. The way Dilaudid was explained to me, first of all, it's an injected pain medication. Oh. Yeah, so it goes oh, straight through you. Do they, t- they tie you off? They, they, they <laughs> make pills, too. Oh, they do? Are you allowed to prescribe as said pills, Doc? For, <laughs> for example, boy, does my mouth hurt. Yeah, no, I try not to anymore. They're, uh, well, it's I, it's I, serious. Yes. I, I, well, I don't do Schedule 2 anymore because I don't take people's heads apart so much. So got I it. just kind of got out of this whole Schedule 2 thing. But uh, um, they're hard to find, hard to get a hold of. I bet. Uh, you got to pretty much 
go through the the hospital pharmacy, right? And you got to find a hospital that will let you prescribe them if you're not on staff. I see. And then you still got to you know pull off the whole thing and. I can see why. Deal. You know, I've never shot heroin before. Right. But uh, the way that, you know, they, they, they pump the lotted right into your vein and it goes through you instantly and there's a feeling that comes along with that. It's yeah. a kind of a hot, warm feeling yes. through your yeah. veins. That, 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 yeah, that hot rush that goes yeah. whoosh. Yeah. So, like I said, I don't know what heroin's like, but I think it's, like it's probably good. It's <laughs> like that, yeah. Well, and, it's damn good if there's that many addicts. Right. And so, the way the way Dilaudid was explained to me is that it's... It's like it's it's a synthetic morphine and all the doctors, you know, three different doctors explained it to me this way, that it's about uh, five to ten times the strength of morphine, of natural morphine. And so per but it's, milligram. Yeah. But I think the reason that doctors liked a lot of it is that it's short acting. Um, so if you're in a lot of pain and you're waiting, you know, they had me on other pills too. They're waiting for the pain pills to kick in, but you're in a lot of pain right now. They can shoot you up with that. And then it's okay to keep giving you pain pills an hour or two later. So I had it dialed in, you know, the nurse would come in and say, what's your, what's your pain level? Yeah. You have to give it on a one to 10. And let me answer this for everybody out there right now. Your pain level is always an eight. (laughs) It is constantly an eight. Now, about an hour or two after they give you the meds, you're allowed to say it's a six. Uh, But when they come back and when it's time for meds again, it's a fucking eight. eight. Yeah, they're not not coming in just because they feel it coming in. They know it's about that time. I screwed it up once and I was like, oh, it's about a five. Can I have some meds? And she's like, well, mm, you had actually listed five as your tolerable pain level because in the beginning they say what's your pain level and you kind of you want to be like you want to be a man right yeah you don't want to say two let me tell you say fucking two because <laughs> i said well this is good stuff i said five i can handle it I'm, oh yeah i'm yeah, good yeah, at sure. a five which is actually which i was trying to be honest actually i was well, like you know five it is honest but but i think they should ask you what's your prolonged Pre- pain as level? i say prolonged right pain because level. Oh. I, I can spike it about a six as long as i know i'm gonna <laughs> Yeah, go down. I can stub my fucking toe, and everything's like, oh, it hurts, it hurts, and then it goes away. But I've been here for an hour for you, bitch. Yeah, come back here and ask me what my pain level for three days. It's not a five. No, it's not. So I so I said five this one time, and she's like, well, you know, you know, I'm your your threshold at five, and I I went, oh. Well, it's creeping up quickly, though. <laughs> after, right after you said that, it's—I don't know. So here, so my routine after once I got to know the meds they were giving me was, yeah. um, you know, well, well, what would you like? They always ask you oh. what you'd like. Oh. So I would answer Dilaudid because I learned that if I said Norco, which was like the strong Vicodin, yeah, I had to wait four hours before any other medication. But if I said Dilaudid, I got the instant uh, gratification, the pain relief, and then an hour later I could go, I'm ready for the Norco now. <laughs> And so I w- right when the when the Delada wow. was starting to to go down, the Norco would be creeping up, and I I also convinced them that I needed two Norco at a time, uh, because that's what uh, actually that's what my pain was at when I went into the hospital. When I went to see my doctor, my whole arm I was I don't I haven't been to the ER since I was seven. Right. The re- the only reason I went in the beginning to 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 find out was that I just ended up in this incredible amount of pain, my whole fucking arm. And I just finally said, you know, to Kate, the great, you got to take me to the hospital. I just can't. I don't know if there's anything wrong with me. It might just be a spider bite, but I can't take this pain anymore. So at, that was the point where the doctor's like, okay, you need two of these Norco every three to four hours. And I said, you are a beautiful woman. <laughs> Thank you. Did you take one and pocket the other? 
Yes. So what happened was, so anyway, so while in the hospital, I'd get this Dilaudid shot, and then an hour or so later, I'd get the double Norco. I, you guys shouldn't feel bad for me because I had a great time in the hospital for four days. I was yeah. well, singing dolphins and you know riding elephants will do that to you. You know the basic cable. The really good thing for pain when you're in the hospital, yeah, is they give you the button. Right, I've seen the button, and it's timed. So you can't take it too often, but you don't have to wait for the nurse to come in and go mm. get it or whatever. But you, you just keep every 15 minutes you push it, and you might get lucky on that button. <laughs> yeah, every, it might malfunction. Oh, well, that's that's what I had when I had my kidney stone. I'm laying there just can I got morphine when I came in, and then they hooked me up to that, and then I'm just like button. Yeah, <laughs> button. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they wouldn't give me. I didn't ask, but they, you know, I guess they weren't comfortable giving me the dilated button, but. Uh, <laughs> Here's, I did all right. I was okay. Here's how you know dilaudid is powerful stuff. In the U.S., the state of Ohio has approved the use of a single intramuscular injection of dilaudid as an alternative form of legal execution in instances where the executioners are unable to find a suitable vein for the administration of other lethal drugs. Wow. Not a bad way to die, I'll tell yeah. you. Uh, if you've never seen the cult movie uh, Drugstore Cowboy, oh, yeah. you must see this. And and it's all about Dilaudid. Oh, it is? Oh, oh yeah. He, that's his favorite one. It's been a long time. That's I didn't, his favorite drug. Oh, I didn't remember that. Nice mm. little blue pills. Right. But they find a whole vial of it, and it's like, oh, they just go nuts. So I got... Now, they ended up doing surgery on me because they wanted to clean up. The infection had started moving up my arm, and that's when the doctors freaked out because at one point, they start to chop off limbs, but they don't want to get it to your heart and everything else. So... At that point is when the doctors kind of freaked out. So they decided, we're going we're gonna to go in there. We're going to cut open your hand. We're going to clean it out properly. When I woke up from that surgery, I was in a world of pain. Um, you know, you, you kind of wake up. You're real groggy. You know, they really knock you out. I don't know what it is they use, but um, they knock you out. Wake up real groggy. A lot of pain. Nurse is right there, though, ready to help you. Are you in pain? Yes, a lot. So she starts injecting me. This is called something else, this pain medication, which I can't remember because I was real groggy. I tried to remember for the life of me because I wanted to talk to Doc about it. Is it Demerol? No, some with a P. It was some strong shit. She gives me one whole syringe full, right, to the vein. How are you feeling now? Ah, uh, still hurts. And it did still hurt. Gives me another full syringe full. How are you feeling now? Still hurts. Gives me another half a syringe. And at this point, I'm really effing high, but it... I do still have hurts. pain. Like, the pain part, is, it's, it's got to catch up, I guess. I don't know. So I tell her, I, I feel good, but I'm in a lot of pain. <laughs> yeah. She gives me the other half. So, so now I've had three syringes full of, over, of this whatever it is. Over, what, five minutes? Five minutes? All right. So now I'm laying there, and, and finally the pain part catches up. It takes away the pain. And now I'm just high as a kite. <laughs> I'm feeling wonderful. Yeah. And I'm real groggy. But I don't want to fall asleep because it feels great. <laughs> See, that's how Charlie Sheen must feel every day of his life. <laughs> right. Can you like, imagine that? Why sleep through this? I mean, how often do I get to do this kind of drugs? Legal drugs, great. You get, and you got supervision. <laughs> so after a few minutes, yeah. after a few minutes, the nurse is like, aren't you tired? And I go, eh, you know, a little. She's like, you know, I gave you a fuckload of drugs, man. <laughs> And she's like, why don't you close your eyes? And I'm going, yeah, no, I'm cool. I'm all right. You know, why do you want me to go to sleep? I feel, I'm doing just fine. Yeah, I'm paying for these drugs. I want yeah, to ride this really. thing out. You fetch your ass. Really. I'm just going to lay right here. Yeah. Why don't you go away? You got something. Go take care of something. Yeah, go change some, your bedroom. Some coffee. Can you give me a DVD or something? <laughs> Can you put it on the wall for me? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> man, go wipe somebody's ass. I'm fine over here. So I did all right, man. I didn't, you know, the hospital wasn't all bad. You think it was Percocet? Oh, how about... No. Not I, I was thinking fentanyl. That's it. 
That's yeah. it. It was fentanyl. Mm. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, that, that one's a good a, one. A of it. <laughs> it was fantastic. Yeah, that one, they actually like come a, in patches. You can just strap uh, a patch on it, stick it on. Uh, sounds like a Facebook game. Fentanyl. Yeah. F- fentanyl. Yeah. yeah, they give that a lot to terminal cancer patients. They're in a lot of pain. Oh. Man, then they were good to me. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Which was cool because, you know, if you looked at the injury, you would have thought, God, don't be such a pussy. You got a big bump on your hand, you right. know? But they must have underst- they must have seen these type of infections before and really understood because they were good to me. They didn't hesitate giving me some pain meds. Well, it, it's probably on the orders of the guy that cut the shit out of your hand. Oh, right. He, so I really, he probably reflected all kinds of things. Going there, just scraped out stuff. I'm surprised they didn't put maggots in there for you. You know, I am concerned about that now because uh, now I have a bunch of numbness on that side of my hand, too. Um, like in my knuckles and a little bit down my pinky. And I got a little tendonitis going on, too. I think he. Uh, the tendonitis will probably go away because it's probably part of all the inflammation that's in there. That's good. Uh, the numbness. That's bad news, it, isn't well, it? No, not necessarily because it can come back. But uh, it, yeah, when you get in a fight, it won't matter so much. <laughs> right. But uh, yeah, it's you, need it, a fighter. It, it, you, you never know with with numbness. It can come back even six months down the road. Okay. Uh, but I bet a lot of it's from the inflammation, and that's what the stiffness is from too. Okay. The chat wants to know if you've gotten the hospital bill yet. Uh, there are two bills sitting in my mailbox that arrived yesterday that mm. I'm um, afraid to open. Yeah, not until I start drinking, you know. <laughs> probably, I think we should frame them. We should open them on the air. <laughs> I want to know how much that is. Yeah, I should. Yeah. Um, let's see if I have a beer later or not. Uh, More than my house payment. Not ready to look at it. You know, to be honest, and, and, and this is a good time. Just thanks. To, you know, I, it really wasn't all that bad. There was only a short period of time where people were, were real freaked out. And once they got a hold of the infection, it was fine. I do really appreciate all the well wishes and jokes and everything on, on uh, Facebook and, and phone calls and emails. Everyone was really awesome to me, and I appreciate that. It, it, wasn't, it, it ended up not, not being too big a deal. I have a giant hole in my hand right now. Um, the other thing about this is that, you know, if this happened a year ago, uh, I, I really probably would be bankrupt. I did not have medical this time last year. Um, but I do actually have medical insurance. Thank you to the Brewing Network and the, and the, and the, you know, people buying merchandise and subscribing and the, the sponsors. So thank you for that. Uh, cause really, I, I probably just would have laid there in pain until my hand fell off, uh, if I didn't have medical. Well, that, so. that would have probably ended the BN because you would have gone into bankruptcy and we wouldn't have seen you anymore. You've been living in your Westie down by the <laughs> river or something. And that would have been the end well, of the BN. It's right. just bankruptcy that you can still operate. Yeah, right? but how do you live? I mean, I don't know. Well, you'd yeah. be fine. It was. It would have been rough. I mean, the hospital stay is easily twenty grand. You know, it, uh, that would that was much more than that. And then for the four days, right? The and then the surgery. Like yeah, probably my drug bill was twenty grand. Yeah, and then you got the anesthesiologist bill for putting oh. you under. Right, and Wicked. that's separate from the doctor bill, separate from the hospital bill. I uh, see. I, I bet. Just that cutting your hand open, not the hospital stay. It was a good twelve or fifteen grand. Right. So I think I'm a cup. I'm I'm estimating I'm probably a couple of few grand. You know I owe. Yeah. But that's a lot better than it would have been forty or fifty, which you probably would have been. Yeah. Uh, I like the part when they found out what it was. Yeah. And they just (laughs) they just quarantined off the whole hallway. (laughs) (laughs) Microphone. So there you go. Um, it's working fine now. Yeah, they were. You know, it's it's Kaiser is my medical. So mm. let's face it. You know, glad you made it out of there. Man. <laughs> uh, and so the infection I had is called MRSA. It's about the worst staff you can get, and um, you know, requires some heavy drugs. I and, have the worst staff you can get. 
And, uh, you know, <laughs> they don't, uh, they're supposed to quarantine you right away. So, yeah. for one, you would think that right off the bat when they knew I had a staph infection, wouldn't you think they'd treat it like the worst kind oh, yeah. to begin with? Yeah. They didn't. Um, and it wasn't until like day three, like my last night there, that they, they came in and they go, oh, yeah, by the way, now that we know it's MRSA, you're supposed to be quarantined. So you have to get out of this shared room, which, of course, is fun. You know, we have to put you to your own room. Yeah. Oh, God, no. Um, so I get out of the room with uh, Coffee McChokes a lot next to me. <laughs> oh, man. I wasn't in the hospital. God, that guy was just coughing up hunks along the whole time oh. I was there. And, and I look at Justin, and he's... And he keeps talking, because I know every time, it, it's just killing him. This guy over there, he's just makes me want. maybe working, working on one lung as it is. and he It was no good. Yeah. And he walks, and I'm on the bathroom side. Yeah. So uh, as he's, he's got to walk by me every time. And the guy's got to piss every 15 minutes. And every time he's got to piss, he's got to call the nurse. And he's yelling, Mad! Mad! <laughs> And then, you know, nurse, get on the intercom. Yes, I got to piss! Mad! <laughs> Oh, yeah, he was, he was bad. Wow. So on the last day, the nurse comes in. She's like, oh, we were supposed to quarantine you. So, But we don't have a room ready. We're going to move somebody from their own room into your spot. In the meantime, why don't you go sit in the public hallway? So they move me and my table. I'm supposed to take my table because I've been touching it. That's all infected. And, right. and your IV tree. My IV tree, little Fred. And uh, they move us all out to the the hallway. Yeah. And they sit. That's a safer place for me. I'm supposed to be quarantined, yeah. and they move me to the public hallway. Maybe for you, but not for everybody else. Yeah. Right in front of the uh, the AC intake. Yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> right. Should have taken the bandage off and just held your hand up to them. Just. Yeah, man. Let it go. I'm touching you. <laughs> so I had to sit out there for a half hour. Just, just sitting there like a dope in in the gown that they force you to wear. You know, my ass hanging out the back. You didn't have underwear on like a normal person? I was probably supposed to, but oh, okay. I figured, hey, if you guys are going to make me uncomfortable, I'm making you uncomfortable. <laughs> right. Check this uh, out. One more story. <laughs> Looks like uh, the moon. The, the nurse who came in and told you you were going to the OR. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's so hilarious. I did think for a second that I was in real trouble. And by the way, guests, uh, we're, we're talking to uh, the, the a great northern brewing company today. Um, going to be a great story. Actually, the uh, great-grandson of uh, Henry Weinhardt. You all know Henry Weinhardt. And if you don't, you're not real beer fans. Uh, we're going to be talking to them. Thanks to our sponsor, More Beer. And we'll be getting to them in just a, a few minutes. <clears throat> so, you know, the doctor comes in, uh, the, the, um, the orthopedist, the guy who's going to cut me open. And uh, he tries to do the surgery while I'm awake, laying right there in bed. Gets out an exacto knife. I'm not exaggerating. He pulls out an exacto knife. Number fifteen blade for all the rest of us. Thank you. And you know he's like, "Don't worry, we're going to give you a little local anesthetic." So he jams the, this needle down into my injury to his local anesthetic. Waits a couple minutes and then starts cutting into my hand with this exacto knife. It doesn't. It doesn't work when you got a big infection. No. The the novocaine. No. Nah. Or whatever it was. No. I start screaming. I'm, you know, I'm like jumping out of my bed. What was your, what were you at, a, a 10? <laughs> this one went to 11. <laughs> Quickly. You know, you try, again, you try to be a man about things. Right, you so hold it in a little bit, yeah. So I, I took it for a little while, but that, you know, he's cutting in there. And, uh, literally, I must have jumped a foot out of the bed, finally. And, and then he goes, and then he's like, okay, well, we, you know, we can't do this. And so he finishes by taking a real long Q-tip and jamming that down in there and and giving it a twist and a scoop, you know, like he's scooping ice cream out yeah. of my fucking hand to get a to get a culture. culture. Yeah, it probably looked like ice cream at that point. Got to get a culture. Wow. So he leaves. 
He leaves me in a lot. This is the point where uh, he had like a, an assistant with him. And I go, look, before you, one of you is up in my pain medication before you leave after that little hack job. Yeah, this is the surgery that they gave you the three uh, syringes full after you had it, right? No. no this no, no, is no. the, this they tried to do without know, doing real surgery. Same, yeah, okay. But this he, is, he wanted to get a culture, so he wanted to But stir yes, he essentially up. was yeah. trying to do the same thing. He <laughs> exactly. thought he could aspirate it while I was awake and, yeah. and get in there and clean it out. Right. Dickhead. So, so I, that's where I got the up to the Dilaudid because I had to, I was like, you know, hey. Well, the, One of you just stuck a shovel down into my hand. You're going to up my pain meds. You got the guilt factor in your favor because he right. feels bad for, yeah. Right. So so you. they all leave. Yeah, for making that big mistake. Yeah. They all leave. And about an hour later, the nurse comes running in. She's all panicked. Uh, you can't eat. Don't eat anything. You're not allowed to eat. Don't eat. And I'm just laying there minding yeah, did my... Did you even have food in front of you? No. Yeah, okay, good. I just had a you know a, a syringe full of Dilaudid and... Uh, <laughs> And, uh, you haven't eaten, right? No. Yeah. You can't have any food. No. So she's oh, freaking out. Med. And she's like, and, and she goes, okay, you can't eat. They're sending you to the OR. And she turns out, she turns around and, and runs away. All right. <laughs> and doesn't say anything else. So, so she's panicked about how they're sending me into surgery immediately. So don't eat anything. And turns and runs away. And doesn't come back for two hours. And, and your mind on Dilaudid is just spinning, isn't it? Yeah. So for, so for two hours, I'm like... I'm gonna die. I'm like, okay, Doc gets my Westie, <laughs> and what? and JP can have my hand sanitizer stash. What? And I like, I'm thinking that they found a tumor in there, and it's cancer. It's not a tumor. I mean, what do you think no. when the nurse comes all panicked and runs out and says they're yeah. sending you to op to they're com- operate on an infection you immediately? Yeah. You're gonna stroke out right now if we don't get you going. Right. Right. I'm. Oh. I'm thinking. You're thinking the worst, right? You've got the oh, worst we ever seen. We got to get you in there. I would have had a heart attack waiting. Yes. So I'm literally. There's I'm no laying way. there. Schumann came in about in the middle of it. Oh. Actually, I think Schumann was there for it. And I, you know, so he's he was probably to, really comforting. He's trying not to address the subject. I know he's sitting there thinking, "Fuck! I hope he leaves me his guitar." Yeah. <laughs> but we're both kind of not talking about it. And <laughs> anyway, two hours later, nurse freakout comes in and says. And now she's calm. Oh, yeah. So they're sending you to OR later. They're just going to go in there and clean it up. Every you know, the make sure everything. It, it was all normal. Everything was normal. <laughs> Nurse bedside manner. And so finally, you know, that was my only scare. The rest of the time, I'm thinking, you know, antibiotics is an infection. But at this one moment, I'm going great. I have leukemia. <laughs> you know, <laughs> what could they have found in Ebola. that culture? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Who knows what? Right? This right. man has no culture. Get him to the operating room. So, I don't know. Well, sounds like uh, you had a good time overall. <laughs> overall, you know. Yeah, was, a few grand lighter in your pocket. Right. Big pussy boil lighter on your hand. I still have a giant open wound. I want to see it, too. I have to repack it every day. It's oh, closing up now. Can I open it up? I can't. Can anybody tell me why uh, hospitals, as I'm trying to find your room, don't have straight hallways? I know, right? It's like, okay, go ahead. There's another sign. Okay, I go that <laughs> yeah. way. I take a little jog to the right. It's yeah. like, why couldn't you just made it straight? Right. And I'm I'm turned around. And I, okay. And then you walk up to that station where the nurses are all standing around in their blue scrubs. Yeah, all the Yes, can we nurses. help you? Oh, hey, I don't know if I'm supposed to be here and be, I'm looking for this room. Oh, so it's down there. No, I took left, right, left, and then a <laughs> little jog. I said, <laughs> go, under the, go under the heating duct. straight. Oh, then take the elevator number three. Oh yeah, different elevators. For different. <laughs> yeah. Hey Doc, uh, the the chat wants to know if it's possible that intensive use of hand sanitizer can lead to. 
this kind of infection. That's what we were saying about Justin. Uh, <laughs> my brother actually pulled that up. Too much hand sanitizer, he's got cancer. Your brother's an asshole. <laughs> uh, you know, the thing that I got is basically a, a bacteria that it's it's transferred from skin-to-skin contact. It could be on anybody. It, and in a lot of cases, it is on anybody. Even you. Um, there is a difference. In some people, it can it colonizes. Um, for example, it's it's... Now it's it's colonized on me. And so, all of us in here. And so I have more of it. I have to go to the doctor next week who will instruct me on how to not be a colonized person anymore. A walking Petri oh, so dish. No more, no more touchy-feely, Justin. You can no more hugs. Isn't that great, though? I don't like to be touched anyway. I'm not going to tell anybody once the colony's gone. I would rather people treat me like I have this infection. Huh. Then you I don't have to touch anybody. Let's put you in a bubble. <laughs> For real. It's not a bad idea. I know. It's a great one. So, you know, you just, anybody could have it at any time. And if you get a cut, it could, it could get into it. That's, that's the deal. You just, you're supposed to wash your hands a lot. And they recommended me using hand sanitizer. My my wife had it. In fact, uh, the first picture Justin sent to me was before he even went to the hospital. And she looks at it. I go, yeah, Justin's hand. Look at this. Look at this thing. Looks like an ugly bite. She looks at it and goes, oh, it's MRSA. And about four days later, she said, had they diagnosed him with MRSA yet? No, I don't know what they're doing. Where is he? Oh, Kaiser? She goes, uh, rolls her eyes. And <laughs> yeah. then uh, uh, it turns out it was MRSA anyway. Yeah. But so there you go. Who knows where they got it. So if you have a thing on your anywhere in your body that you don't know how you got it and you explain it, because everybody, by the way, thinks it's a spider bite. There's really no other explanation. You end up with this giant sore blister that hurts right. like hell. You don't know how it got there. You don't remember doing anything. So everyone goes, well, I must have got bit by a spider. It's it's on every MRSA case almost anywhere. I, I think yeah. it was the same with Karen. Yeah. Uh, she thought maybe I got bit by a spider before. No, no, she always, no, she looked at it right away, MRSA. I, I, I mean, when she got it. Oh, uh, yeah, she didn't know what it was. Right. So everyone thinks, so if you get this thing that you don't know where you got it and it becomes large and painful, go ahead and go to the doctor. It's probably not a spider bite. Well, yeah. sometimes my thingy gets large and painful. And Actually, my brother thought it was a shanker. <laughs> what is, what's that? When it, syphilis. Oh. <laughs> How would I get syphilis? People don't even know. On your me. hand. I don't know. What do you do? Nothing. Where's the habit? That's what I mean. I mean, we're not talking. If it was Schumann, I would understand that diagnosis. <laughs> Maybe you're touching Schumann. Yeah. And if it's 1910, I guess. <laughs> right. Well, it's still out there. All right. Well, I didn't plan on doing that for 40 minutes, but there you go. Uh, again, thanks to everybody for the well wishes. I, I do appreciate it. Uh, help, help me keep my spirits up along I think with the half drugs. of us meant it. Right. Good enough. Yeah. Um, Chad and Tasty didn't come visit me in the hospital as dicks. Ooh, no, yeah. Well, the germs <laughs> I ain't are. going there. Yeah. <laughs> you nuts? Even right. I did. I, I had to wear you. a fucking mask. Right. That freaked me out. JP pretended he didn't know about it for a Why'd couple days. Why did you have to wear though. a mask? Because well, uh, you got I, in there after you was quarantined. I was coughing. Oh, well, no, I went in there before. Oh. But I was coughing, and I was like, eh, whatever. I really didn't know about it. Yeah. I know. I got a text from the great, like, that morning. I was like, what the fuck is this about? How do you spend half your day on Facebook for two days and not know about it? I didn't see I think you. half the people on Facebook bullshit. knew about it. All right. Uh, real quickly, a JP evaluation from last week. Doc, oh, yes. how do you do? Uh, any criticism? Oh, they start at my end? Yeah. Well, if you started before the show, <laughs> he was sweaty and worried, <laughs> very worried. He was talking a lot and just uh, was nervous as hell. Yeah. Uh, he, he seemed to have all his bases covered, but he had he just didn't know what was going to be around that next corner. Okay. So he was making the rest of us pretty damn nervous. <laughs> you guys came in comfortable, but ended oh, yeah. up nervous. And then uh, as the show went on, I think he did pretty good. Okay. I think it, it, it went well mm-hmm. all the way around. How'd you like the game? 
<laughs> what was it? Guess the backwards word or something? Oh, that yep. sucked. <laughs> we were over-challenged. Over-challenged? Yeah. A lot like JP. Oh, well, that's true. Tasty, your evaluation? Uh, well, I... He's looking at his notes. I like this. It's a blank piece of paper. Unlike everybody else, I actually had a pretty high expectation. Yeah. Uh, well, JP had ran the board for some Can You Brew It gigs, right? Right. He did a great job there. And I figured, well, what's going to be different here is the, you know, like, running the commercials, being ready for the ins and outs and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, after, you know, a couple of times he, he forgot to do it or, uh, got, uh, didn't, wasn't ready to push the button, uh, he got it right, so... Did a great well, job. Uh, Moscow came He exceeded my high expectation. Okay. Yeah. All right. So his teamwork. Sure. Moscow was awesome keeping him yeah, on track. Yeah, he came a little bit. So, okay. Not bad. Uh, Moscow, you've been around radio for a couple of few years. Uh, why don't you give us your uh, JP input? Yeah. Well, so is JP, you know, and it showed. I was impressed. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. I, I'm, you know, I, I, I would give him a... An eight or a nine, you know, going on your pain recommendation. Out of ten? Out of ten, yeah. Wow. But then the game is brings him down to like a five and a half. <laughs> no, he, he he did a great job. He he deserves a ton of credit. Right. Whose idea was the game? It was my idea. You should have just stuck with oh, a number God. game. You should have just stuck with guess my number. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, the, the you know, real quick, because I know we got to go to break. Uh, I played the first thing I did. We sat down, Moscow was in here, and I was like, uh, hey, check out this game. Let me play a word. And I played him Hops. But it's backwards. Like, oh, that's hops. I'm like, this game's going to be fucking awesome. Uh. <laughs> um, so it's, people did get it. And I don't think it was a bad game. It was just hard. That's all. Okay. So yeah, a, lot of, a lot of dead radio. I'm going to tweak it out. I'm going. Yeah, I know. I was going back through the through the show, and I see the sound wave. And it's like spike, spike, flatline, flatline, flat, right. just nothing, man. Because well, um, blank looks from all of us don't show up. No. <laughs> well, I was, and I was trying to to be encouraging, but I think I'm going to try it. And I'm going to stretch out the backwards word because I think if you get more sounds, I don't know. Anyway. Uh, I like I told you off off air, Jay. The hardest part about the job, I mean, everything running the board is is easy. Yeah, um, it's filling in the spaces in between the news and the bits and bobs that you have to get out. Right. Uh, that's the hard part. The actual hard part is talking and, and having an ongoing conversation and dragging other people into the conversation and making it feel like a comfortable normal conversation yeah, yeah. making it super easy yeah. so uh you definitely make it uh look easier than it is and that's where i and, and i knew if i had any problems it would be in that first segment and that's where i did it was kind of like uh forcing everything out right um and then later on when nate took over it was like ah, okay yeah i can uh, not pay attention now so, you know if you listen back to 2005 when we started this you, uh, you'll hear me just rambling on like a retard uh, much, wo- to much worse than you. <laughs> yeah, as but now you to can that. do it with one hand tied behind your back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, well, you know, I, I really was hoping that I could have a lot of insults and uh, bad things to say, but yeah. um, I actually was totally confident even from the get go. Kind of like Tasty mentioned, you you know, you had run the board already. Yeah. I knew you guys would come together as a team. That you would that there was a good guilt factor. You all wanted to you know win one for the Gipper. We did. Uh, so <laughs> for the Crosser, I was probably much more comfortable even than all of you. I was totally fine with probably it. with the drugs. The drugs, yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> true. It's and also, fine, whatever. And also, really hoping for a big success. So, like I said, I can extend my vacations from now on to like right now i'm i have to be in the seat three sundays a month right yeah and i'm feeling coming off of a nice uh you know you guys did great uh show i'm feeling like i don't have to sit in this seat maybe for months (laughs) at a time uh, come once the warm weather hits Uh, well you know maybe (laughs) you just sit in your corner office and collect checks in the mail yeah that's i mean that's the ultimate goal i'm grooming jp to turn into the you know a much better host than i'll ever be let's do it well i uh, that means you have to spend I remember more time this one time my boss <laughs> took me in and gave me the no nobody is 
unexpendable. Your boss, yeah. as, in, as <laughs> yeah. in your wife, or what? Uh, no, oh. but it was. Uh, I think I just yelled at some staff or something because they had screwed things up so bad. Right, and just not big in front of everybody. But yeah, I got the. You know, nobody's. Yeah, you, everybody's you replaceable. replaceable. Everybody's replaceable, yep. and the machine moves on. Yep. I am more than happy to be replaceable. I mean, if I become obsolete at the Brewing Network, I will probably <laughs> have re- mission we'll probably, accomplished. Yeah, yeah. if I have reached my goal. Well, it was uh, <laughs> it was fun, and I think uh, I could you know I could do it again for well, you. Well, we could probably get one of those guys from the other pod tribute podcast. <laughs> tribute <laughs> podcast. Yeah, <laughs> that's a new one. I haven't heard that yet. <laughs> Uh, Just move them right in. <clears throat> oh, I did a podcast yesterday, too. Check out the Final Gravity podcast. I was on there for a few minutes. Oh, good yeah, guys. with uh, Jason, right? Yeah, Jason's yeah. a good dude. We met him at NHC, yeah. and uh, he's a nice guy. A lot of potential, that podcast, I think. Oh, really? Could, uh, I've yeah. never heard it. I know he does a metal show, a metal podcast. Like oh, yeah? A heavy metal podcast. All right. Yeah. Really handsome guy, too. Handsome guy. Uh, yeah, they were cool. <laughs> um, all right, let me do this so we can take a break and get to our guest, who is sure. the great Northern Brewing Company. And uh, we're going to be talking to Minot, uh, who's the founder, and Marcus, the GM. And a little bit later, we'll talk to Joe, who's the brewmaster over there. First couple of announcements. The Winter Brews Festival, the Brewing Network Winter Brews Festival, is back this year. It's January 29th. Um, it's that weekend right in between the playoffs and the Super Bowl. And that's uh, the weekend we're going to keep it. We've moved to Martin Luther King Jr. Civic Center Park in Berkeley. Um, the city of Berkeley has been great to us. Real excited about having a beer fest there. So that's where it's going to be. It's from 12 to 4. And, uh, same sandals. Yeah. Same. Oh, that's right. <laughs> and patchouli. And patchouli. Same awesome lineup of beers. Uh, you know, in breweries, we've got 30 plus people lined up. This year, you can get pre sale tickets. And also, it's an all you can taste event. Uh, $40 at the gate or 35 bucks if you go pre sale, which is, um, winterbrewsfest.com. Event B R I T eventbrite.com. There you go. Uh, you can also just click the on tap page on our homepage and that will take you over there. So get your pre sale tickets. They're 35 bucks. Save yourself five bones and you don't really have to wait in a long line when you get there. Yeah, five um, bucks is your BART ride, dude. That's right. Uh, it's two blocks from a very safe BART station, <laughs> which is hard to find. We have a good BART station. Yeah, it's two blocks from downtown BART. I mean, you got Triple Rock and Jupiter right there. So when, when the fest is over at four, walk over, grab yourself some more beer. Um, it's we're really excited about the location, and it's going to be a good permanent home, I think, for us as long as we don't screw it up. Uh, there'll be a little live music and some food, a lot more food than last year, and uh, a lot more toilets than last year. So that's pretty cool. Good, that is good. Well, it's in a park. Find a tree. We're hoping for less lines all the way around. It's really kind of a big space that we can accommodate everybody. The breweries are coming out this year to pour their beer. Oh wow! Uh, oh, wow. Be able good. to talk to you guys about the beer. Um. So really, early it, it should be not, yeah, yeah. Buy your tickets now. <clears throat> yeah, please uh, do because already the PR machine is in rolling, is in full effect, and uh, they're gonna sell. We're moving some tickets. We so. will uh, cap tickets at one point. By the way, as yeah. well. Um. You know, the park can probably hold a lot more than we're gonna cap this year, but it's one of those things where um, it's kind of like starting all over again because it's a new location and. We just want to do it right and have it be peaceful. And yeah, you don't want a mob. You don't want like right. uh, such an awful time where everyone's crammed together. That's right. Yeah. So come on out and hang out with us. It's going to be another great time. It's January 29th. I know it's only a couple weeks away. You know, we had to jump through a bunch of red tape and then with me being laid up, uh, getting sponge bathed every day. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I hope I wasn't too rough on you. No, you were good, man. All right, thanks. Uh, sanitizer on the pee-pee stink. <laughs> 
It uh, only if you get it in the hole. Yeah. Well, I would you know squeeze the hole open. Ah, <laughs> oh, ouch. Uh, so go get That's... your pre-sale tickets, please. Uh, otherwise, it's forty bucks a door. You get that same nine-ounce glass, um, and at this time it's unlimited tasting for that forty bones. Um, nice. Try to make it as cheap as possible. So, and take Bart. Don't even think about driving. You'd be dumb if you did. Uh, There's no place to park anyway. You got to pay for yeah. parking. There's a couple parking garages if you do, if you are you know dumb enough to drive. Or you have a mm-hmm. DD. But uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, and and that's going to come up in the feedback. Uh, no need for a designated driver ticket. You guys don't have to send me emails about that. Um, because you don't pay to get in. Right? You don't pay to get in. It's a, you know the the park will be open. The food area will be open. The music will be open. You do have to have a ticket to get into the beer garden, and that is a city of Berkeley and Berkeley Police Department stipulation that we can't get around. So and, and you can't take the beer outside the beer garden. You cannot. No. Okay. Is there food inside the beer garden? There will be. Okay. Yeah. So I won't. I'm doing that. So you don't have to leave. But what I'm saying is, your designated driver cannot go into the beer garden with you, but they can stay with the kids and everybody else party and just it's all in the same park well, they can have kids around garden yeah i, I got asked that too yeah all you know the the, the main part of the, well, the other part of the festival you know it's it's a public park and it's a family friendly and everyone can be there but you just you have to have a wristband and a glass to get into the beer garden itself but that's kind of nice you know you, you go with your family you stay outside the beer garden you throw the frisbee around hang out with them and then go in for a bunch of beers right you get to ditch them right Awesome. We're also prepared rain or shine. We've got two giant canopies that are going to be out there if it's raining. Mm. So don't let the weather uh, deter you either. Uh, if it's sunny, we won't even put those tents up. We'll just uh, we had some real nice weather when we were down there yesterday, checking it out again. Um, but either way, it, it, it we'll be there and you'll be covered. We've got uh, some big tents. So, all right. I think that's it. Go to the store, subscribe, join the BN Army, get all these updates on Twitter and Facebook. <laughs> Send your show ideas to Scott the Jew over at uh, scott at thebrewingnetwork.com. Feedback goes to feedback at thebrewingnetwork.com, et cetera, et cetera. Um, all right, let's take a break. We'll do feedback at the end of the program. It's a pretty short one anyway. And um, i got to get going so we can get to our guest, uh, who is the Great Northern Brewing Company. And we're going to be talking to Minot Wessinger, the founder, and Marcus Duffy, the GM. We'll find out about the history. And uh, he's a fifth-generation brewer, Minot. And a pretty interesting story that we'll find out about when we come back. If you've got questions, hit the chat now button. You can join uh, Scott in there, and uh, he'll send your questions over to me. And I think the phone lines will be tied up because we've got several guests on all throughout the show. Watch the webcam, justin.tv slash network. And stuff. Yeah, what is going on there? I don't know. My microphone's all jacked. My mixer's failing. I didn't do anything. I swear to God. It has an infection. Uh, Instead of using the fader, I used a knife. Right. To kind of go up and down, so maybe, maybe, I don't know. All right, we'll be right back. It's the session. You're listening to the Brewcasters. Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Hey, Push, the new brewery's looking good. Thanks, Finn. Piece by piece. Well, let's fire her up. Whoa! Is that a new kettle? Yeah, just got it brand new, but paid half price. What? And that blade scale? 40% off. The new tap handle? Five bucks instead of 13. Got a new regulator for the brew stand, too, but five bucks instead of 25. Dude, where are you stealing all this stuff from? Where else? The more beer deal of the day. 
Announcing the Beer, Beer, and More Beer Deal of the Day. Every day, a new fantastic deal from big items to small that will blow you away. Boil kennels, carboy carriers, sterile siphon starters, digital timers. Watch morebeer.com every day for a new deal, and you just might find the item you've been waiting for at a price you cannot believe. Hurry, because stock is limited on most items. And that sweet Guinness cap, let me guess. The, the more beer, beer deal, deal of the day. day. Yeah, I knew it. Come on, let's brew something. Find the more beer deal of the day at morebeer.com. Celebrity voices impersonated. Nico, listen, our lawyers said that we had to do this for one hour, and after this, we don't have to talk to each other for three more months until right, the next meeting. Kids. Come on, let's get out of here. I'm supposed to have more lines. I'm the professional. <clears throat> Hey, it's Sully. And I'm Nico. And we opened the 21st Amendment 10 years ago at 563 2nd Street in San Francisco, just two blocks from Giants Park, to make great beer and have a great time doing it. That's right, because to us, the 21st Amendment is more than just the right to make beer. It's the right to experiment, to be innovative, and just do things differently. And so now, we're putting our craft beer in cans. That's right, cans. You can find our world-famous Hell or High Watermelon Wheat Beer at Brew Free or Die IPA in the Northeast, Northwest, parts of the Midwest, and Alaska in cans and on draft. So next time you're at your local neighborhood pub or good beer store, be sure to ask for 21st Amendment in cans. Because everyone likes it in a can. Tasty Crack Cans. Tasty Crack Cans. Hey, what are you doing, man? Writing a review of WLP 400. What? You're reviewing yeast? Yeah. White Labs has home brewer reviews of all their strains. Are you new to these interwebs? Check it out. That's awesome. White Labs, your source for great yeast, invites all brewers to visit whitelabs.com to read and write your own reviews of all their yeast strains. Get real-world tips and tricks from other brewers who have made the most of their vials and post your own experiences. It's another way White Labs brings you closer to the best yeast on the planet. And send. There you go. You misspelled flocculate, dude. What? Ah. Uh. White Labs. It's all in the vial. When I order a beer, I want my server to know more about it than I do. I want someone who enjoys good beer and loves helping others enjoy it too. I want someone who knows how to pour a perfect pint for every beer style. I want a Cicerone. The Cicerone Certification Program is creating the type of people who help you enjoy great beer. Home brewers and craft beer lovers know beer is more flavorful and complex than ever, and it takes some serious knowledge to store and serve beer right. Cicerones know beer. There are three levels in the Cicerone Program. Certified Beer Server, Certified Cicerone, and Master Cicerone. Cicerones are truly the sommeliers of beer. The best beer locations have a certified Cicerone on staff. Relaxed and unpretentious. Cicerones are tested on storing and serving beer, beer styles, flavor and tasting, the brewing process and ingredients, and pairing food with beer. Learn more about your next beer guide at Cicerone.org. Certified Cicerone, because it takes top talent to present a perfect pint. Here at Brewing TV, the unthinkable has happened. Jake Keeler has run completely out of homebrew. But we're on it. A double stovetop extract brew session, making a German Alton session style CDA. Come check it out and let us know what you think about extract brewing at brewingtv.com. And don't forget, Jake, Mike, and Chip will be on the Sunday session, January 23rd. We're certain chaos will ensue. This is 
Sit down next to it, grab yourself a paper towel, and watch those yeast have sex. You're listening to the Brewing Network. The Brewing Network. Saving your life. One beer at a time. Welcome back to the program. Thanks for uh, sticking with us through the break there. And uh, let me get my microphone working again here. Boy, <laughs> it's not what I needed on the first show back. I'll tell you that right now. It's got JP Schmeg all in my mixer. I didn't do anything. It was just the fog coming off you. I didn't do it must anything. have been the sweaty palms. <laughs> Prob- I probably did have that. I am Greek. You probably sweat so I, in there. I do sweat a lot. There's probably olive oil in there. <clears throat> I guess it's time for a new mixer. I'll just add that to my medical bill. A new mixer bill, too. Well, you did have a staph infection yeah. with two Fs. I think you're my staph infection. <laughs> <laughs> You've seen my medical history. Then MRSA, MRSA, MRSA. <laughs> All right, we've got the great Northern Brewing Company on the line. We've got, uh, we should have Minot Wessinger here. Minot, you there? I'm here. All right. Hey, look, Minot sounds better than me. His microphone's working. <laughs> well, he didn't have me running his mixer. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and I also believe that we have Marcus Duffy, the GM, on the phone. Uh, yes, I'm here. <laughs> Is all right. Hang in there, guys. Well, I get everything working. Wow, is it really? Is it sh- just shorting out? Yeah. Hang on. Wiggling let me. The, just, uh, let me just wiggle it and jerk it here yeah. for a second. Shaking at me. Uh, you can use my mic if you want. Uh, there I'm we go. Around. All right. Don't touch it anymore. Man, <laughs> stop fiddling with it. It's probably mine. It's fault. I would. I wouldn't doubt it. You got the good mic. Always yeah. my. <laughs> You know when you're when you're the founder of a big successful company, it's you got to take some blame every now and then, right? Mine it every day. <laughs> yeah, every, <laughs> everything is your fault. <laughs> Are you married also? I am. Okay, so well, you, that's why. <laughs> so you know how this goes. Married and, and two daughters, so you can imagine. Oh, oh, yikes! And you're married to a woman, I assume, right? Irish, an Irish woman, an Irish woman. <laughs> oh, that's a little. Wow. All right. Well, welcome to the program, guys. I'm, You're a brave I'm man. Glad to have you on here. Thank you. And uh, Marcus, you married too? I am. Well, thanks for letting us take you guys away from the family tonight. I appreciate that. Well, glad to be here. Thanks for having us. Now, one thing I wasn't sure of, um, you know, we don't often talk to, to the GM. Now, are you guys a, a brewery and a brew pub or, or just a brewery? Uh, we're a brewery and brew pub. You are. Yeah. So are you the general manager of the entire facility? Yes, I am. You are. So brewing operations as well as the pub. That's correct. You're a busy we're, guy. We're in a little bit of a unique situation just because Montana laws are a little bit different. Uh, we're, we're two separate entities entirely, uh, but it's, you'd call it a brew pub in any other state, yes. Okay. So do you get two paychecks? I wish. <laughs> <laughs> So is that so out here? I think it's like a, a type seventeen and a type twenty three. It's two different. Like one for a brew pub, one for a brewery. Is that about the same? About the same, yes. Okay, but you're allowed to hold both of them, or you have to be two different companies. They are two different companies. Yes. Okay, I think it's the same out here, right, Tasty? We were just talking to somebody about this in California. You can't hold both oh, a yeah. seventeen That's and right. a twenty three. That is true. You can you can have either or, or you have to be two companies. Like yeah, Brady. it's the three two. Right. right. Okay. And and mine it 16 years ago you guys you started this company? That's exactly right. We're celebrating the 16th anniversary on uh 
it's actually the the day we launched the brewery in Blackstar was January twentieth, nineteen ninety five. Sixteen years ago, yeah. God, that's you know what, why I'm feeling like that's a long time ago is that although you you might feel this is longer that's the year I graduated I graduated 16 years ago and look how far I've come I was 96 <laughs> maybe I've come less far than you so think of it that way really come a long way but you've had one more year than me to fail wow that's true this is pretty good <laughs> that's just sad Doc what year did you graduate high school <laughs> 1998 I graduated college about eight years before you graduated high school actually uh, med school med school before that I graduated uh, high school in 77 okay That's All right, guys. when I was born in 77 <laughs> <laughs> all right and just so you know who's in the room here guys that was dr. Scott um, uh, he, he's our resident beer scientist then we've got tasty in the room here okay and you guys know Scott Moskowitz our producer and hey, Scott <clears throat> And then we've got JP over hey, here as well. So how's, how's it going, guys? Everyone will be asking you questions, right, just so right, you, you don't right, feel right. like you have a bunch of voices in your head. Um, so is that two Scots? <laughs> yeah, actually. Yep. But they call me Doc. Yeah. Hey, Doc. Okay. Yeah. Who's saying that? <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, so Mina, tell me a little bit about yourself and, and the company, because I'm reading through my notes here, and you've got a pretty interesting uh, family brewing history. Yeah, a long time back, my great-great-grandfather was... Um, a West Coast brewer, Henry Weinhardt, who came to America in 1852, mm. built a little brewery near Portland, Oregon in 1854, and then built what became the Blitz Weinhardt Company in Portland in 1856. And it was passed down through my dad's family for four consecutive generations. And then uh, my dad and my uncle sold the brewery in 1980 to Pabst with okay. the Henry's brand and, and a few others. So and then when I... When I moved on from Natural Light to Henry Weinhardt's... Blue Boar, baby. That was... Your, your family was, the, was the, the founding fathers of that company. I was the cause of that, or we were the cause of that, yeah. I love it. That I, was, uh, oh, man. <laughs> we did that to you. I love that, because... I, do you guys... Were you guys Henry Weinhardt's people, too? Oh, yeah. Oh, I was drinking oh, yeah. it when they still owned it. Oh, really? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> boy, Doc. Yeah, yeah. That beer... That. It, you know, that beer changed my my life, even before yeah. Sierra Nevada changed my life. It was a gateway, gateway to Sierra, I thought. It was like a bridge beer. And really, at, at, there was a point in my life where the only beer decision was, was I going to get the green box <laughs> of uh, Henry Weinhardt's or no, the white right. box yeah. of Henry Weinhardt's? Well, That's I had exactly a, right. I had well, a friend funny. that was uh, collecting the bottles because they all had the little numbers on the top of them. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, the bottling numbers. Yeah, yeah. And, and he had almost every one up, up through that. Okay. Huh. Sorry, mine. I didn't mean to cut you off. I just got so excited about that because I have fond memories. No, it's fun. And when you think about it, my dad introduced Henry Weinhardt's, the brand, to uh, Oregon, to Portland, in 1976. And if you think back, I mean, you guys sound younger than I am, but uh, you know, the, the beer landscape was pretty bleak back in '76, and Henry's was one of the first sort of handcrafted beers, and. Uh, sort of set forth the whole tradition of craft brewing, which is great. I remember when it hit, and it was right about, yeah, you know, 77, 78. I was legal, right? Sure. And, uh, <laughs> right. Uh, but it was it was the unique beer. It had a lot more flavor than your, your big three. And, right. yeah. it, and it was kind of the forefront. Well, and what a long legacy if it if it came from from the the late seventies and it was still a, a forefront craft gateway beer for us in the in the mid nineties, you know yeah. what an awesome legacy too. 
It's pretty amazing. Yeah, that was. It's a great brand. You know, now of course it's owned by Miller, but we. Um, that was sort of the inspiration for what we wanted to do with Blackstar later. Was we thought the world needed, you know, maybe a logger with a little more character. So we're sort of building on the shoulders of uh, Henry's a little bit. And so that was your great grandfather. Great great grandfather. Great great grandfather. Okay. And so how many generation of brewers? So I'm, so I'm fifth generation. Um, I they sold the brewery in 1980. I had worked there since I was a kid, probably 14. Every every summer job I had was at the brewery, but then they sold it in 1980, and and uh, my dad thought he was going to retire, and then we both thought it would be fun to get back into the beer business, and that was that was the genesis for building the Great Northern Brewing Company in Whitefish, Montana. Okay, well, I wish I was your friend when you were 14. Well, and <laughs> now that's what I wanted. That's what I wanted to ask because I don't know that I've ever even met somebody who grew up entirely in the beer business. Uh, maybe Jim Cook because he, I guess, his grandfather and father were brewing yeah. people too. Uh, but so tell me about that. What, what's it like, you know, growing up in the beer business? It was fun. I mean, the, the Weinhardt Brewery was right square downtown portland um and it was great it used to brew every day so it had the great smell over the, over the city of portland i mean i guess it was a love it or hate it but i loved it and as a kid every weekend i'd follow my dad down he'd go down to the brewery to pay bills and catch up with work and uh i would just go down there and spend time with the brewmasters and the little there's a little brick brew house which still stands but i could just spend the days watching them which is how i spent most of my you know, formative years, six to kind of 14. And then they put me in the bottle shop. And I was, uh, I had less glamorous jobs then. <laughs> Slave labor, <laughs> child labor laws. Yeah, exactly. Well, I think the, the beer business is one of the only businesses that really gets handed down this many generations. I mean, it's not, it, it, it's kind of a rare story in the beer business alone, but it's almost unheard of in any other industry, right? Yeah, like not the yeah. bakery business. Right, yeah. You're not, you're not handing down someone's gardening business, you know, for four <laughs> generations. It that doesn't happen. It's like car dealerships, maybe, but well, breweries. It, you know, it's funny because it was always family-owned companies, and then, you know, beginning in sort of the 70s, consolidation began, and, and by, I think, 1990, a lot of the regional breweries, almost all of them, had been acquired or gone out of business i mean stroh went out of business in 1999 and that was the last of the big family breweries i guess Coors merging with miller uh changed that company but now what's neat is family companies are you know sprouting up in the industry all around the country and the world with craft brewers which is neat it's it's a great tradition to see family companies resurging and i think part of that you know the the kind of hand me down you're talking about jp2 is that it's just such a worthwhile and appealing business to be exactly in. so it's worth handing down and the family wants to go into the family business yeah well that's that's what i mean i mean yeah. no other you know no other um business ties generations together i think right. like the beer industry does was, every generation was there more beer. brewing in your family before <laughs> your great-grandfather came over here so no the, he's his family was not in brewing in, in germany he he developed an interest in brewing, like a lot of kids his age in Germany. Um, there, there was a lot of young brewers, and he became apprentice in a brewery near Stuttgart, and oh, wow. uh, and wanted to bring it to America. So he was seventeen. He commissioned a copper brew kettle and commissioned a boat to bring it over and sailed to New York in 1850, which is hard to imagine. 
Well, my my yeah. great grandfather came oh. over from Stuttgart about 1851. Okay, and maybe they're on the same boat together. Oh, they all turned into far. They're all farmers and state farmers. Well, I think they were. They may have been bunkmates. Did you see a copper kettle but, on the yeah, boat? Sa- same area <laughs> and same same year that? too. <laughs> Let's get the Ouija board out and find out. <laughs> you know, when I hear stories about guys like your great grandfather at at seventeen coming from another country to start a business, it makes me feel like such a lazy douche. <laughs> yeah. 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 Dad, what did you ever do? Oh, inspired. <laughs> you know, like I'm 33, I'm sitting in my spare bedroom right now. Yeah. Well, my family had a had a similar start. You know, they they fled uh, Nazi Greece, Nazi occupied Greece, came through Canada, found up, and went up in Oakland. And my dad was an insurance adjuster. And, and it's like, it starts out with this grand story of freedom in the new world and then just ends with him going fucking crazy in Idaho. Right. Like, you know, that's about or it. Or Montana. Yeah, and, and then I'm sitting here. And in, now you. In your spare chair, all lumpy. <laughs> right. No. I actually asked my dad, like, hey, can you help me get into real estate, Pops? You got, you got some money in the bank. And he was like, mm, no. Figure, figure it out. <laughs> figure it out. Yeah. You'd be right. competition, that's why. <clears throat> that's a good question, though, Doc, about whether it was in the family business. Yeah, well, um, it, yeah, because you're going back five generations of being a brewer. I'm just wondering if uh, uh, they, they he was a brewer over there and brought it back with him. Right. So my, yeah. your dad took over the brewery as well? Yeah, so my dad and my uncle took it over after World War II for my grandfather. He, he saw it through some rough times. He saw it through the Depression as well as Prohibition. Oh, wow. And, uh, what, and then my, what did they do during uncle, the Depression? to make it you know, stable company and just just to get along it was tough i mean you know it was a double whammy then you know depression and and prohibition and and if if his stories are to be believed you know they played <laughs> it pretty straight during uh, during prohibition they made a uh, soda pop to mix mm. with uh, you know bathtub gym they made a lime ricky but the great story was he he told me my grandfather told me once that he was visited by a couple of guys during uh, prohibition a couple of young guys came from Atlanta. They took a train ride all the way from Atlanta, and they were trying to find somebody to manufacture a soda pop for the western United States, everywhere west of the Mississippi. And they, uh, they offered him the franchise, and there was only one requirement. It had a small contour to the bottle, and he told them to get out of the brewery. Didn't want to talk to them. It was Coca-Cola. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. Oh. Wow. So yeah. now, so he carries the company that far, and is there ever a question that you're going to go in the beer business? Did you have dreams yeah. of something else? No, I had dreams of I had dreams of being in the beer business, and my dad took me aside when I was very young, and he know he knew that I was interested, but he um, well, the beer business was starting to become more competitive, and he was trying to attract good talent. I don't I think he didn't see it with me, so he said. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Don't don't plan on it, and um, you know, plan to do your own thing, and then <laughs> like sold it. And I, I thought, well, that was that. So I uh, I went off and, and started a career in in uh, advertising in New York, and and then he and I cooked up this plan to get back into the beer business, and and uh, it was a lot of fun. You know, it was fun to carry on a tradition, and and we had a lot of good times together. Oh, that's good. That's good. Because yeah. that could have ended up like, well, f you, Dad. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'll start my own. I don't need you. Exactly. Yeah, I told you he's already got a CEO lined up, and there's no place for you. Well, son, we're gonna have to go outside for your job. <laughs> I'm gonna crush you. <laughs> so, so then your dad helped you start Great Northern Brewing Company. Well, he was around. What happened was, um, it was kind of my idea, and I, I would say he was a uh, he was an active fan on the sidelines. It was more, it was more my my idea to get back into the business and I found the property in Whitefish and 
and uh, found a great guy to build the brewery with and JV Northwest supplied the tanks and mm. um, and I would you know I think my dad just lent good advice on on uh, manufacturing sales and marketing all the things that he kind of loved to do okay yeah so can I be a little nosy for our listeners you know all of our home brewing listeners uh, many of them have dreams of opening up a brewery um, you know 16 years ago what kind of investment did you need to open a brewery like yours uh, it's a subject I'd rather not talk about. It was, <laughs> it was painful. I, I'm happy to talk about it. It was, I, I, I kind of had two goals with, um, with the great Northern brewing company when I built it. One was I wanted it to be, um, a great facility for making lager beers, which, which for a small brewery is, is not as easy as you guys probably know. It's, it's tougher and it requires some refinement to the equipment. So mm. there was that, but I also wanted it to be, um, kind of a showcase for, the brewing process. The the uh, brew house that Henry Weinhardt built in Portland was a tradition, very traditional gravity flow, with the you know mash tun up on three stories above um, Burnside Street in Portland, and then came down to the ladder tun and down to the brew kettle. And I wanted to replicate that gravity flow process in the Great Northern and Whitefish. And and um, one thing I didn't realize when I was constructing the brewery is Whitefish is actually in a very seismically sensitive area, so. Oh, there was a lot of engineering that went into the brewery to suspend tanks three stories above the um, street. So it ended up, I think our final toll was about $3 million to build a brewery. Wow. Is that, yeah. is that high? For I think so. I think 16 yeah. years ago, especially, that's high. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I think considering you, he it, probably didn't have the money to begin with. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Thank God for First Interstate Bank at the time. But <laughs> but it was, uh, it was, I think, on a per square foot basis, it's probably the most expensive brewery ever built in mankind. But it's been, <laughs> it's been, worth, it's been worth every penny because, as Marcus will tell you, there's, we're just south of the, um, of the Canadian border and just. We're just to the west of the um, entrance to Glacier National Park. So it's situated in just a beautiful location where probably over the course of a year, close to 2 million people will pass through the Whitefish area. And the brewery is only three stories tall, but it's the tallest building in Whitefish. And it's really kind of it's a neat structure. It's um, it's glass and steel. And as I said, the brew house itself is all encased in glass. So. Whether you're inside the brewery in the tasting room or outside driving by, you kind of see the process um, unfold in front of you. And so it's been it's been a fantastic showcase. If you guys get the chance, um, you know, come visit. And if you don't get the chance, there's a great uh, tour of the brew house online at BlackStarBeer.com. It's it's a neat building. Yeah, I, I, I saw your your the the picture of the brew house all lit up at night on your website. It's awesome. Yeah, it is very good. Yeah. A very beautiful picture. Very say, beautiful website. It sounds to me like the first convincing reason I've heard to go to Montana. Uh, it's real close to Canada. <laughs> like two million and one. <laughs> it's a little too close to Canada for JP. But it's not Canada. It's got to be a. But it's not Canada. It's like Crystal Pepsi. It's not Pepsi, but it's Pepsi. Now, were you living there? Is that why you chose the location, or uh, or, or you chose it because of how great it it would be to get tourists there? No, I just, you know, I, I have been traveling around in the West. I knew I wanted to build a brewery. I was looking for somewhere in the Western U.S. Where you're not wanted. Suitable. And, uh, you know, I didn't want it to be Oregon because that seemed a little bit redundant. Okay. And Washington Washington had a lot of great microbrewers. And and uh, Montana was young in terms of uh, its, its brewing history. And so I just found a beautiful site in Whitefish. And it's close. It's, you know, it's, it's proximity to the to the uh, barley fields in eastern Washington and the hop fields so and, and great water so it just it kind of had everything and then it had this incredible 
incredible landscape around it. So okay, uh, seemed ideal. Now how about you, Marcus? Are you from that area? No, I'm not. I'm. Uh, I actually grew up in Texas. Okay. And, uh, moved up to Spokane, Washington, to go to uh, college at Gonzaga, and uh, kind of opened the door to me in the Northwest, and met my wife, who is from Whitefish. Long story short, ended up here in Whitefish full time. So tell me about the beer scene ar- around that area. You know the 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 craft beer scene. I'll tell you, Montanans love their beer, okay. and uh, just as mine had said, being south of Canada, Canadians love beer too. So uh, we're really in an ideal spot. But Montana is a uh, maturing beer market very quickly. We're at uh, I believe twenty eight breweries in the state of Montana. And for wow. having less than a million people in the state, that's, yeah. that's a lot of breweries. Yeah, I had no idea. No, me neither. Of course, Wait. I could name you guys and Big Sky, right? Right. That's it. Yes. That's where. That's the. That's the limit to my knowledge. Yes. Well, there are a lot of smaller breweries. Uh, Big Sky, obviously, you know, just being. I think they're in several states on the western half of the United States. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, uh, you know, 16 years ago, what did that scene look like, Minot? Were you guys one of the only craft breweries then? Big Sky was there. There was, there was probably less than, definitely less than 10 breweries in the state at the time and nothing in the northwest corner. Um, so it was, it was pretty novel. I mean, when we, when we went to the uh, city of Whitefish to, to ask for permission to build a brewery, they, it, was, it was an extraordinary request at the time, but... They were great in cooperating with us, and, and the brewery, they allowed us to build it right downtown Whitefish on the northern, what was then the northernmost block commercially. It was uh, an old hotel that we replaced with um, with the brewery. <laughs> okay. Have you seen, like, lots of other stuff pop up uh, around the brewery? Has it, has it uh, led to gentrification? I think so. I mean, I think that Whitefish is, one, one of the things that was appealing to us about Whitefish was that it was... Um, it's it's a recreational town, and there was a lot of um, awareness developing about Northwest Montana and the skiing and the summer activities from river rafting to fly fishing. And and I think since we built it 16 years ago, that those trends have only continued. I'd say that Whitefish is one of the most sort of you know attractive summer vacation places, and then obviously great winter activities, dog sledding. Hiking, climbing, skiing, you name it, it happens up there. When do you just sit inside and do nothing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Drink beer. When you're, sitting, yeah. when, you're, when, you're, when you're in the tasting room at the Great Northern Brewing Company. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Good. Yeah. So I was about to say, I mean, I won't go to Montana unless I can sit and do nothing. <laughs> That's what I'm good at. That's my best That's recreation. Yeah. <laughs> so... Now, because of the beer scene back then, and, and maybe there weren't, you know, it sounds like there weren't too many craft breweries, is is that the reason for building a lager brewery and, and going for kind of an American light lager to start with? You know, I think that, um, I think it wasn't so much the Montana setting that, that um, was our goal for building, you know, a brewery for a lager. It was, it was more just that I had always been intrigued by the idea of, of creating a product which could be a lager, which would have the refreshing qualities of a lager, but also have a little bit more flavor and character than some of the big guys. And, and that was really the impetus behind building the brewery. Okay. Did you get any family help for with, uh, like, recipe formulation or, or process like that? Or You know, it's, you it's funny. It a lot of people, yeah, it's a good question. A lot of people ask me that, and the answer is yes. Um, we, we had kind of went back to some of Henry Weinhardt's original formulas, um, and 
he, you know, it was interesting at the time that he, uh, right around the late 1800s, he had about eight or nine different beers coming out of the little brewery in Portland, which was surprising at the time because there wasn't too much segmentation in the beer market at that time. But he, he had a variety. They were all lagers, but he had a variety of different ones. And we, um, we did go back to some of those formulations and we picked one that we thought was a nice combination for, uh, you know, modern day, um, beer drinkers, but that harken back to a traditional um, type lager. We use very, very, uh, it couldn't be a more traditional lager. We go back to Noble Hops. We've got Bavarian Middle Fruit and, and Czech Saz Hops. And it's just a really nice, you know, easy, refreshing, but flavorful um, beer. And, and yeah, it was it was a beer that it, it was very similar to a beer that he was marketing at the time called Columbia, hmm. named after the Columbia River in Portland, yeah. Um, I'm thirsty now. Your grain bill, are you using two row or since you're in Montana and you know, brewing off of, you know, historic recipes, are you going to six row? We use two row. Two row. We, we have yeah, a, a two row malted barley and a crystal malt. Yeah. So it is an all malt beer and always always has been an all malt. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you um Sorry, my mic's going out again. How do you uh, how do you lighten it up to keep it kind of a, a you know a, it looks to me like you were still going for an American light lager, but with with flavor. That's exactly right. We, um, you know, we it's 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 a pretty conventional um, lager formula: two row malt barley and, and crystal malt, and then we um, we use the two types of hops. It's eighty percent Bavarian Middle Fru and twenty percent Czech Saz, and then we do a tiny bit of dry hopping, which we refer to as double hopping at the end to give it a little bit of aromatic quality. Would you ever go triple hops? <laughs> <laughs> they can't do that. No. Can't have a big they call bird. anything they want. Only the big guys can do that. Tasty, though, is waiting for somebody to quadruple hop. I've heard of it so far. Marcus, any chance you can make that happen in the brew house? Yeah. <laughs> I'll wait for mine it's thumbs up on that. <laughs> well, and for McDole's signature right. on a waiver. Yeah, I thought of it first. Come on. Now, how, Marcus, how did you get involved with the brewery? Uh, kind of a long story. Uh, as I said, coming from Texas, I, uh, well... Prior to, to college, obviously, wasn't of drinking age, but really going back from college to Texas, I realized that uh, there wasn't a whole lot on the shelf as, as far as or in terms of good craft beer. Uh, we had a few beers from surrounding states start to move in, uh, specifically the Northwest, but nothing too exciting. And uh, going back and forth to Spokane, would uh, get, guy, get guys together in the dorm room. We'd go out to a local grocery store. And the difference between a grocery store in Spokane to a grocery store in Texas was <laughs> night and day. Uh, we, we could go back weeks on end and, and pick out something new every time. Uh, we finally got a group of guys together every Friday, Saturday night, and would call it the microbrew crew. Uh, and we'd pick a six-pack for each guy in the room empty all the six-packs on the coffee table in the middle of the room and go around talking or picking a beer each until we each filled a six-pack. Some beers were more desirable or, uh, you know, with six of each, some people would not get one, and then the next (laughs) week they'd have to wait. So uh, So you'd make your own variety packs, basically. Own variety pack, exactly. That's pretty cool, man. It was a lot of fun, a lot of fun. And and being college guys who are – 
presented with the PBRs day in and day out, he was definitely something new. Uh, being a business major at the time, I thought, you know what, this is a great business. Uh, I was intrigued in small business. Uh, I was an art minor at the time, and one night was sitting there after probably five beers. It was probably the last beer in the six-pack at that point. <laughs> Looking at the label, I thought, you know what, this this could be the business that I want to go into. And uh, long story short, it was. I graduated college with probably 30 or 40 resumes in different breweries' hands with very little uh, response. I think it was more more competitive to get into the industry than I ever realized it would be. But uh, about a, six months later, I was looking at getting married within the month and uh, was working on a bottling line in a brewery in Idaho and uh, thought, you know what, the production side is a lot of fun, but the business side is very intriguing as well. I'm going to use this experience to, to learn the operations and continue home brewing and uh, hopefully get a foot in the door on the business side. And, oh, home uh, brewing. Yeah, and within about a year and a half, I was presented with the opportunity to move back to my wife's hometown of Whitefish and uh, take over as a general manager here at the Great Northern. So, what is the general? What do you do? Uh, you know, between the restaurant and the brewery. Uh, it, that's what I love about this job is it's different every day. Uh, it the food and beverage side of the brew pub is has been quite a learning curve. Uh, Working with a great staff of people, training people on beer, and, and inviting people to come in and, and be our guests has been a lot of fun. Okay. Uh, on the the wholesale side of things, and the collaboration of, of brewing recipes has been a lot of fun. Uh, the inbound and outbound freight, the inventory management, you name it, it's it's all exciting to me. There really is an, an aspect of the business that I don't thoroughly enjoy okay so you get to be involved with the brewing process as well uh, i am I, i'm not i'm not a brewer day to day but the uh, at the end of the day sitting down with our brewers joe you'll meet here in just a minute yeah uh and our other brewer andy we will sit down and collaborate and that to me actually is probably the cherry on top of the whole job sure are you still a home brewer you, you get to brew at home I actually moved my home brewing set down here to the brewery. It, okay. it sits on the third floor up with the mash tun, which I'll tell you is a lot easier brewing up there than it was in my basement. In college. <laughs> right. It, we, we actually have a drain up there, and we have a water source. <laughs> water so that's a lot of fun. It's If you ever do make it out here to Whitefish, the third floor with the mash tun, well, being the tallest building in town, can't miss it. you get a 360-degree <laughs> view of the... The Swan Range leading into Glacier National Park, uh, Big Mountain, which is the ski resort, is just a stone's throw away. It's it's pretty phenomenal. That's great. And Marcus, you're like you're like 27, aren't you? I'm 26. You son of a bitch! Look at him. <laughs> Look at Marcus go. Look at all the overachievers at the Great Northern Brewing Company. Yeah, <laughs> man. I, well, I've been very blessed, given a great opportunity, and I love every day of it. Right. No, that sounds like fun. Working in the beer industry is a good deal, as long as your boss isn't a jerk. And mine, it sounds okay so far. Mine is <laughs> by no means a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, so you guys have a lot of, uh, you know, I was looking through your list of beers, and you've got quite a lineup. Even just your, your staple beers, you have several. You want to talk to us a little bit about those? Sure. I, I, I'd love to. Uh, Black Star is obviously our flagship Uh 
but at the same time, we love to to use this facility to brew both ales and lagers. Lagers really make up the majority of our beers, uh, which is pretty unique for Montana and the brewing industry as a whole, being a, a brewery under ten thousand barrels. Um, but we're we love experimenting with the the ales. We've got twelve taps upstairs in the Black Star Draft House, which is our tap room equivalent. And uh, that gives us a great opportunity to rotate, try different beers. Uh, several beers we've played with will bottle condition and serve in bottles only. Um, being being a smaller population base, we we and, and being a smaller brewery, it, it's really great to just do small batches at a time and, and take the care. Lager, uh, we've done some barrel aging, uh, the bottle conditioning. We have a lot of fun with. How many barrels a year are you doing when you say a small brewery? Uh, right now we're we're doing about 5,000 barrels a year. Okay. Oh, that's uh, fantastic. So you must get to experiment quite a bit then. We do. Yeah, we do. And then yeah. what's your uh, brew house size? What's the uh, kettle? Uh, 20 barrels. 20 barrels? Okay. Yeah. Great. That's a big homebrew setup. That's pretty good, man. No, that's good yep. for a, pu- yeah, a pub. Definitely. That's a lot of beer. Yeah, absolutely. Rich. Now, you, we, you say you bottle condition some beers, too. What, what, what beers are those? We do. We... Uh, we have a, a great beer that comes out every year. We really have a lot of fun with this. We uh, will go to a farm. It's about two miles from the brewery here. It's uh, Purple Frog Gardens. It's this uh, little organic farm, and they have two acres that, that I think over the years just became kind of the corner they experiment with. And they actually started brewing hops, I mean, excuse me, growing hops <laughs> probably, I want to say 10 years ago or so, and it just became the hop corner. And with that, four varieties of hops, they didn't do much with it. I think they had the intention of putting a little restaurant out there, garden bar of some sort. It didn't quite happen. We contacted them three years ago and said, hey, we'd, we'd love to either buy or trade for those hops that you're growing out there. They had four varieties, or still do, a uh, Mount Hood, a Chinook, a Cascade, and uh what am I missing? Amarillo hop. Wow, great. Yeah. yeah. Good choice. So, that is a yeah. good choice. All those are good choices. Said, well, if you just said Amarillo, oh, and that's what he says. <laughs> right. Yeah. But it, we have a, a lot of fun. We go out there. The, the whole brewery will shut down for the day, and everyone on staff goes out to the, to the farm, and we'll pick everything we can in a 24-hour period. That's pretty good. And yeah. We'll come back, and we brew a single batch with it. Whatever it turns out to be is what it turns out to be. So All wet uh, hop, then. It is. Yeah. We, we brew within 24 hours. Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. But, uh, so that like beer that. changes every single year. It's it just does. whatever the it yield does. is. Well, and getting the staff out there, too. So they're involved in not just the brewing process, but right. the process of getting the ingredients. Can we not use the, the word beer. staff for a, for a couple, of, <laughs> couple weeks, please? Sense it, does, it make every time, does it make your open wound kind of twiggle? Yeah, I'm very sensitive the, to the word. Well, the right staff now. are listening, so can we don't say, encourage yeah. them. Can we crew. say employees just for a couple weeks? I think you need to be paid to be an employee, so called a crew. <laughs> okay. Or a posse. Hey, hey the, the proper term now is team. Team. Oh, <laughs> there yes. There we go. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. That does make me feel better. I'm, and, You know, I would love to try that beer. And that's one of those beers. I like it when it's, you know... It's the same beer uh, that you make every year, but you know as a consumer, as a fan of the brewery, that it's going to be different every year. Right. So that's right. that would be a lot of fun to try. Oh, yeah. For, for example, this last year in Montana, we had a fairly short summer, uh, pretty wet, cooler summer. 
and the result of the fresh hop pale ale was was it was just more aromatic not a whole lot of hop character not much bitterness but it, it's fun to know that that's what you're gonna gonna get especially the fact we distributed just in the state of montana we all kind of experienced the same climate throughout the state so and people there, loved it for what it was are there no other hops in that beer even your bittering edition is from the fresh hops the wet hops exactly we keep it just what we pick okay wow yeah. uh, we might pick joe's brain a bit about that too then it's difficult to do yeah and just imagine how much you have to put in I'm thinking, in the whole batch. I bet you that that batch of beer is a nightmare to make. Probably like a nine-barrel knockout out of 20-barrel system. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You get three this kegs. Last year, I, and, and Joe can correct me if I'm uh, wrong, but I think we, we're just shy of 100 pounds of hops. Pounds. Uh, okay. Yes. Yeah, that's a one, lot. That's a, one, of the nice ones, one of the nice ones that I, I like coming out of the uh, brewery is um, huckleberries are indigenous, and every summer we do what's called a wild huckleberry off a wheat lager base, which is fantastic. And I'm not a huge fan of fruit-flavored beers, but this one is just a very subtle one and, and fairly unique across the U.S. just because huckleberries aren't that common, but they are indigenous around the whitefish area, and it's just a spectacular summer beer. I Happy bet that must, be one of your, uh, yeah. that must be one of your most popular beers. Really yeah. nice. Yeah. yeah. Wow. It, it is very nice. Mine, it's right. It, it's not like a lot of... of fruit beers out there for one being a lager it's, it's got that smooth quality to it but really most of the most of the huckleberry comes through in the aroma there's not a whole lot of sweetness to it at all which just makes it very pleasant that's really all you want in a fruit beer is the aroma not so much the flavor right exactly right if you want to win a contest right Jason? If you want to please me <laughs> <laughs> yeah but uh but what would grandpa hank have said about you producing a fruit beer? <laughs> yeah, i know sacrilege right <laughs> right he, he probably won it double huckleberry he'd have called you he would have said my grandson the pussy making that huckleberry beer over there <laughs> it's a chick beer yeah he should swim his kettle over to the states like i had to no. this is montana we don't have chicks here <laughs> no, he probably, with the variety of beers he made, that's probably right up his alley. He would have patted you on the back. He was an interesting guy. He was, uh, there was early in the, just after the turn of the century in 1905, they were uh, dedicating a fountain in downtown Portland, the Skidmore Fountain. It was about eight blocks away from the brewery. And he proposed to the mayor at that time that he would run beer through the city water system and into the fountain. <laughs> And, uh, yeah. Wow! <laughs> for a festive occasion, but at the time there were no automobiles. It was just all horse-drawn carriages, and the mayor was uh, a wise guy and chose not to do it because he thought the horses drank water out of that. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's I like awesome. that that was the only reason not to, though, because yeah, well, yeah. uh, everything else, it's a sound decision. Welcome to Portland. Yeah. How, how many people would have gone swimming in that fountain? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> oh, that's cool. All right, guys. Look, I got to take a break, um, and and we told Joe we'd get to him about six thirty-two, Marcus. So okay. uh, we're going to let you go at the break here. Thanks so much for taking the time to be with us. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks awesome. for having me. I really enjoyed it. All right, I hope we get to see you out there one day and and, and check out your homebrew setup there on the third floor, man. Yeah, keep homebrewing, Absolutely. man. Let us know if you're out here. You're you'll definitely be our guest. Uh, my brother gets out there quite a bit. He has to fly in for business. I think he goes from Coeur d'Alene maybe to Billings. So Okay. Um, okay. I'll, I'll send him up your way. How's that? Yeah, he's yeah. always asking us Sounds where good great. beer is when yeah, he travels. Yeah, he definitely looks for the good beer when he's out. Uh, Look uh, for a big, uh, tall, ugly guy. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Marcus. 
Hey, thanks a lot, guys. All right. And, uh, all right, Minot, uh, Minot, if you can hang in uh, just for a few minutes, just got to take a break and pay some sponsors. You bet. All right, so we'll be right back uh, with Minot uh, uh, from the great Northern Brewing Company. We'll also be talking to Joe, the brewmaster over there. So hang in there. It's, it's the session. <laughs> You're listening to the Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Hi, this is Push from the Brewing Network, and I want to tell you about the Brewmasters Warehouse and how you can get 10% off your next order. I'm a pretty techie guy, but I've never seen an online store like this. It's awesome. Go to brewmasterswarehouse.com and click on Brew Builder. You can whip up a custom recipe so easily even Sven could do it. Seriously, it's slick. You can share your recipe with your own logo and notes to the Brewmasters database if you want. And the best part, it keeps a running tally of the beer you're building while you're doing it. Then, bam, click Buy Recipe and your cart is filled and ready to go with helpful suggestions in case you forgot something. This thing is amazing. Brewmasters Warehouse is run the way a home brewer would do it with great service, fast turnaround, and $6.99 flat rate shipping. Brewmasters Warehouse and the Brew Builder blew me away. Check it out today at brewmasterswarehouse.com. I'm serious. And don't forget to put BN Army in the discount code box for 10% off your order. Check out brewmasterswarehouse.com. Cheers. Hi. I have a sixer of Lagunitas in the ice box. My roommate's gone for the weekend and I'm wearing something flimsy. Listen, baby. I told her not to call me after 8. I'll talk to you tomorrow. I gotta go. Who is that? Your girlfriend? You loser. Set up, thug. Did you guys get the cauldron set up on the altar of my yard? Sir, if you weren't so busy getting booty calls, you'd know that. The hurricane furnace is using propane while you guys talk. All right, I'm using the scroll of Mosher to boil the first decoction. Nope, it's scorched. What do you do? Frack, scoop it out and try again. Thug, use your math rake. You took too long. The color is now dark and past the point where you can still call it a pilsner. Yes, sir. I hate it when Greg's the brewmaster. What's this, Poindexter Urkel? Dude, can't you see we're in the middle of a brew session? Is that an actual beer? Yeah, I crafted it. I don't really use the dice anymore. I'm a 10th level beer nerd. (gasps) Are you a 10th level beer nerd? Do you belch White Labs 833 and crap Simcoe? Then you're in good company at Northern Brewer. Northern Brewer has all your beer nerd needs. Ingredients, equipment, and knowledge 24 hours a day at northernbrewer.com. Plus, fast, cheap shipping. Only $7.99 for the contiguous USA. And check out Northern Brewer's huge selection of dorky beer kits, including the Cylon Detecting 3 Hearted ale and the collector's item super alt mine's in mint condition because it's still in the box make 10th level at northernbrewer.com the editors of draft magazine want you to know their holiday issue has hit newsstands and they have a two-for-one deal this season just for you the holiday issue of draft is 100 pages of beery cheer sure to brighten any beer lovers yuletide don't miss some brewing network favorites among the top 25 beers of the year along with a few brews you may not have gotten your hands on this year and for everyone worthy on your list draft brings you their beer gift guide with the 18 best beers to give someone you really care about all in the 2010 holiday issue 
issue of Draft. And this season, when you give a subscription to Draft, you'll get one for free. Just use promo code HOLIDAY when you place your order. Coming up in the next issue, what do Bricks Keller, the Blind Tiger, and Falling Rock have in common? Don't miss the top 100 bars across the country in the next issue of Draft. The top 25 beers of the year, the top 100 bars in America, and a two-for-one deal that can't be beat. Visit DraftMag.com now and experience life on tap with America's favorite beer magazine. Hero, what's it feel like? Take awesome and multiply it by two. Yeah! <laughs> Spraying live beer radio all over your face. <laughs> Can't get any better than this, baby. It's the Brewing Network. You're listening to the Brewing Network. Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. Yeah! Thanks for sticking with us and the great Northern Brewing Company through that break. And uh, we should still have Minot on the line. Yep. As well as now the brewmaster, Joe. Joe, you with us? I'm here. All right. Wow. So some things are working in here. (laughs) Did you have a question already for Joe, or you just were saying hi to Joe, Minot? Just saying hi. boy. Good to be nice to you. They're probably looking at each other right now. It's good to be nice to your employees. I don't even talk to these your guys. Your boss said hi. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Joe, how long have you been the brewmaster over there? I've been working for Great Northern since uh, the very end of 2005, I believe. So now going on what's been five years. Okay. And uh, were you a brewer elsewhere before that? you have a long uh, brewing career? I do have a pretty long brewing career. I worked at a little montana brewery called lang creek which is now defunct but it was uh i started there in 1995 and we made um west coast style ales you know we were our inspiration was rogue and hails and places like that nice and yeah we made great beer but we were um out kind of you know 40 miles from the closest town and just wasn't the most practical thing in the world in retrospect okay yeah, the five people that live near you just uh, wouldn't buy all the yeah. beer you were making? Well, exactly, yeah, exactly. So It's too bad. I would have helped out. It's too bad. <laughs> you know. <laughs> well, so you've been uh, now at Great uh, Northern for a while, and, and, you know, just before the break we were starting to talk about your, your beer lineup, which is, uh, you know, it's pretty impressive. Uh, you, you guys are brewing some nice, uh, uh, you know, staple beers, uh, as well as uh, quite a few uh, specialty beers that you do each year. Yeah, well, that's one of the fun parts about having the uh, brew pub there. We can, you know, kind of throw out these, you know, really cool uh, whatever beers, and and uh, we don't have to develop packaging and all that stuff for them. We can just put them out there and make the stuff we like, and if it really catches on, then, then we can design a package and put it out there, but... Yeah, so, it's great. So we talked about your lager brewing, and I'm, and I'm looking on your list here, and I see that a winter lager is in your specialty lineup. Uh, what makes a winter lager? Well, this beer is called Snow Ghost. Um, it's, uh, it's a fairly dark beer, um, so it, it wouldn't fit in any you know traditional European lager category, I don't think. Okay. It's actually it's got a fairly... Uh, good hop character to it you know fairly obvious hop character uh and it's also you know relatively high strength got a lot of malt in there so so we don't try to 
Go ahead. Well, I'm just going to, you know, most of our listeners, uh, you know, 99% are they're home brewers and, yeah. and 100% certainly beer geeks. So um, <laughs> if, if unless unless Minot uh, doesn't allow you to do it, anything you can even tell us about the grain bill, uh, that's what everyone's real interested in, too. Basically, just go ahead Specifics. and geek out. We'll all understand it. Yeah, exactly. Tell us Because <laughs> I, and the reason I ask specifically, too, is, um, you know, I, I love a good winter lager. I, I'm a, a Doc yeah. agrees with me on this, too. I know that he's a real lager fan. And yeah. I like it when they kind of get big like that. Like, a, for example, uh, a Doppelbach to me is just an awesome beer. Um, a, a great lager with a ton of flavor. So yeah. I'm interested in what makes up, you know, your grain bill in your winter lager. Um, well, it's uh, pale malt. It's got a big chunk of just uh, breeze chocolate malt in there. We've got uh, Gambrinus honey malt in it. Um, I don't have my paperwork in front of you. I'm trying to remember here. We um, and there's one more thing. We were just oh, talking the, uh, about dark okay. Munich malt. Dark Munich. It's got you know probably about fifteen mm. percent Munich thirty Lovabond. Okay. We were just talking about honey malt in another beer, weren't we, Tasty? Yeah. Was it a yeah, Canyon that, Brew It episode? In, no, uh, in the pale malt, in the pale that, that uh, Tasty and the down, uh, yeah. Kaminsky are doing it. The beer Joe's. we're designing up there at oh, the, that's uh, right. downtown Joe's. And it was that JP wanted you to back off on the honey malt. I think most people did. I wanted you to yeah. get rid of it. Oh, entirely. <laughs> oh, I see. Well, yeah, it varied between get rid of it and back off, yes. Okay. Yeah. So you're just wrong, then. <laughs> well, uh, I think we... Uh, but that's for a pale ale. In a winter yeah, a ale. pale ale. Yeah. We, we didn't have yeah. any crystal in, in that beer, so... Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, that would help. So what yeah, are the other... very appropriate. So what percent, what percent chocolate is in this, Joe? You said 50%, the uh, dark Munich. What percent chocolate is it? Um, I'm trying to remember this off the top of my head, but it's... Sorry about um, that. I assume small. It's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is about uh, between 5 and 6%. Oh, that much? Chocolate. Oh. Okay. Yeah. So you get much flavor contribution off of that, or are you looking more for uh, color? Um, both. No, it's definitely got a um, you know chocolatey, and it's got a little rose character to it for sure. Um, huh. And it's yeah, and that's where most of the color comes from. So. And you describe this as an amber lager? Is that what it turns out? No, it's uh, it's a dark beer, but if you can, you know, in a in like under. In pub conditions, it's a dark beer. If you're in a bright room, oh. you can see through it. If you oh, want to I see. Light. So it's a, okay. It's uh, it'd what? be like a porter, I guess, in color. Oh, oh all right. Oh, wow, oh that's that, real dark. It is dark. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Oh, a scary beer. Yeah. What's the uh, what's the <laughs> <laughs> what's the gravity on that? The the original gravity. Um, we brew that or to uh, fifteen and a half degrees Plato. Okay. Yeah. So, I got gotcha. you. Um, well, sixty-three. That's about big. yeah. It's about ten. Yeah, ten sixty. A little over ten sixty. Yeah. Ten sixty. Yeah, that's nice. And what kind of uh, what kind of yeast? We are using. Um, it comes from the Brewing Science Institute, and it's just they call it a uh, Munich Lager yeast. Okay. Anybody so you got think- doc, doc? Any idea what our equivalent would be in the in the white labs or anything like uh, that? Well, Oktoberfest. Uh, Maybe the uh, German Bach yeast. Okay. Probably. Do you have to, I mean, when it gets above 1060 like that in a lager, do you have to use a, a, an especially hardy yeast, or will almost any lager do it up at that gravity? And Joe? Um, well, uh, I mean, as far, I'm, you know, as far as I know, this, this we use the same lager yeast for everything. It's the same yeast we use for Black Star. Okay. we're using for this beer as well. Do, uh, so. do, you, do you have to pitch more because of the gravity? Oh, definitely. Yeah, we definitely have to pitch more. We make sure it's well oxygenated and 
all that good stuff. And do you do you alter your do you alter the fermentation temperatures uh, because it's bigger? Um, no, no. I'm trying to keep this, you know, the beer two lagers, keep it the same. So I keep it down around 52 degrees. So you, basically. so you, so you pitch your lagers cold, and then you just leave them at that for for how, what is your uh, temperature regimen on your lagers? Uh, typically, for most of them, we we pitch at 32 or not 32, 52 degrees, uh-huh. and it, um, the bigger beer does take a little longer to ferment out, sure. but uh, generally about seven, uh, six or seven days is the until they're hmm. they're finished, and then we'll give them another day or two to just to make sure, and then turn it down and chill it for three weeks or whatever. Do you always filter or uh, just uh, naturally crash it and get what you can out of it that way? Um, this snow ghost is actually unfiltered. I I try to uh, get away without filtering when I can in a, a darker beer like this, and when in a lager beer that is at cold temperature for a long time, it, it settles out naturally. So I'm not even using finings or anything. Mm-hmm. But of course, like Black Star, like a you know a lager beer like like that, like a light lager, we we have to filter that, and that probably makes that beer better. Right. Filter it, but yeah, I definitely but, uh, want that winter ale unfiltered. Yeah, it seems like it'd be yeah. best. Yeah. yeah. Well, and the, yeah. it's there's no reason to as far as appearance either. You're just not going to see through it. You're it's not going. You're not yeah. looking for brilliant clarity. Yeah, exactly. Either. Exactly. Right. How low does it finish out? Um. Well, hopefully, uh, it gets down to three point five degrees Plato, something like that. Oh that yeah. Would be the, 10, the target. Twelve. You know, very. There's a little bit of a range, but right. See, that's awesome. That's why I like winter lagers. That's the kind that I like because they're real, they're kind of big like that and yeah. flavorful, but but dry. Yes. They have that awesome yeah. dry lager taste to it mm-hmm. if you can get it down to 1012 like that. Well, it, yeah, yeah. This, it, it's this uh, definitely not too sweet. Playing okay. with the yeast is, like you said, they're going to pitch bigger, yeah. oxygenate totally, and uh, it's just going to work slower, but it's got to be uh, yeast driven too. Yeah. Do we get that beer out here, or is that one of the ones you can only get in Montana? Uh, I think pretty much all of our beers, well, except Black Star. Except Black Star. You can only get in Montana. Okay. Do you guys do um, single infusion mash, or or are you step mashing with uh, some rests in there? What? Um, For this beer, it does have, it's a step mash. We mash it in at, we do a protein rest and everything, so it's a full mash in at 122 um, degrees Fahrenheit. And uh, yeah, it's got about a half hour there, and it comes, it goes up to one forty-five. And again, I'm working without notes here, so no worries. <laughs> don't uh, That's pretty don't good. break yeah. it down. Yeah, and then we, you know, finish it off at one one fifty-five, one sixty, somewhere in there, and then bring it up and do a hundred seventy degree rest to stop the enzymes and go from there. Or just to How let you very know, German uh, of you. Just, Justin really <laughs> yeah. likes to stir decoction mashes. <laughs> Yeah, if you ever well, I wish help. mine I had built that brewery, but uh, no, this is a great brewery I'm working in. You know, compared to the one I started at, I'm working in this really awesome facility here. So you know, we try to take advantage of our capabilities there. Okay, I how do a couple of ales that I just do an infusion mash on. But how do you handle the step mash? I mean, is that built into the system? I, I, I mean, I would imagine it at 20 barrels or so. It's it's got to be temperature controlled or automated uh, to a certain level, right? Oh, no, this place is, uh, yeah, this is, I mean, it was state-of-the-art in uh, 1995 when he built it. It's, so was uh, I. We've got a control <laughs> panel, and, well, <laughs> exactly. But, uh, 
Yeah, it's steam fired, so I just you know can sit in a chair and turn some knobs and turn some, open some yeah. switches and Not a watch the temperature go up and yeah. Right. So unlike Doc, all the automation still works. Doc's, Doc's mainly <laughs> manual these days. Yeah, he needs a crank start. Fire some extra pumping. So, so your mash is direct fired uh, or uh, like you're uh, recircling? Steam jacketed. It sounded like. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, steam jacketed, right? And we're on a—I don't know if they talked about it. I kind of couldn't hear the first part of the show, but it's a gravity system, so we're working on three levels, and the mash mixture's up at the very top, and everything's going on up there, and it's stirring and steam fired, and it's pretty cool. Very nice. Wow. So yeah. you do the step mashing for all your loggers, um, but you'll do single infusion for your ales. Uh, some of them, okay. yeah. It, it depends on uh, you know how I feel the first time I brew it. <laughs> if I uh, if I have some place to go at the end of the day, I'll no. <laughs> right, kidding, but, <laughs> I'm yeah. kidding because mine it's on the line. But as soon as we hang up, <laughs> <laughs> oh, is he still here? Right. <laughs> um, so well, you, and you you, know, ca- you came from being uh, an ale brewer, pretty much, and then you just got thrust into a lager house. How'd that go? It's exactly how it happened. Um, it was uh, it was a little rough. I mean, the, uh, the my the brewer there before me, he he left to take another job and just basically gave notice. Um, you know, I mean, he had to leave. It was it was the right decision for him. But um, I had to learn a lot in a short amount of time, and I was a little uh, I was a little worried about that. But I think it's worked out okay. And I was you know I'm I'm a beer geek, and I've you know I was a home brewer before I was a commercial brewer so i kind of always dreamed about brewing lagers so i, I knew how it worked <laughs> well it gets the way i didn't go to school for it a lot of people when the, you know they start up brewing it's always ale 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 and that that intimidating threshold is going to be lagers yeah mm-hmm. and uh so and and the reason i brought up the uh, you know or, or, or wanted to continue on the the step mashing too is you know the debate that always comes up when when we start talking to people who brew lagers, right, is that today's malts are so highly modified that that there's an argument, of course, that says you don't have to do step mashing oh, yeah. anymore. The age old so, argument. I guess what I'm curious about from your perspective and, and both of your perspectives is, you know, why would you find it okay to do a single infusion with your ale, but kind of make sure that you do the step mashing with your with your lagers? <laughs> Uh, what is the difference in in the ale? Um, well, that's you know a little difficult to quantify there, but I have I've gone back and forth on that, and I kind of felt the same way because I came from a brewery that didn't have the ability to do step mashes before, and uh, I really thought that it was kind of redundant to uh, you know do a protein recipe that kind of thing mm-hmm. but i did because the recipes were done that way but it, as i created you know tried new beers and experimented i you know i have found i get a little better yield i get um better loudering uh if i go through the step mash it, it did our, on our system it just seems to work better and there is a uh, quality that's a little bit hard to define i guess thank you and <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a proponent of step mashing, and I get flack from it all the time. But for so, I guess, and and I'm not, you know, obviously arguing one way or the other. But I'm, I guess, what I'm more curious about is then why not? If you do know, do you only know that notice the difference in lagers, or or would you notice the same difference in an ale? 
Um, you probably would, but, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm just not really shooting. And when I create a lager, if I'm doing, like, uh, you know, a double IPA or whatever you would want to call it. Yeah. Um, I don't. I'm not shooting for that kind of quality or the, that those kind of qualities that I might get from, you know, doing a protein rest and, right. and all yeah. that. Yeah, well, and then those are the finer qualities. They have no, and they have no place to hide in a light lager. In exactly. A, in an exactly. IPA, you really can't even detect them hardly. Right, right, right. I bet it just feels feels right. You know, like like good. like some athletes or a lot of athletes have you know superstitions. They wear their lucky sock on their head or some weirdness. <laughs> That's probably what it is. I think you know the the step it mash. It's like this this. I don't know if it. Let's just do it. It's fine. <laughs> right. You know <laughs> when you knock on wood, maybe or so. So, you know, Doc, do you step mash all of your beers because oh no. you believe it? No, no, only no. your lagers. No. It, well, it depends on the beer. Uh, and the mouthfeel and the body I want to have to it. And I, I kind of design it around that. Uh, not every ale, no, and uh, every lager, yes. So so tell me the mouthfeel and the body qualities you're looking for that will make you decide to do a step mash. Uh, well, as he, as he mentioned, loudering, too. Okay. It, it makes it, I'm going to get a higher uh, degree of uh, extract out of it. And... Uh, when I, I don't want a thin mouth feel. Okay. On it. Uh, there's a lot of things I'll do to step in, and it's uh, as Tasty was saying that there's some beers there's no need to because everything's hidden behind other things. Right. But lagers, there's a lot of delicacy to it, and it, it yeah, you can make a decent one, a really nice one, probably out of doing a, a single infusion. But when you want to make that extra mile, yeah, that you're you're gonna want it up up and above everybody else's. So okay. that's why I do it because I can, and that's where that's where my experimentation's going. Is uh, I, I need to have it be something a little different. Okay, and, and Tasty, then, same question to you. Do you have anything that differentiates whether you step or not? Really, I, I always do like an intermediate step if I'm worried about fermentability. So I'll do a like a 145 rest before I for like 10 minutes before I go up to uh, my primary sacrification rest, like 154 or something like that. So I'll do that. Okay, you know, but that other than that, like I'll have like I'll have a recipe that says my my primary rest is like one fifty four, uh, but I always do kind of like, uh, cool in a little bit below that, so I come back up to it. Okay, yeah. Hey Joe, uh, J S Watson from our chat room wants to know if you do a decoction match. No, we do not do a decoction match. We're we're not set up for that. So we're on the a three level system. So I can't. We don't have a method of getting the mash back up. We can only go downhill. <laughs> so we bring the, the grain goes the like grain the of water go to the top. So th- then at that point, it, everything's downhill. Yeah, we, you got stairs and a couple of buckets. I can send <laughs> I can send Scott over there, and yeah. uh, you can teach him how to do a decoction mash. Oh, that would be great. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. If I just have know. to sit at my control panel, sweet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm disappointed. I'll, I'll get out of your way. <laughs> I'm disappointed, Jay. You didn't ask me the same question you asked uh, Doc and Tasty. You are, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, I know the answer. You're as lazy as I am. You're just doing single infusion. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's on that. Far but I still want you know. You know, just wanted to be asked. It's all I just, the same. Yeah, I wanted you to ask him. You go no. Yeah, sound like my girlfriend. I just wanted to be asked. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, she has I, a deep voice in it if I sound like a girlfriend. <laughs> and I'm seeing a couple bourbon barrel-aged beers, too, um, in, in your lineup. Where are you getting bourbon barrels from? Um, well, every now and then a truckload comes in. from, And uh, Marcus mentioned that we have a lot of breweries in Montana. And 
we'll like divvy up a, a semi load between us and usually they're from heaven hill distillery and oh, yeah. we've uh you know we've filled them a couple times and let the beer age for 120 days or so and um it's always just come out great 120 days in a bourbon barrel you guys are going for a, a pretty strong bourbon flavor um, yeah, we've done that with a porter and with a uh, just a hoppy amber ale that we do. And, yeah, the bourbon flavor was definitely quite pronounced yeah. in that time. Now, do you find... It's good bourbon, though. Do, do those beers get bottled, or is that all on tap, those ones, the bourbon barrel aged? Those were just on tap, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so not a not a whole lot of age. Uh, you haven't had a whole lot of aged uh, samples. No, no. Yeah. Just curious how that bourbon kind of drops out after. Or a while. do you, or do you set a keg aside maybe for the next year or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we have. I have done that before and uh, tried to keg. It was probably yeah, six months later, and it was. It's to me, it tasted the same as it did six months previous. So. <laughs> right. <It's> my memory. <laughs> now, and I'm also looking. I, you know, I like to see in your staple lineup, of course, that you have a an American IPA. Um, mm-hmm. How hoppy does that get? How American IPA are we talking here? West Coast? <laughs> West Coast style. Uh, I've never no, heard of we're not here. talking full, not full West Coast. It's, okay. uh, yeah, it's, <laughs> I haven't gone full West Coast yet. That's <laughs> <laughs> my operation. West Coast on your ass. <laughs> one of these days, but um, no, this one not. It's, it's, um, I'll tell you, it's, it's overrated. Don't even, don't even worry about it. Don't even bother. <laughs> Just stay with what you're doing. How well does it sell at the brew pub? Um, it, it's one of the, definitely one of the, the bigger sellers, sellers at our brew pub. So you've got, you've got hop heads in the area, basically. Oh, definitely. Yeah. What kind of hops are in it? Um, that one has, uh, Centennial, Cascade, and, um, I guess that's it. <laughs> in different combinations. Uh, I had, I, they're added, uh, four different times, including dry hopping, and I combined them in different ways. and mm-hmm. Like that, so. Tasty, I think he just said he quadruple hops. That is quadruple, uh, yes. Nice. Pushing the envelope. I think he's dual hopping quad times. Yes. Oh, I see. Yes. That's eight, so he's, yes. he's double right. squared. Yeah, he's just, yeah. off the chart. Right. I've never been to Montana, but obviously they're way ahead of us. Right. They're way ahead. Well, they're things. higher than us. Yeah, they're a lot higher than us. You know, I was talking to some brewers this week, and I heard that um, very popular uh, hop varieties, Simcoe and Amarillo, are virtually impossible to get right now. Are you guys running into that? Um, well, I actually specifically don't use those two varieties for Either that one. very reason. Oh. Either one. And even Centennial occasionally. You know, Centennial will mm-hmm. run out um, some years. Yeah. So you have to have a contract for that, and, and you, have to, you, you pay more. Them. That's, right. that's the way it works. See, that's smart. Just don't design a recipe with hops that tend to be hard to get. It doesn't seem like, you know, brain surgery. <laughs> no. <laughs> right. Or hand surgery. Or hand surgery. Yeah. Or, yeah. How about uh, how about Citra? Have, do you use that hop at all? Uh, no, we don't use any it Citra. Starts with C. Yeah. I'm just, uh, I'm yeah. such a fan of it. I, that's my new favorite really? question is, do people use Citra? Uh, I see. I, I, I Name your next dog, like Citra. It. You don't like it because a lot of people like it, JP. That's the only reason yeah. you don't like no, Citra. You no, know, people think that. About, look, a lot of people like shoes. I like shoes. You know, a lot of people like breathing. Because, I enjoy that, too. Uh, cats, because there is no sound reason not to I don't, like Citra. I, I, don't no, like no, no, the, no. I don't like the flavor. He just doesn't like, I don't like everybody it. else People would say it. I don't like it either. That you don't like yeah, it? Yeah, I've made Citra beers. I've had Citra beers. Yeah, I've done both of those. But 
I think it's probably even the beer I made myself. It just wasn't well made. I used too much citra. I what see. if we named what it something I don't, else? The thing about <laughs> it is like it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. That's probably what it is, uh, yeah. because I, I've heard people say that. If you, you have an all-citra beer, like uh, Sriracha Ace, a couple yeah. years ago, I got a, a sample of those, and I didn't like it, but I made an IPA out of it. So it had six pounds of... Uh, or six pounds, Jesus Christ! Yeah. Uh, six ounces of sriracha ace in there. I think maybe the flavor was over overwhelming and dominant. I just yeah. didn't okay. care for it. But that's what I see with the citra beers. They're taking over the beers. I mean, they just, yeah. it's just dominant. Yeah, and use less. It might be a good deal. I, okay. The ones I've had with citra in them have too much citra in them. So right. therefore, I don't like them. Is that is that good? Yeah, it's okay. Uh, I'm not buying you. all of it, but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying, man. Yeah. I'm working. Yeah. I have an amateur question about citra. Is it like citrus? Is that why it's named citra? It has and the. I don't know why it's named that. It does have those qualities. Citrus or passion fruit flavor, yeah. Yeah, it yeah. does have a lot of citrus qualities, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Joe, uh, I do want to know about your IPA. What is the uh, uh, ABV and the uh, IBUs in that beer? The ABV is about uh, right around 6%, okay. and it's got about 50 IBUs in All right. it. That would, be, yeah, that would be on the low end here, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But I'm kind of with JP on this one. I will, uh, for some reason, agree with him that uh, I'm liking those lower-end IPAs a lot more. Yeah, uh, session beers, dude. We've come full circle, go, I think. I want the big hop flavor and aroma. Yep. I just don't want the high bitterness. I don't want the high you bitterness want and the high booze. back at the end of the session. Yes. Yeah, I want to go for a drink and then go home. I don't want to be driven home or pay for a ride. You know what I mean? Like, right. Uh, I don't know. I don't like the big alcohol in, in IPAs, which is one of the reasons it turned me off. I don't mind that. I mean, I, uh, I'm a pussy. I'm so. all for a good pass out. Uh, blind, blind Pig, by the way, is 6.1%. Oh. Yeah, see, that's too much for me. That's not much. That's six, not much at 6. all. 6.1 is yeah, not well, much come at all. JP. I would rather, if that was 5%, I would drink it all the time. You don't even notice the difference between 5 Granted, it's and no 6.1%. Road soda. You can't tell me what I notice and what I don't. <laughs> What percent did you say yours was, Joe? It's uh, round six. Yeah. Right, right around there. People have to drive home from the pub. Right. Yeah, but it's Montana, you know. They're going to hit something on the Just way. Just cut through the field. All the roads you go don't straight. have to stay on the road. <laughs> Just, yeah. yeah. What's, what's the worst you're going to do? Damage some corn. Right. You're fine. I like, that, Nebraska, I like that it's, but... it's 2011, and I still assume that there's nothing in Montana, <laughs> but... <laughs> But a field and this brewery. That's the picture in my mind. My picture is Joe, Minot, and Marcus standing in front of a building surrounded by corn and wheat. Yeah, you could see from 200 miles away. If you brew it, they will come. And somewhere in the distance are the Mounties in Canada. (laughs) That's not far off. You can see them from there. I'm close, right? You can see them from there. You're pretty close. You're close. You can see it from Denver. Right. What's that mountain over there? Oh, no, it's a brewery. That's oh, the right. three-story brewery. <laughs> all right, well, in 10 days when we drive there, we'll get there. Do you... Now, this is going to sound like a sarcastic question, but it's not. Do you... Are you Do guys, you brew beer? Do you guys are you have guys, cars? Are you able to give all your spent grain to uh, farmers? Does the local farmer come pick up your spent grain? Uh, yes. Yes, we are. It's, we do. Not a problem. Yeah. That is good. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. A lot of breweries, I mean, even in, in, in cities are able to do that nowadays. So yeah, but uh, um, big cities, I, I, I sure, uh, I imagine a lot of them aren't. You know, I, I yeah. imagine that's, that's a problem you don't really think of when, you, uh, when you're designing a brewery or, or wanting to build a brewery. What, what are you going to do with your waste? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Whitefish is situated in a way that we could just open the doors and they'd come and eat it from there. 
you had to go through a barbed wire gate to get to your job anyway. That's perfect. I am definitely when if I come to visit, I'm gonna I'm riding a horse up to the brewery <laughs> with a big old hat. Do you guys oh, yeah. do, you, do you have a hitching post? Absolutely. I was I was gonna say we before uh, before you go, I'd love to. Uh, I just wanted to say one thing, and that's that we'd love to invite you guys as well as all your fans and listeners um, up to visit us in Whitefish. We annually we celebrate the brewery's anniversary, and this February fifth, Saturday night. We're celebrating the 16th anniversary, and we're inviting the entire town of Whitefish, as is our tradition. We'd love to have you guys join us or anybody who's listening right now. And we're, we're uh, in conjunction with the anniversary party this year. We're doing a new event called the, the Black Star Barter, and we're inviting people to come and trade what they think is worth a year's supply of Black Star. Really? Yeah. Now, does that mean that everybody who brings something worth it will get the year's supply, or is there only one winner? There's going to be a panel of judges, and there's only going to be one winner. How about a root so, canal? Doc's a dentist. Yeah, he can get you grills. If one of the judges front. has a toothache, toothache, yeah, you probably could work that. Yeah. Right. That might work. Yeah. That might work. I love I do this like idea. That. This yeah. is an awesome idea. Yeah. What, what do you your... think a year supply of, uh, JP, what do you think a year supply of Black Star uh, beer is worth? That I have? That you ha- that you can guess. It has to be something you have to barter. Oh, God. Well, I can't say uh, I would do work because I'm not good at that. <laughs> right. Um, I got four goats. I would say, I don't know, maybe uh, maybe my bug. Your Volkswagen Beetle. Yeah. Okay, that's on the table. It's classic. Doc, it's broken. Would you it doesn't be- run. All right, a non-running Volkswagen yeah. Beetle from JP. I'll write this down for work. you, Mina. Three wheels. I would whitefish. Now, now, this doesn't, you don't have to give away the year supply, but I would like your judgment at the end of this minute. So hang in there. Uh, Doc, you, four goats, is that what you're four putting Four goats. Up? Okay. Doc well, is, Doc this is, sounds like something that would happen 100 years ago. Yes. Right. I'll give you four goats for it. Or in Montana. <laughs> or in Montana now. Uh, Tasty, what, what would you. Uh, well, I have to think about what I have. I mean, I have to you barter got a lot what of West I got. West Coast IPA. Well, they, I, I can't trade beer for beer. That oh, I don't know. You could trade oh, West Coast. Yeah, okay. How about that? A year's supply of cookies. Uh, Tasty makes oh, some... Uh, Oreo knockoffs. <laughs> Tasty makes magic cookies. Um, well, not magic, which is, no, you, you, they're tainted, not magic. Oh. That's a whole other thing. It starts no. with M, but the word is not magic. You plant it in the ground and a beanstalk grows. All right, so one year supply of cookies yeah. for one year supply of beer. Exactly. Okay. Tasty cakes. Moscow. I would uh, paint a large mural uh, at the brewery, on a wall oh. at the brewery. Okay. Ooh, he's, like a, he's a good artist. I like that, too. Okay. A mural, and let's see. Well, I don't know. Tell that the person does his makeup. What do I? I don't really. What do you get to bring to the table? I don't really own things. You have a Westie. Oh, but that's no. Come on, really? No, that piece of shit. Oh man, no. I'd he'd have to. I wouldn't trade that for the brewery. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got that crappy surfboard out. <laughs> they, don't know, they don't know you don't need it. Well, that's I don't want bubbly. I don't want to shortchange poor mine. <laughs> How about a dog? Uh, they're really, uh, dogs no. are really old. How about, <laughs> they might, they yeah. might, not, make might not be a great gift. Walker, the, how about your mom? They, she can go work for him. I'd probably trade my mom. Yeah. And and do you guys um, do you guys sell a lot of merchandise like T-shirts and hats and stuff? Oh yeah, of course. Oh, she's okay. Great at mailing stuff. Okay, then I'm going to trade my mom. She does all my merchandise shipping. And uh, okay, yeah, good. That'll leave me something to do here when she goes. Okay, nice. So for this uh, particular uh, segment, Minot and Joe are the panel of judges. I will review, and this is just an experiment, so that the listeners can get an idea of of what to do when they come on February fifth 
to the beer and barter. Yeah, well, and it give, I think it gives mine and Joe a, a chance to warm up. Yes. See what the, you know people are really going to do. <laughs> okay. Jo- Justin, you didn't go with the obvious one. Free spot on the BN. Oh, oh, you mean like a hosting spot? Oh, no. Or, uh, or like advertisement. a... Yeah. Oh, oh, a commercial. Yeah, exactly. Double their beer sales. That oh. would be a good deal. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> yeah, just like, actually, yeah. we could uh, send over a year's supply of beer. That wouldn't be bad. Well, um, so, let's see. So what I think is, I think you paint a mural on the VW, put the <laughs> put goats in the VW, feed them cookies, and have your mom deliver. <laughs> <laughs> your mom drive that shit out. out of there, and then we would get the year We'd supply. We'd have the beer. Great. <laughs> I think that I mean, that's a sure winner if you guys are all there, especially. Okay. Oh, wow. But we'll take we'll take the free spot. Okay. Yeah, yeah but in, just in case we can't all make it, uh, yeah. or you know, if my mom drives off a cliff on the way <laughs> in JP's Volkswagen, that's lucky to get out of the driveway <laughs> with all four wheels on it. Yes. We just put the. We'll just have the goats pull it. If anything happens, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll just eat the rope and leave. Who came up with this idea, Joe? I love it. Or, sorry, uh, mine it. Sorry. That uh, I'm I'm guilty as charged. That's Love mine. It. Awesome, awesome idea. That's all me. You're just curious to see what's <laughs> going to get on the table. I mean, that's the fun part, isn't it? Right? Oh, yeah. It's just what are people going to bring you? We did a contest way back in, I think it was 1996, a year after we opened the brewery. And we did a part joke part serious but the idea was to uh, we were going to do a tattoo contest and whoever showed up at the brewery on valentine's day with the largest replica of the horse and horse and bronco the fucking bronco on our label tattooed on their body would win a brand new harley wow and we didn't actually think anybody would do it but lo and behold on the morning of valentine's day we had a line outside the brewery and uh we ended up giving away three Harleys. There wow. was one guy that had it from, from his neck down to his, the bottom of his waist. Oh, we thought, oh shit. Oh, oh wow. Upstepped up a very nice guy who was about six foot six. Nickname was Chainsaw. <laughs> he, had, he, had, he had a tattoo from the bottom of his neck all the way down to his heels. Oh, oh my wow. God. Of a Bronco? Of a of a filled in bucking bronco. Wow! So he, had, I mean, he had to start that six months before. Probably years, man. It was it was a three and a half month project for him, day wow. and night. Yeah, but wow. you had to see him naked to see all that, didn't you? <laughs> <Yeah>. Right. <laughs> Good hey, point. Hey, so, mind it. Our, our chat is asking, what is a year supply? A case a week? What does that mean? We, we figured a case a week for most people, and so it's fifty two cases. Fifty two cases, right? Do you have to pick them up all at once, or will you store it? Nope, we'll hand deliver them to you. Okay. That's a, a, a pallet or so, right? That's <laughs> a little you, over a pallet. Could yeah. you open them we'll to a pallet? Right. We'll deliver, we'll deliver you a case a week if you want. How right. many tattoos total showed up that day? 14. Wow. <laughs> oh, That's rad. Wow. It was scary. <laughs> Chainsaw. <laughs> but, Chainsaw's yeah. like, listen, I don't care if his tattoo's bigger. I'm getting that effing bike. <laughs> wow. But they're, st- they're still telling the tale. Yeah. You have, yeah, you, you have advertisement still going on. Sit back and let me sing a song about old chainsaw. Well, and they planned to give away one. They ended up giving away three. Wow. How scared was Joe that uh, Joe and, and mine at that day? Uh, and how like, rad was that Harley dealership? And how pissed were the people that had tattoos and no Harley? <laughs> Are you going to tell Chainsaw he lost? No. No, you're not. Minus on the phone going, I don't care what you have to do. You get me two more fucking Harleys down (laughs) here. No. He's probably cornering Joe. (laughs) All right, Joe, look. Go tell Chainsaw. He's a nice guy. You can run faster than me. Yeah. Yeah. 
He's like, look, remember that bonus we talked about, Joe? Uh, <laughs> I got to give it. I got to give the chainsaw this yeah. year. Either he's getting a, either he's getting a Harley or your arm. He's taking something. Another awesome idea, though. I do like your uh, your marketing. You're quite the ad man there, I tell you. Carter's a little safer. Hopefully, we'll see. Yeah, <laughs> we will see. Well, follow up with me on that. If I can't make it out there, which I probably can't, I'll, I'm sure I'll be in the hospital or something. Uh, sounds like an awesome day. Just seeing what people bring. Yeah, I'd like to know what what won. That'd be fun. Yeah, just yeah. So email like, us like the runner up and what yeah. won. We'll let you guys know. We heard there's one entry so far. We heard the, the world's largest burrito so far. Oh, that's a good The world's mm. largest burrito. I will give you this. <laughs> I think it's like a six-foot burrito or something. <laughs> it won't keep. Wait, uh, Moscow, Not nearly as well as beer. Yeah. Can you find out for me what the what the record is right now for yes. the world's largest so have, burrito? Uh, like a Guinness uh, thing going there, I see. I think oh. I saw it in Man vs. Food. Oh, yeah? Uh, I think it's like JP a in a sleeping bag. <laughs> oh, then I'm 6'5". Uh, there you go. The world, what do you do with it then? I mean, if you guys accept that as the winner, you're like, okay, thanks. Yeah, wow, good it, question. <laughs> well, they probably don't make it right then. Uh, I would have a, a whole brewery kind of party. event, yeah. party, yeah. and everybody come and eat the biggest burrito. The, How many? <laughs> the, the world's largest burrito is so much bigger than you think it is. It weighed, it weighed in. It weighed in at four thousand four hundred and fifty-six pounds and was measured at three thousand five hundred and seventy-eight feet long. It was created. What? Uh, at Rengsdorf Park in Mountain View. Uh, yeah, California locking that down, baby. Mine, you're thousand feet. You're screwed, man. The things that we show are up. <laughs> oh no, I want one big fat one. <laughs> it's just long and skinny. Yeah, it's a baby. Two ton burrito. How do you weigh it? One girth. That's a good question. I have no I, idea. I think they extrapolated it. Yeah, they, you they, weigh a section. They, they weighed yeah. a foot yeah. and then right. extrapolated. Probably added up the ingredients it went into. Like yeah, Six thousand cans. Of I really want to go to this event now. I got to see what people are bringing. You got to come. Oh, What's man. the website people can get info? How many guns? Blackstar, Blackstarbeer.com. Okay. How many guns and like ammo reloading? <laughs> like, you know, come on. Right. You know, I'll give you this, this vial of deer urine. <laughs> It you know, works. Catching I, I like beer. the way you guys roll. You really know how to have fun with beer. I really, yeah. I'm really picking that up. That's great. Seriously. That's what it's all about, right? It I just is. wish you were local. I wish <laughs> you are local. Well, so, yeah, keep in touch. We want to steal your ideas. How many, <laughs> how many feet of snow do you have right now? In Whitefish, there's a couple feet on the ground, probably. So, ski season's in full speed there, I guess. Trade ski to work. Dog oh, yeah. sledding. I'm more than balance. Exactly. Trade you two feet of snow. Now, what were uh, what, what did you guys decide to drink during this interview? That's an important question before we go. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, I the, because this is a very special occasion. Right. I pulled out a bottle of a uh, Mephistopheles stout. Oh, from Avery. Wow, very and, nice. That, that's that's yeah. probably my favorite uh, stout. Really? Oh yeah. Good and man. that got me to a happy place. So then I started drinking Snow Ghost. So okay. that's where I'm at now. <laughs> well, you um, definitely need a happy place when you're on with us. Yeah. Snow yeah. Ghost. Mine it. I'm all about Black Star. The Black Star. Is that your go-to beer? That's my go-to beer. Okay. You're, you're a lager guy through and through. Yeah. It's in the blood, I so. man. I think so. Yeah. I think a little bit of hops can go a long way. <laughs> I agree yeah, with you personally. I, I do too. Yeah. Well, mine had told me... Sorry. Minot told me uh, when I talked to him uh, last week uh, that he, his original idea with Black Star was he wanted to brew a beer that was going to be a, a gateway beer. That he, you know, he had a lot of... Like everybody, everybody knows the people that are into only the big three. And he wanted to brew something that could transition people to the, the craft beer lifestyle. Right. And Which that, is no that's what it's become, I think. Yeah, it's funny. There aren't that many out there like that. And, and I think that if you, can, 
you hit the right balance, you get a nice hopping character, but it st- can still be refreshing. You know, it's a nice, nice trade-up for the guys who are drinking the domestics. Do you have a favorite European lager? You know, I, I, I'm a traditionalist. I love Pilsner Raquel. Me too. I was going to guess you know, that. I just... Yeah. I do, and, and and to be honest with you, it was a little bit of an inspiration for Black Star, the Czech Saz. I, I love that hop, and mixed with the middle fruit, it's just it's a nice combination. And so you guys are a lot of German hops in your brew house. I'm, I'm guessing, yeah. yeah, pretty traditional, yeah. Magnum is that a bittering hop of yours? Um, I have size. used Magnum um, before the big hop crisis of. What it was a two thousand nine whatever. Yeah, I used uh, that for a lot of beers, but then I couldn't get it all of a sudden. <laughs> okay, so um, I've diversified. Basically, what's your main bittering hop then? Um, you know, we use things like Nugget, um, Centennial, stuff like that. Okay, how about Perlay? Um, I have used that as well, and uh, I'm not. I don't think I'm currently using that in any beers. I guess I'm not. <laughs> okay. Now that I think about it. But um, I went to, yeah, uh, and the, uh, I don't know, the, the Black Star is, um, we don't use a, a bittering hop on that. It's all, you know, low-alpha low aroma hops, the uh, middle fruit and uh, check sauce. Got it. Nice. Well, they sound like excellent beers, and I, I wish I could try more of them. Yes. And uh, as I said, I really want to know how that bartering situation goes out. <laughs> uh, well, I wish you guys could join us. It'd be fun to have you, but if not this year, maybe next year. Okay, yeah. yeah. If, I hope it's a success so that you can keep doing it. Cause... You should at least put it on a webcam. <laughs> yeah, it's, we can watch and from home. Stream, stream that if thing. It, if, if it is the world's largest burrito, should we send it to you guys? Yeah, absolutely. At least some of it, because we need it. We need yeah, it. Uh, send some chips, too. Those are, <laughs> yeah. It was 3,000 feet long. It might reach us. They better bring enough salsa. <laughs> you know. Hey, you wait, got- wait a minute. Did, did I hear you guys had uh, like a uh, like a dog dog bar- pulling barrels competition or something like that? Would you have some other um, I think it was a dream you had. Yeah, we, yeah. we did that um, earlier this winter. We have a you know, Christmas pre-Christmas event in downtown Whitefish, and that was the inaugural uh, event for that, and it went really well. It was definitely a huge crowd. And, uh, Who needs Clydesdales, yeah. right? So these dogs are pretty big. Is that the deal, or they have their own category, each class kind of Chihuahua thing? class. Um, yeah, there was, it was different weight category, weight um, dog ranges, uh-huh. small dogs to big dogs. And, yeah. and was the barrel on, on, on like, ski or uh, rails or... Was the sled, yeah, we right? built uh, we built little sleds, gotcha. uh, specifically designed to carry various sizes of kegs, from small kegs to half barrels, and huh. and uh, yeah. And the dogs actually did it. They ran the right direction. They did. <laughs> um, some <laughs> did. <laughs> some, some dogs just kind of yeah, wouldn't go. And Tasty's just thinking about our dogs going. They're completely friggin' useless. There's no way they're going to pull anything. So this isn't like a, a sport there that there would be people doing it all the no. time. They would come by. This is something <laughs> you just dreamt up. You guys are off the hook. I can tell this. I'm starting to think they just have too much time on their uh, hands. Yeah, I think you guys are too much of that beer. <laughs> I want to know if the whole town turned out for this dog pulling contest. They must have. Yeah. Oh, the dogs most, did. Most of it. They did. <laughs> most of them. Anyone who was sober did. Yeah. Uh, well, I was thinking to spend a Tuesday. <laughs> right. All right, guys. I know I've kept you for a long time. I do really appreciate your time. It sounds like you're doing awesome and fun things out there, and the beer really sounds good, too. Um, I know that people can get the Black Star in tons of places, right? Yep. We're in Washington, Oregon, and California, a little bit in Las Vegas.
Okay. And that's all probably available on the website, too? People can find a location? Yep, we've got a store locator, and please visit blackstarbeer.com. Okay, blackstarbeer.com. Mine it, I appreciate your time, Joe. Uh, keep up the good brewing, and, and thanks a lot, guys. It's been fun. Thanks so much. Yeah. It's been a blast. All right, take care, fellas. Good night. Good night. And there you have it. Good, good news. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know? Anytime you can rip on their town. And they still <laughs> talk to you. Yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> used to. It sounds like a fun place to be. Kind of does. You know? Yeah. How about we offer the this for the for the years for beer? We do a uh, a remote show from Whitefish. Oh, Whitefish! There's some fly fishing up there. You, yeah. you ever fly fished before? No, I don't care to either. But, we, <laughs> but it sounds to, good. Doesn't you it? can drink beer while you're doing it. Can't Enough you? cookies yeah. and, and he'll fly fish anything. Uh, ice oh, yeah, fishing. Deliver the cookies. Yeah. We need to do ice fishing because that's when you just sit. there. Oh, I saw Sully posting pictures about that. Oh, I want to ice fish. Yeah, you can't. Really, see, you don't do anything. I have to have the ultimate ice fish house if I do that. Yeah, you would. It'd be yeah, a yeah, heater. You'd yeah. be sitting in your Hummer with the. <laughs> you know, and I'll dull a hole in the bottom of the Hummer if I have to. Uh, yeah, ice fish palace. Oh yeah. Yeah, you can't just sit there when you're fly fishing. It's very hands on. I'm grilling up grilled cheese. Let's go. Right. <laughs> grilling up grilled cheese. I would do ice fishing. I would do ice fishing, too. I would also do fly fishing. I would also like to do dog sledding. I, mean, I don't know why, bad. but it doesn't it sound funny. You just hang on for dear life and see where those animals take you. Yep. You can't control those things. Oh, they said they can. Yeah. Oh, you want to go, like, distance or, or speed? <laughs> uh, speed. Because uh, my my friend's uh, sister moved up to Alaska when I was back in high school, and she does dog sledding. Mm. And I I I always had pictured I did a rod, and and you know they're like for weeks on out there, and they're going a thousand miles, and so, oh no, I'm a quarter miler, huh. short and fast. Oh, short and fast, and then they have all that. Yeah, oh yeah, it's like it's like drag racing. They have all kinds of classes and everything. <laughs> drag else. racing, I love it for what? dogs. All right, let's take a quick break. Thanks to the great Northern Brewing Company for hanging out with us. And uh, that was a good time. When we come back, uh, we'll do feedback and some other announcements. Uh, We'll take Drunk of the Week calls, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Hang in there. It's the session. Listening to the Brewcasters. Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Downtown Joe's, located in the historic Oberon Building in beautiful downtown Napa, California, offers an award-winning brew pub experience from 8:30 a.m. to 1 a.m. every day. For 15 years at the corner of 2nd and Main, Downtown Joe's has been voted Best Night Spot seven times and Best Brew Pub for the last four years in a row. Brewmaster Colin Kaminsky's handcrafted ales, like his Tailwagon Amber Ale and Double Secret Probation IPA, are the perfect accent to riverside dining, live music, and a relaxing outdoor patio. Don't miss the Beer of the Month, Special Rotating Taps, and the BN Army Member Special. Wear your BN gear, get 10% off your beer. Visit downtownjoes.com to make reservations, peruse their extensive calendar of events, or just read more about their fantastic beers. Come enjoy the fine beer food and music downtown joe's the award-winning brew pub where you'll feel at home 
to be in, Army? You think you're badass? Well, you are. Kind of. Like, badass, but without the balls to blow something up. Hop Tech in patriotic Dublin, California recognizes your nearly badassness with a BN Army discount on every order. But there's something those boys and girls in the real Army should know. If you have an APO address or a scan of an active PX card, Hop Tech salutes you as an actual badass and offers their thanks with a 15% discount on every purchase. That's the Hop Tech way of saying thanks to all active military personnel. 15% off ingredients, kits, equipment, as well as games, books, gifts, and more. All at HopTech.com. Whichever army you're a member of, any branch of the military, or the BN Army, HopTech in Dublin says thank you with great discounts. Call 800-DRY-HOPS. Visit the store in Dublin, California, or go to HopTech.com. HopTech, serving homebrewers for 28 years. From the stovetop to a camp burner to some kind of brew stand, most homebrewers follow some version of this progression. With each move, a homebrewer will often have to change a lot, if not all, of their equipment. Until now, Blickman Engineering brings you the top-tier brewing stand, the only brewing stand that grows with you. For example, buy a top-tier floor-standing burner now, and it'll bolt right to your top-tier brewing stand when you're ready for all-grain brewing. The top-tier brewing stand is perfect for 5-gallon to 20-gallon batch sizes. Its modular design is adjustable and accommodates everything from small footprint coolers up to 30-gallon pots. How does the top-tier brewing stand do it? At its core is a strong, heat-treated, and anodized aluminum main post. On all four sides are built-in T-slots for the adjustable heavy-gauge stainless steel shelves and beefy burner tiers. The tiers accommodate any manufacturer's pots or coolers up to 21 inches in diameter. Best of all, not only does the top-tier brewing stand grow with your skills and equipment, but it easily knocks down for long-term storage or transport, too. The top-tier brewing stand from Blickman Engineering. Learn more at BlickmanEngineering.com and to find a local Blickman retailer and start brewing from the top tier. Williams Brewing is your online resource for prompt delivery of quality home brewing supplies. Since 1979, Williams Brewing has offered the finest equipment and freshest ingredients and the best customer service in the business. Cut hours off your brewing sessions by using one of our 11 varieties of famous Williams malt extract. Our Williams Belgian Pale Extract is mashed with pure Belgian two-row malt and a small percentage of Belgian wheat malt for an authentic Belgian character you just can't get from other extracts. Or check out our unique fermenters, two-and-a-half-gallon kegs, paintball tank-based draft beer equipment, bottling aids, and much more. We even have our own line of precision hydrometers. Go to williamsbrewing.com to browse our vast selection. That's williamsbrewing.com. Orders placed by 3.30 p.m. Pacific time ship the same day. Brewing is easy. The Williams way. I've always thought that opening a brewery was a great way to ruin what is the perfect hobby. But like most home brewers, I really wanted to see what it would be like to produce my own beer commercially. When I started out, I was, you know, obscure homebrew geek, and being part of the Brewing Network has exposed me to a lot of people with a great passion for brewing. They seem so supportive, interested, and generous with their support. That kind of thing makes you feel like you can succeed at anything. Of course I'm excited. It's frightening. It's terrifying. It's kind of, uh, we've got this rescue dog, and she is completely frightened so when she comes up to me she's shaking and salivating at the same time i feel the same way with heretic 
I'm still a homebrewer at heart, and I hope that homebrewers always feel welcome at Heretic and able to provide part of the feedback and creativity that makes craft brewing great. The thing that excites me most is the opportunity to put a beer out there that I feel is the best beer I can make, and especially get a chance to go and drink that beer with people and see their reactions and get their feedback and hopefully they'll be as excited as I am about Heretic Beer. Wait till you can pour it out of your own kegerator. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, your friends will look at you with awe. And, and it's just hot. It is? It's so super hot. <laughs> the, the home of live beer radio. Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. You're listening to The Session. This is a song about beer. I like beer so much I brew my own. And it goes a little something like this. I drank a beer. I wrote a song. How about swilling down a cool five-gallon keg of some kick-your-own-ass ale? So, go, they so. Like, I got more to sell. 
Welcome back to the program. Thanks for sticking with us, and thanks to the great Northern Brewing Company for spending a bunch of time with us talking about their beer. Yes. Oh, yeah. Good job, Moscow. Another good guest. Yeah. I want to go there. Great. I really want to go there. Yeah, it sounds like a... Actually, you know, we make fun of every state we've never been to because we're naive retards, but uh, <laughs> Montana, in all honesty, has always sounded like a really cool place to go check out. You know, very different than California, which I like. They like know. guns. They like guns. And it sounds like they're next to a world-class uh, ski resort. Country? So. Called oh. Canada? <laughs> yeah, both. Yeah. But yeah, I take my snowboard up there and go visit them and be their guest. Oh, no, no. You're too north for snowboards. Right. Jazz kick for that. All right. So a couple of things to do here. Um, I... Uh, a person by the name of Willie the Knight on Skype has been calling every two seconds for the last hour. Um, I've answered his call three times now um, since coming back, but he keeps, I think, hanging up and recalling. So I'm not sure he's going to be there, but we're going to try it. So, Willie the Knight, are you there? I, I am so many here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, or you could be a lot here, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah, how many are you here? I am one, two, how many? We got... Three. We have we have two people and one dog, so we're three here. Wow. You sounds like a distant relative, uh, a not so distant relative of Blobber Gleeby 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 Globby Glob. That is true. No, I a better microphone. I, I, I heard that he was uh, bad. He's like a bad influence on the network. Am I right? Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, depends Wait, on how I, you look at it. I guess. No. He's... Hey, can I talk? I want to talk to JP because JP is my favorite. Hang on, let me go get him. Um, hang on. Hey, JP, uh, there's someone on the phone who would like to talk to you. Are you available? Um, let me check. JP! He can hear this. I think, yes, yeah, Sam, why don't you go ahead and put, uh, patch him through. Right, Thank you, JP. Go ahead, you're patched through to JP. I'm going to, JP, I'm going to say I, I identify with you a lot because you like puns. You're, you're, you're master funny and you're balding. I'm balding, but I have more hair. However, I'm, I have a lot more hair, but I am balding. Well, I think I think we should I think we should count. Wait, no, then. it's almost done. Oh, and oh. you hate flying. I hate flying. I'm really really scared. It sounds like you're flying pretty good right now, though. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. But 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 you breathe, and I also breathe. <laughs> wow! No, don't do that. That's stupid. Yeah, because that's dumb. Because look, you have an epidermis, on. and I have an epidermis. He, look, he's trying uh, to connect with me. You know, you can do that, and that's a little bit. You know, you can do that, but it's. I wasn't doing it. That was Justin. No, I, I know. I was. I respect because JP, I love you. No, I no no. <laughs> I love you because Michael, you have yo no. no. No, well, wait, me. but wait. wait. Uh, no. Um, do you know what <laughs> well, being I, on a mountain... Do, do I you know, know that you're on a mountain? Do you know what being on a mountain means? Um, I you think it's when you're like... Oh, you guys you're, are alike. It's like reverse cowgirl, but not. <laughs> no, well, reverse cowgirl... Except that the cowgirl's real fat. It, well, no, not necessarily. <laughs> um, you know, reverse cowgirl means a cowgirl has to go in reverse, and she's not used to doing that. She's going. She used to going. He's just in like forward. you. Forward. No. All right. No. Anyways, I like JP because he's actually funny. Hey, um, Willie. Willie, let me talk to your girlfriend. Oh, that's. I told her. I, I said, oh, no, no. You're in the back. Oh hell no! Oh, I ain't. E- oh hell no! I ain't talking. I ain't talking to them. I ain't getting on the radio. I ain't. No. Uh. Uh-uh. Willie. Oh, Willie. Don't you do it. I'm not talking about. <laughs> no, I told is this, her. Is his girlfriend Eddie Murphy? Yeah. <laughs> don't yeah. do it. Don't do it. No, you. <laughs> right, you am not no. doing. 
You're not going to fall for the banana and the tailpipe? Listen, yeah. I told her she had to be here because there's a chance that they may want to talk to her. And right. she's here. There's so, always a chance. Let me talk to her. What's her name? There is a chance. What's your girlfriend? But JP name? is better than everything. <laughs> except he sucks. JP's better than except everything. He's really good, too, also, though. Uh-oh. Then, therefore, here she is. And here we go, Cassie. <laughs> Uh, hey. <laughs> Cassie, is, is Willie making your life real long right now? So gross. <laughs> Willie's gross? He hasn't sho- he's been drunk for four days and he hasn't showered for three of them. He doesn't, like have a, he doesn't have a job? Uh, which three? No, I have, I have more of a job than she does because she has less than a job. Because she's a fucker. <laughs> I have more of a job. <laughs> I fucking hate... No. Nah. Okay. Hate, hate, hate is tough word. Hand jobs. What I have. I like dog. I like no. I like JP. <laughs> it's a hard choice. <laughs> it is hard. I'm choice. glad between those two, I pulled no, out a little bit ahead. Moscow. Hold on. Where did Moscow come from? Because I started listening in 2000. Oh wait, no. My current archives are 2008. Where does Where's Moscow from? Where is, Who she? is that fucker? Wait, I don't even know him. You have your own personal archive. Where is Shaq? We need to get the RIA. No, Shaq's in Hawaii. Shaq? Well, so here, let me tell you what happened. All right. So Shaq was here. And, and he was gone. He was, and he was doing all right. And then Moscow what? came He's... along and killed him. He killed him. <laughs> no. He, I heard he became a good, like a professional brewer. Who, like, You're how listening. does everyone but Chat become a shitty brewer? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, hey, hey. That's a pretty valid question. Oh, All right, Willie, I'm going to go. I, uh, I got to go. But listen, we got a little show left. We're still going to do Drunk, Drunk of the Week at the end. You uh, you don't pass out yet. All right, buddy? I love um, I love you, Justin. And Thanks, I love... Man. I'm going to tell you something. I love... McDole. I like that he's not an angry drunk. No, he's a happy. I'm a happy drunk. I love McDole the most because his voice really soothes my soul. It's like soup. <laughs> I thought you loved JP the most. No, JP's the funniest, but McDole... McDole. McDougal. No, it's, Mc, it's McDougal. No. You can McDougal Dole or whatever. It's, it's McDougal. It's pronounced right. McDougal. Uh, O'Doul's. McDole right. really soothes my soul. You, well, you JP. sleep well tonight, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> you need, if, you need a, if you're having trouble no, sleeping McDole. about 2 a.m., yeah. I'll give you my personal number. I'll, yeah. I'll well, tell you McDole, a bedtime story. McDougal, I wish you were my papa. <laughs> McDougal's voice is like is like an eclipse. It happens every once in a while. Oh, when yeah. it does, it's real I wish, good. I wish McDowell. I wish McDowell was it's my like new moon, but better. I wish JP was my girlfriend. Well, I wish you. Were oh, girlfriend. what does Cassie think about that? Oh, you know her name. She doesn't like his daddy. Right now, I'll let her speak right now. She's a, she's embarrassed. Well, <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> you don't wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> Ever put some pants on? That's the last thing that you do. Ever. 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 Roger and Ebert is the last thing that you Why don't you talk to Willie for a second, Big Papa? Uh, yeah. Talk really mean. Is this like. When things are seeming kind of down, all you need to do is remember do some of the tastyisms that uh, I'm so known for. That's right. Sing it, sing it. You just hang in there. Like what? Yeah. Drop, yeah. drop one on us, Papa. All right. Well, let's see. <laughs> We're going to have a decoction. I'll go through my brewing tips. <laughs> Give him a tip, all right. But always always remember to make sure you have a good, healthy starter, you know? And some oxygenation, would, you know, it's always appropriate. Yeah. Maybe a little dry hopping. 
Forget the beat here. I was in the back seat, dry hopping with my bitch. Boost those IBUs. Right. Well, dry hopping. I mean, dry hopping's not for everybody. <laughs> right. But uh, one's easy and one's easy. Tasty's definitely in that camp. Yeah. Am I still here? Yeah, you're still I don't, here. No, right? I don't think you are. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, no. Right, there's enough. I'll, I'll play that over and over again. I, be here. I want to talk to JP. Oh, here's. Tasty's got a new song. <laughs> I need a bigger entourage. <laughs> Maybe of a different color. All different colors. Willie wants to have your baby, Tasty. Actually, I think he wants to have JP's baby. He just wants you to be his papa. I want to be his data. No. All right, Willie, uh, I'm hanging up on you now, but uh, don't take it personally. You can call back uh, when we do Drunk of the Week and, and not too long from now. All right. I believe uh, in in time for that though. Is she still on the line? No, she. Oh, Bevo, what happened? I dropped her, huh? I guess Bevo's all drunk in Hawaii right now. It's an awesome oh, thing. Got to be drunk somewhere. I'm doing a radio. So show. while we're waiting on that, um, so um, I thought I'd crack a beer. Can we? Oh uh, my God! Barter a three way with JP <laughs> <laughs> with Willie and his girlfriend. Probably. No. I, I, you know, I was thinking, I, Doc talked me into it. It's, it's probably safe for me I, to have a beer. It's medicinal, baby. And uh, I'm feeling Mentally, like Mentally, in moderation. And physically. Right. So I thought I'd, I figure since I've, I've been on the wagon since longer than I have since I was a sophomore in high school. Ever. And it might not ever happen again until the next time I'm <laughs> hospitalized. Is, is this the longest you've not had a beer since you started drinking? Ever? Yeah, I think so. Is that bad? Yeah, it is a shock to the system. You should never ever experience. But does it? I mean, does the fact that I've not gone seventeen days without a beer since I started drinking does that make me a raging alcoholic? No, it's all in moderation. Right, that's true. So it's a couple days a week. I like that. I just look to Doc for whatever life uh, you know (laughs) advice I need, and he's always very reassuring. He's like my big papa, Tasty. Exactly. Uh, Except smaller. Is so he you're safe? Not, he's the micro machine. He's a big papa. <laughs> I'm trying to think he's a hack that all this advice he's got me. Come on. You should like uh So you're not concerned. <laughs> you're not concerned that it, that I've not gone 17 days without a beer until now. I'm concerned that you have gone 17 <laughs> you're days. You're more concerned I really about am. my withdrawals. Yeah. So So what are you going to drink? What are you going to Yeah, do? I thought I'd go for something special. I brought back this Panapot Grand Reserve oh. vintage 2005 from um, Destroysa when I was in Belgium a couple years ago. They, br- they gave this big. to me right at the brewery. They call me the Destroysa. And I've been, uh, <laughs> I've, been stir- I've been storing it. It's a limited edition. And uh, why not, right? Why not is exactly I right. I mean, Doc told me to look for something high in alcohol if I was going to go for you know, it. High in alcohol. Light in color. My doctor uh, gave me the other, some other advice. Doc, are you, a, are you a hack or something? Oh, no, no, no. Go for strong, huh? This one's something light. This one's ten percent. But but it's yellow. It's his gateway. It's not yellow. I told you yellow. I know you did, but I I just wanted something more special. You know, this is a gateway beer. Ten percent dark beer is what this is. Gateway to hell. (laughs) That's the brownest yellow I've ever seen. You know what? I didn't go with yellow. It's the new yellow. I just I went with. You've never seen the water in Mexico. Brown is the new yellow. Oh, I think this is going to be good, though. You think? I've even taken care of this since I got it, believe it or not. Hey, that bottle's getting emptier and emptier. You're taking care of that better than you would. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not sharing it. It's my first one back. Yeah, I noticed. I noticed you weren't (laughs) stopping pouring and shattering it around. (laughs) I thought you wanted me to go over the whole thing, Doc. 
Well, yeah, I'd like to see that. He just spent 17 days watching people drink. Okay. They can watch him a bit. I need you to finish that before the show's done. Okay. Not after the show's done. Hey, Bevo, how drunk are you right now? Real, real drunk. Oh, what time is it there? (laughs) Where are you? Uh, five. Wait, hold on. Five forty-eight. Excellent. Uh, what what island you at? Kwai. The island of fucking drunk. Nice. How long you been there? Island of. We've been there. For, we've been here for three days. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about yourself in the third person already. We've been there for three days. What's it like being with Sammy on an island? For He's three getting days? laid tonight, isn't he? I've had sex. Seven times. Wow. With who? How many in, times? How about three Sammy? Days? How about Sammy? <laughs> yeah, how many times has Sammy had sex? Hey, hey, come on. I want to hear her. Terrence really knows how to lay that cable, huh? <laughs> okay, that sounded like wah, 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 to me. Just as well. All right, you want to tell us what you've had to drink for Drunk of the Week? Besides Sam? I've had five my times. <laughs> And that would be all. Five. Five my ties and a rum and coke. Okay, are they delivering these all next to the pool? No, 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 no. I went to. I found a dive bar. It was great. Oh, excellent. Is my bartender's a, name was Barbara. She was wonderful. Is that a scuba And then the rest of them we made in our hotel suite. Oh, and yeah. It was lovely. A little pre gaming. So who who's there? Sounds, for like, you? sounds like this was the game. Pre gaming. <laughs> Tim and Melissa and Terrence the Black and Becca the White. Why? How come we never get invited on these grand or vacations the that you guys, that you guys all Rebecca take? Rebecca the pregnant. Rebecca the seated. <laughs> Something like that. Terrence really fucked up this time. How come we never get invited on these grand <laughs> vacations you all take together? Uh, you couldn't afford them. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. Wait, 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 Doc, wait. Doc How can Sam? Everyone but me can afford them. No, I can't afford them. You think no. Sam paid for it? How can you afford it? Aren't you just like a secretary? How can you afford to take two weeks off? No, I have a good job. Am I paying you and I don't even know it? I got this. She does handle the books. However, tomorrow... Wait, listen. Justin, this is just for you. Tomorrow, I have a two-hour massage scheduled, and I'm using the Christmas gift you gave me for it. Oh, good. I'm glad to hear that. Enjoy yourself. That gallon of hand sanitizer? (laughs) Yes. I gave her... I'm real excited. Will this count as eight times having sex? Yeah. Uh, Seven. So it's really what? happy ending. Yeah. Um, Lotion schnapp. Only if it's a hot, sexy Samoan. So let me ask you this: If who now, Turn male or female, if the masseuse starts to do a happy ending, will would you allow it to happen? No way. What, what if What if you're getting the massage right now? I'm not getting a massage right but now. But if I'm you were, I'm on a bed sandwich between Terrence and Becca. Uh, but what are your fingers wow. in the If the massage was like at five, six o'clock, like right now, then you had to be down. No, there? I wouldn't allow it. All right, Doctor, do you know me at all? You know that you know that that would never happen. Well, we know you, but we also didn't expect you to say you had sex seven times in three days See, married right. to Sam. So yeah, everything I would not have expected that out of you. Okay, let's, let's <laughs> wait. Let's be honest. The right. last time I went to Hawaii, I came home with a kidney infection. Oh, that's this true. is the island or the state of sex for me. Sammy should I'm work on mine. moving there. Of eczema? It's the only time he's ever going to get laid no. and they move to Hawaii. state of sex for her. No, oh. it's not the only... She just okay, gets turned on there. it's not the only time he's going to get laid. I am not a frigid bitch. 
Well, one out of no, two ain't he's bad. He's the frigid Something bitch. You're trying to right. quote some rumors there. Yeah. I don't know. You just can't do it on the Pirates of the Caribbean, okay? Right. There's rules. Not with Sammy. Because he's a frigid bitch. I tried. This is numb. I know you did. I tried. We're proud Who's of you for that. Who's the frigid bitch here? Me or Sam? Yeah. Sam. We know. Well, I think I think he's not. Get another drink of the week because I'm a real crunk up in this seat. <laughs> I think I think he's frigid and you're a bitch. So um, together, oh. you're like I've, a super I've couple. I've got a pertinent question. Do they sell four yes, loco in Hawaii? I haven't looked, but I don't think so. Ask Sam; he knows. I haven't, I haven't come across any. However, I'm not left at my resort. I think other than to go to the uh, dive. My resort in three days. Uh, send Sam out. Yeah. All right, th- all right, Bevo, no. you're in. You're in for drunk of the week. Thank you. Thank love you. you. <laughs> See you soon. We love you too. Bye, Beef. How's that ass looking in a bikini? Bye. No, oh. oh, she didn't. <clears throat> All right, I'm going to take my first sip here. All right. Should we have one. a drum a roll? One. Come on. Smell it better. It's, it smells yeah. really nice, actually. Oh, I bet. I think I actually... Guess I we'll think, never know. I think this might be the really the first time I've taken care of a beer this long. Um. You don't take care of anything else that well. Oh, you spit it out. That's gross. Tastes what do you think? Does it taste alcoholic? Um, I hope you stop liking the beer right now. Yeah, what if, like when I quit smoking weed, right? Yeah. I quit, you know, this happened the last, I quit smoking weed, I thought I could go back to it, and I couldn't, I hated it. The first time I went back, I still hate it. What if that happens right now? Yeah, I would love it so much! <laughs> what if I'm ru- What if I just ruined my career over the last 17 days? Well, you'd still no, be a broadcaster. No, 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 we'll like switch over to the port format. Mm-hmm. Or have a big, strong talk with you and how much you need to be back on the beer and <laughs> right. you know what, it, all, yeah. your family's dependent on it. We are we the would, opposite of good people. We would have an intervention. Yes. yes, yes. Can you turn to the camera and do it for them? <laughs> yeah, I did take a couple sips. I'll take another sip now. To the camera. There you go. Look at that. All right. Well, what, do you, what are your first impressions of being off the wagon for, what, 17 days or whatever? It's okay. <laughs> well, how do you feel? Is it different yet or is it... Uh... Uh, I don't feel different yet. No, no, yeah. It's a it's a good beer. It's a I can taste the the alcohol in this beer quite a bit. I would expect it would stand out. Yeah. It doesn't have the big malt um, oh. raisiny malt I was hoping for, but it's good. I think it was a nice choice still for my first beer back. I'm not disappointed about that. Um, Run and get another one. <laughs> just stack them up. <laughs> well, also I'll go from completely sober to drunk of the week. Yeah. Well, I think I mean you five minutes. You're, you're putting up this uh, panapot against Dilaudid, so right. you know you got to you got to give it a little slack. I think nothing's going to compare. I for think a while. we need a right. collaboration brew. I'm I'm trying to think of ways that I can reinfect my hand so I can go <laughs> back into the hospital. <laughs> we can all just kick your ass real bad. Dilaudid pot, <laughs> something. It was really good stuff, man. I bet. Yeah, don't shy away from that, guys. Folks at home, Ooh, next time you get hospitalized. Fun. Do not shy away. If you're in pain, take the meds. Caller, you're on the air. Who are we talking to? <laughs> Caller, oh, no way. <clears throat> yeah, who are we yeah. talking to, brother? This is Arrogant Blasted, man. I'm calling for Junk of the Week. Arrogant. What's up, man? What have you had? Oh, shit, Lou. I got uh, Trappist Rocha for uh, 10, uh, Delirium Noel. Uh, Heller High Watermelon, Centennial Red from Long Trail, oh. Anchor Steam Beer, Black Chocolate Stout, wow. Flying Fish Double, Brown Sugar, Wow, Goose Island Honkers Stout, and I'm, I'm currently in the middle of Old Jubilation Ale, and I'm willing to chug yeast from every bottle on the air. Okay. So you're, you're going about 60 bucks in while. beer right now. Hey, turn your radio down back there, will you? And, and that's retail, not in a bar. 
Hey, man, I spent a lot of money for this. And I will admit I started before the show because obviously you can't take that down be- right. beforehand. Yeah. But, like, well, I'm... Busy. You can't. That's right. I can. Yeah. I can 17 <laughs> days clean. I can take that shit down right now. Yeah, I can fuck. So do you have the yeast from do you have the yeast from all the bottles already to go? Yeah, dude, they're all right here. I will pour them into my glass if I get on. Are you working tomorrow? All right. Well, hold on. We'll put you on in just a second. Hold on a second. <laughs> hey, why don't we talk this over? Right. Hang on. Just hang hang in there, Eric. What are we going to get out of him drinking the yeast? Um, hopefully he'll throw up. I think is the best. No, we can hope no, for. no. It's going to be tomorrow. It's but right. I mean, like, but we, the best, himself. The best we can like, hope like, for is that like, he throws like up right now. A goose. The best we can hope for is he pukes right. on the air because of all that nonsense. Oh, no, yeah. no, he won't. That's the only thing we're going to get out of it. Just fun. Yeah. And then and then it's a story he can tell his friends. Dude, it fucking blah, blah. Aragon, are you preparing the glass of yeast right now? Uh, you want me to? Yeah, go ahead and prepare that well, glass you, you while we talk it out amongst there. ourselves. Of course we do. All right, I'm doing it right now. All right. Oh, sweet Jesus. I'll come back to you. Oh, Jesus. I'll come back to you in a minute. Pour it all in a yeah. glass, and I'll be right back. Keep saying your Hail Mary. All right, no problem. All right. Uh, get a bucket. All right, why not? Yeah, what maybe do you think? I mean, do you think it's going to be uh, not I don't think very... It'll I, think, no. I think it won't be good, right? Because it's several different beers. Yeah. but So I th- that's possible ukage. Yeah, and I think he'll he'll be pretty disgusted right. with uh, not only himself, but uh, the way it tastes, I'm sure. I'm sure it won't go down easy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, he'll be fine. It'll, it'll just glug glug down. But tomorrow, I mean, it's going to be a full glass if he really drank that many beers, yeah. right? We're talking a lot of oh, it's, it's half well, a glass. Not only are that a lot of beer in there, they're old. I mean, they sat out for a few hours at least. Mm. They're warm. It'll be flat. warm and flat. Oh, um, if he has a little, if he yeah, has a wife or a girlfriend. Um, she's going to be smelling the results of this in about four hours or something? That's true. That is something we can at least think about. Yeah. Put put the mop in the bath. Maybe she's there. We can talk to her about the right. possibility of smelling yeast farts all night, but mm. I don't know. Sounds kind of long. <laughs> Do you have a porch? Yeast farts aren't bad, actually. <laughs> to well, you. What? But to other people, they're not. I mean, they're, it's, they're gassy, but they're not that smelly. No, well, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of volume. It's air yeah, that comes out of your butt. Quant- they're quantiful. Right. It's air that comes out of your ass. It's going to be stinky. No, not all no, gas is stinky. No, no, no it's just... It's, it's just low on methane. It's just big on air or something. Volume and yeah, the sulfides CO2. are down. What yeah. is it that makes a stinky fart? So generally, the sulfur. the sulfur compounds. Is that what it is? Yeah. So certain foods are higher in sulfur. Yeah, uh, meats are bad. Right. Sulfur's bad. So, yeah, anything has... Sulfur's real high in sulfur. Burritos. And sulfur compounds. Right. Oh. Taco Bell. Right. BP Fishback in the chat suggested he step up his game and just chug a vial of White Labs. Mm. Oh, We've ooh. had that done before, though. No one's ever puked on it. Someone so. did that? Yeah. 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 Lunch meat Olympics. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Arrogant. How's your glass of yeast looking there, buddy? It's, uh, I got it all topped off. I'm ready to go. Am I going to hear the show through the, through the phone here? Or? Yeah, you'll, you'll hear it through the phone. And how full is the glass? It's, it's a pint glass, and it's almost four-fifths full. Wow. 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 He's four-fifths. Uh, four kind of guy. Yeah, not not three-fourths. Three yeah. yeah. Four-fifths. But four-fifths. Well, it's not one-fifth empty. So, you know. <laughs> he, he's Dude, a positive. I gotta, I gotta yeah. seen... All right. Go ahead and chug, and uh, and and we'll listen. So, so here I go. All right, man. Here, here it fucking goes. <laughs> here it goes. Here it fucking goes. Okay. Go. 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 Oh, there it is. Oh, oh. oh dude, I got to tell you, that's... Oh. 
delicious, but awful. <laughs> now, oh. j- jump he up almost, and down a almost, lot. Yeah, jump. Do 25 jumping jacks. <laughs> he almost hit my gag. 25. Count him off, soldier. Now, pig, now! <laughs> no problem, I'm on it. One, two, three, four, five, six. Oh, he's winded down. How about you? One, Oh, six, seven, six, That's a soldier. That's a That's a soldier. How much do you this weigh? Isn't, this isn't Arrogant. How fat me? are you? Yeah, how fat are you? I weigh. I weigh. <laughs> I weigh a buck ninety. My healthy weight's supposed to be one seventy. But he's four eleven. Motherfuckers. No. He's not that bad. No. I'm he the just, fattest man in my county. He just started winding down after six get, of them. So I was wondering. I just didn't know if you're a big load or not. How come I get the hard shit, dude? You gave all those other guys <laughs> you singing like, Bon Jovi and shit earlier. I know. You probably won't even win yeah. too. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but, no, actually, you're up there, uh, man. You're the best kind you're, of caller because you actually do the shit that we ask. Yeah. You're, you're going to be hard even, to beat, bro. I don't even think I got all of mine in, to be <laughs> honest, because I'm on like a huge delay here. I thought I was talking to someone else. Uh, you're oh, you're, on the, you're on, on the, the air, man. You got it all in. Don't worry. All right, Eric. Hey, good job, brother. Thank you. And you're in the running for Drunk of the Week. <laughs> hey, you guys rule. Have a good night. <laughs> Later, man. Uh, yeah, it was a good sport. <laughs> Oh, yeah. All right, Ted. Uh, I thought he was going to lose it. Uh, it's Denny. Denny is on the line uh, on, on Skype. No, no, different Denny. Denny, what's happening? Denny, you're up. Turn on your what, radio. What's up, guys? Hey, brother. Can you turn your uh, computer down in the background there, your yep. radio down? Thanks. Turn your friends down. Yeah, it's too. down. What's it's going down. on, man? Uh, not much. How are you guys doing? We're doing good. You got a drunk of the week or uh, what? Got a question? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um. Just tell, tell yeah, JP kind of how much you love him. Want to hear me talk? <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> oh, yeah, you um, want to. I, well, well, yeah, I love you, JP. <laughs> well, thanks. I like I like you as a friend, Denny. Right. <laughs> I like you, too. All right, Denny, what um, have you had to drink, man? Um, I've had uh, probably, let's see, um, five Empyrean Dark Side Vanilla Porters. Imperium. Um, yeah, no, it's a state of Imperial or something. No, it's a. Uh, out of Lincoln, a, a, Nebraska. That's a brewery name, Imperium. Oh, okay. Uh, huh? Yeah, Imperium. Yeah. We just thought you couldn't pronounce things. Right. All right. What else? Uh, we were hoping. That's pretty good, though. Imperial five Imperial porters is a good start, uh, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Um, I've had two uh, Hebrew Messiah bolds. Oh, there you go. Oh. Yeah. Um. I've had two shitty blonde ale uh, home brews I made. Oh, please. what was what was bad about them? I thought you were drinking my beer for a second. Uh, <laughs> no. Yeah, what? yeah no, yeah, <laughs> fuck you, Denny. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, uh, they're all right. It was it, it was actually my first all grain recipe, so oh. I did, mm. went ahead and made them. But uh, you're, going, you're going back to like uh, extract. <laughs> oh. No, never, never going oh, back. Good, good man. But what do you what do you feel went well, wrong? Yeah, what, do you, what do you feel went wrong? You'll help. You others. know, I don't. You know, I don't know. I uh, I I did a starter on it. Uh, it's uh, I don't know if it was a good idea to do a starter on a low gravity beer like that, but I I went ahead and did it. Um, 
it was uh i don't know it was missing something in the middle it wasn't it wasn't where i expected it to be i guess but so uh, my thin. expectation step yeah, mashing the keyword right. step mm. mashing step mash i got it well don't and and by the way don't ever worry about doing a starter that's uh that's not the problem yeah, it's appropriate for, oh, okay. for, for every yeah. beer or yeah. a step mash and, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and so thing. I, although i will tell you that i've made the same assessment and then had all these guys call me an effing idiot because I, I, <laughs> I, I thought oh i you know too much yeast or i, I let it finish i should have i should have stopped fermentation and i've problems. said a bunch of dumb things like that it's it's actually you know usually you can fix that body problem in in the grain bill or the mash temperature or things like that so. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. How did That'll you work. like all green? Uh, did you did you find it too much work? Did you enjoy it? Dude, I, it, it was awesome. I loved it. Um, I loved every every minute of it. I just, I will never go back to to uh, extract. So I it's mean, just a it little was, more was, fun, right? Like you get to do some extra steps. It smells real good. Well, yeah, you get to fuck around with the recipe. You do whatever you want. I mean, it's it's not a you know it's, you're not tied down to whatever extract you know. Yeah, has to offer or it's whatever. Like, it's like dating hot chicks. You'll never go back. <laughs> yeah. That's right. JP doesn't know anything yeah, about I, that. I don't know anything about it. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm I'm working up to. It. I'm slow. Yeah. Hey JP, yeah. just cross the tre- threshold. Go for it. And no, it's not that necessarily now you're going to start making so much better beer than you have been. It's just that it's more fun making beer now. Your friends oh, respect I, you more. You know, get the yeah, exactly. Out. Yeah. yeah. I love it, man. It, yeah, it's it's a uh, it's it's a great you know great step up from the uh, extract. And I what was your uh, you know during the brew day? What was the most challenging part of doing your first all grain? Um, hitting mash temperature was yeah. definitely the uh, uh, the uh, part that was most difficult. But um, I you know getting to know my system too. I just kind of built my system, and it uh, I'm I'm not used to it yet, so. I, uh, uh, it was my first day brewing on it, so, um. What are you using for a mash tun? Uh, just a regular 70-quart cooler. Yeah, yeah. Uh, extreme, uh, Coleman cooler. Extreme! Yeah, it's, uh, it was extreme. (laughs) (laughs) So you're a 10-gallon brewer, is that right? Uh, well, um, I I want to. Eight. uh, I'm set. Set up for uh, ten gallons, yeah. definitely. Uh-huh. I used, uh, I just used uh, uh, two fifteen-gallon kegs cut out, you know, with the holes cut out in the top and everything. So, okay, um, yeah, it was. Uh, <coughs> but uh, other than that, it, it went pretty well. But uh, I definitely need to make better beer for sure in the future. But we'll, well see what happens. I believe you will. So. Well, really, all, all grains is the way to go for you. I mean, it adds on a couple hours to your brew day. But what the fuck else are you going to do in Lincoln, Nebraska? Uh, well, Bellevue, Nebraska, actually oh. was. Oh. <laughs> Excuse me. Excuse you, JP. It's like twice as much you do there. Bellevue, Nebraska. <laughs> yeah, okay, they have two stoplights. Lager brewing next. Yeah, yeah well, yeah. Next, um, right I, now, actually tomorrow. <laughs> yes. Step. Yeah, up. I, mean, I. I was. <laughs> I. Uh, uh, I went to uh, Nebraska Brewing Company the other day, and oh, uh, never heard of it. You know, I, I tried to to kind of copy their their blonde ale, you know, to because uh, I kind of brewed it for my dad. You know, the the, the first uh, beer I got uh, brewed was for my dad, so cool. I tried to kind of copy the their blonde ale because I like it so much, and uh, um, but uh, I didn't have much luck with it the first time. But we'll see what happens right. later on. Trying to kind of tweak tweak the uh, recipe a little bit, see what see what I can get out of it, but. Yeah, gas, a, bro. Yeah, 
All right. Well, you're in for uh, Drunk of the Week, and uh, and thanks for sharing. I like it when uh, guys are doing new uh, All Grain and we get to talk about that because there's about 150 listeners tuned in right now that are about to do the same thing at any given time. That's true. I like when, oh, guys, yeah, when guys share their batch with Pull me. Pull the trigger. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, it's cool that I got on. I wasn't expecting to get on, but, uh, yeah, it was, it was nice talking to you guys. Oh, Hopefully you know. I can uh, one day come down there and visit you and uh, hang out, maybe drink some, drink some beer and... Uh, now, let's not Just get carried to, away, Denny. Well, well, yeah. well, you can look at us from about uh, 50 yards. Well, oh, the 29th is the Winter Brews Fest. Might be a good yeah, time you wanna, to come down. You don't want to... What's that, Brew Fest? Oh, yeah. Winter, sure. Winter Brews Fest. Two All right, weeks. Denny. Yeah. Thanks, brother. Dark. Cool, man. I'll, I'll see you guys. Later. All right, Denny, new all-grain brewer, in for Drunk of the Week. A lot of other people calling. I got uh, somebody from North Carolina on the phone. Caller, who are we talking to? This is Kirk from North Carolina. Kirk, what's up, I brother? Up I started off early today. I started off at about 10 a.m. here, which is probably about like 8 a.m. your time. Woo, 10 a.m. Uh, I did a wake and bake with the Terrapin, wake and bake stuff. Good beer. Didn't we just do a uh, can you brew it with that? Yes, sir. We did. And was it cloned? It was not cloned. Oh. But we, ha- we have the clone I, on I tap. I it in the oh. bottle. Okay. I did do a uh, a coffee stout that I did make myself. I had uh, about two pints of those this morning while I was painting up a project that I built in my garage. That's why you're still awake. Then I did the man. Oh. oh, I hate when that happens. That wasn't me, Kirk. Sorry, buddy. That's what, he fell on the phone and it hung it up. <laughs> The in- I love the instant dial tone. Uh, like, removes I'm, all that. Uh, you don't have to yeah. do the hello? What is that? Or was his wife leaning over his shoulder and <laughs> yeah. hanging it up? I think I might throw up from this new router you got going on. Why? It has, like, a He's big circle of blue lights that are just blinking. My di- you, don't like, you don't like my disc at my rave router? Uh, no. <laughs> no epilepsy? I, I think I'm going to start freaking out. Yeah. I want to drop E. Josh, what's happening, brother? <laughs> hello? Oh, my buddy. Oh, it's Pies. Hello. Hello, Pies. Yeah. Who had all the Pies? What's up, brother? I don't You're know. You're fantastic. Hey. Sorry, that was, that was almost instant. I, I only just pressed the button and all of a sudden someone's talking to me. Yeah. That's I'm, called I'm technology, on, bro. I'm real sober. I'm on all my game. All around the man. world, baby. <laughs> hey, congratulations. Yeah. I heard you're a father now. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh big, great. Big Papa yeah, for real. Ms. Pies, which you, you guys would have met Ms. Pies uh, at Downtown Joe's oh, and at EJ's when we went to EJ Fair. Oh, yeah, I remember. Um, I remember, Mel, of course. Yes. Yeah. Um, she uh, she gave birth to a little little boy. Yeah. A little pie. And by little, you mean big boy, I'm sure. Yeah, Pies. Yep. Let's be honest. No, how, yeah. How, how big was that baby? The, the black hair. The black hair wasn't the only thing he got from his uh, old man. <laughs> how does it? How does it feel to be raising someone else's kid? It can't be yours, right? Oh. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, he's all right. He's 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 really good. He's all right. He's, he's okay. Yeah. I mean, he's kind of a pain in the ass, but he's all right. Yeah. What's his name? What's his name, Pies? His name's William George. William George. A little pie. Can't get much more traditional than that. <laughs> yeah. JP. This is my dad, Josh. I'm William uh, George. It, it, William from the uh, English side of my family and George from the Greek side of Mel's family. So, uh, yeah. from, from, William from the English side of me and then George from the other English side of my family. <laughs> yes, yeah. And Harry from the middle. <laughs> right. And yeah. in the middle. He's got all the hair on his back like JP because he's Greek, so uh, whatever. <laughs> He's got that, uh, got that happy trail all the way down to his ass. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, I know. 
Yeah, he's got all of it. Yeah, he's Actually, got the snout shot down the guts and everything. Shouldn't you be at uh, work right now, Pies? No, no I've just had a baby. I'm, I'm, I'm off for five weeks. Oh, yeah, he's new daddy oh, drunk on Monday morning kind of guy. Australia gets baby daddy time off, too? Yeah. And you just took two, we get, we two get, months off to come out work, here. My work gave me two weeks off, and then I take another two weeks off. But with my shift, it works out to be about five weeks, yeah. America sucks balls, man. Well, only in that time. Oh, in more ways than one. Don't, don't get me started on your medical insurance. <laughs> oh, it, it, no, I don't, don't worry. Let's not talk about the, it. The House will repeal that. Don't worry about it. No. Yeah, once we get a, a, a nice Republican house back in. If you weren't too busy warmongering, then they might have been able to look after Justin's hand a bit better. Hey, I'm not arguing about that. Yeah. I they would, never would have let it go that far. But would they have given me all the same drugs? That's what I... That's if what you had no, you would have had generic... You, if you were Australian, you would have got the better drugs. Really? Yeah, because it's things For free. They, they, they've outlawed things here they haven't outlawed there. Yeah. Well, in Australia, they'll just go out to the bush and take some plants and mix them together and put a paste on you. Hey, that's the worst. They don't know anything. Little brown people putting paste on you. <laughs> I'll be honest with you, you know... Instead uh, of them beating the paste out of you like yes. you do in here? A, a tasty and, <laughs> wait, and, wait, and Doc, wait. you guys can probably relate wait. to this. You know, one of the main reasons I became self-employed was to have vacation like a normal human being, like not the like, rest of the world. Not like a European? Yeah, well, more like a European. You know, not this... You know, every yeah. every real job I've ever had, you're lucky to get a week. Right. And uh, I just you're think that's a... work a week. It's a stupid... Uh, you have to wait a year to get a week. Yeah. Stupid way to live your yeah. life. You know I what worked I mean? 14 years and I had three weeks. See, that's not that's enough. That's retarded. 14 years and... In three weeks? But I'm now, I, I mean, it's just, it's just the American standard. It's what yeah. happens here and... I'm, I'm in a sea of employees amongst an employer. Unemployed. Employees. Okay, yeah. fine. No, so I'm going to go with self-employed from now on. That sounds much better. Yes. That you're now self-employed? Yes, I'm self-employed. Well, you, you, you are, are, yeah. You play poker for a living. You know you're what? pretty much self-employed, That's dude. right. I'm cutting all your benefits. <laughs> you can't cut my benefits. Oh, Doc. Yeah. Doc, you're the only benefits I have. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh I think I have a cavity, Doc. Uh, you're, you're cut. Mm. Uh, you're no longer on the More Beer Dental Plan, JP. You gotta, you gotta talk to me about the uh, Brewing Network Dental Plan. That's right. Which yeah. means I just go to Doc, liquor him up, and go. Hey, by the way, JP's got a cavity. Oh, okay, <laughs> All right, pies. What have you had to drink? Um. Yeah. Well, you guys sound about complaining about being American, or what? <laughs> well, I'm done for now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we're gonna start later. <laughs> yeah. No. Okay. So what I've had is. Um, Five, and I only got home about uh, over an hour and a half ago, so I was out shopping for the baby and running some errands and whatnot. That bathroom. Oh, anyway, so, Mr. Mom. Oh, you, and you started, and I started I, up and again. And I don't want to be Alonzo and tell you my life story before I get to my... Uh, right. Before I get... You're close. Before I get to, but, but I had to tell you that I only got home about an hour and 45 minutes ago. Okay. So right. in that time, in that time, I've had... Um, uh, one, two, three, uh, five little creatures pale ale. All right. Uh, one Red Oak Christmas Cheer, two um, Brewdog Punk IPA, two of my own uh, Belgian, um, it was hour. like a Belgian beer with honey, so it's like a braggot. In an hour and a half. Uh, one. Yeah. <laughs> Go on. Yeah. Belgian braggot. The baby's, two, the baby's two, napping the now. Punk, I got, I, we got, punk those I got the yeah. punk and I got the two Belgian homebrews. Yeah, with honey. Oh, sorry. Uh, Let me write one. that down. With honey. Okay. Uh, eat, break it. 
Yeah, it's like a bracket. Right. <laughs> like a, okay. Yeah. Like a, uh, we're, lo- we're losing momentum here. Carry on. One we West Mall triple. Shit. All right, one West Mall West triple. Mall triple. Oh, nice. nice. And wow. one triple Camelot. Oh, and a Carmelite. Oh, wow. We're doing no, a good well, stuff not a Carmelite, a Camelot. <laughs> and we get yeah, one in triple Camelot. Well, that's my favorite triple is the... Carmelite. Now, on a scale, That's my favorite time in history. Here, here's Camelot. a new question yeah. that I think we should be asking people now. You know, the fresh, Kennedy one. On a scale of one to ten, oh. uh, how would you rate your drunkenness? <laughs> Why didn't you ask this question to everyone else? I'm just, uh, I just thought of it. It's new. Don't worry about what it. What time it of the morning um, is it? I'd say, I'd say, I'm, I'm feeling numb all over the body. Like you know, you know, when you get that sort of warm numb feeling in your extremities. Like yeah. When the black that's, mamba bites. That's when I do the stranger. <laughs> yeah. What's the black mamba? Just like, what's your number? It's a girl we know. Don't worry about it. Come on. This <laughs> so I don't know. Because I don't know. We've only got eight of the ten most deadly snakes in the world. So yeah. is black mamba another kind of snake? Yes, yes it that's is. Not Australian. Doc, will you just so let him answer the question? The one, it's the one that we can't. It's the one that we don't have. The oh, okay. Tribute. I'll send you one. <laughs> yeah, do that. Do that. I'll right. find it at work. I'll send you um, two. Yeah, so no, I'm, I'm gonna turn you off. Answer the question. Scale of one to ten. How drunk I am? Yes. Um. No, I'm probably not. I, I'd say don't drunk. Don't vote for me for drunk. Really. I just wanted to say good day. You know. I'm, I'm in New Delhi. What's so hard about hey, this question? Alonzo. Alonzo. I mean, is it me or... Uh, I want to say seven for him, you know. Like, no, right. I, I think he's like oh. at a four or a, he's maybe at a four. If he's just getting numb and kind of warmed up. I mean, he's a big dude. We've all seen him. And this he's is a big, what, sweaty, this is ugly what prompts mess. the question. This isn't going to be the only criteria, Pies. I'm just right, looking sir. for more information to help us evaluate our Drunk of the Week. Give me a fucking number. How drunk I am? I <laughs> <laughs> Now we're getting no, we're getting around. I couldn't drive a car. All right, I'm giving him a seven. Uh, what time of the day is it? There? He's a seven. Uh, I'm looking at my Gordon Beer's clock, and it's uh, eighteen past three. Okay. And are you going to make it out to NHC in San Diego this year, Pies? Because we'd love to see you again, man. Sounds like Scott. No fucking chance. With 2011. Uh, it's too bad. You're dead. You're too there. Bad. We're saving for a house. Uh, I can't go and spend three grand on a trip to the states. Are you like? Uh, that's we're responsible. Gonna, we're, we're in a little. We're in a little one-bedroom granny flat here, and I've, I've got to get out of here. So Spend um, less on beer. There's, there's no chance. All right, brother. When are you coming to Australia? We bring the whole show to Australia. Oh, yeah. Do Never. you know how much that's going to cost, Doc? <laughs> to fly do, us all out? <laughs> if, if we do that? <laughs> well, because if we go, we're not just going for a week. We're going for at least two months. Big. Yeah, just yeah. the drinks on the plane would <clears throat> right, kill me. Right. I mean, technically, Doc's the only one left with a real job. I mean, Tasty can do his job from anywhere. I can do my job from anywhere. You're, you seem to be living a pretty lavish lifestyle there, so you've got a job. Well, it's the craft beer right. lifestyle. Well, and you got no nonsense, baby. You know, Justin got free meals for a week. Yeah. Justin, well, Justin managed to get into a hospital, free. so he's got to be dying well. Plus his deductible. Yeah, see, that's a that's a that's a plus mark for the American healthcare system. They're actually not allowed to deny care to anyone. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, except for rich people. Yeah. All right, Pies, you're in the running, my brother. <laughs> all right, later. All right, cheers, mate. Okay, uh, I drank all these beers, but I'm not that drunk, and I just want to say hi. <laughs> Would you believe that Willie the Knight is, is still calling every two minutes? Okay. I would. I really enjoy yeah. that man. Willie? Willie. Will we? Willie. <laughs> Willie the Knight. Willie and that other can, guy can that was doing feedback? the jumping jacks. Yeah, but first, uh, <laughs> you know, Valentine's Day is coming up, guys. Shut up. Oh, oh yeah. My sweetheart, what would I get her? Uh.
Well, I'll tell you what you could do. Chad already has everything. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you could make this Valentine's Day one that uh, you'll both never forget, Tasty, um, with this amazing offer from AdamandEve.com. Oh, yeah, they're on the radar for sure. Through Valentine's Day, you will receive 50% off just about any item. Just go to AdamandEve.com and you'll find over 18,000 adult entertainment products, including toys, lingerie, and a seemingly endless selection of adult DVDs. Stripper poles? You know what I'm talking about? I think you can find stripper uh, poles there. Do they have gift cards? Maybe a stripper. I'm big on gift cards. Well, you can go to AdamandEve.com and check it out. But guess what? There's more. For every order, uh, you'll receive our romance kit for free. Wait. That's right. A romance kit. A romance oh, what's kit. What's a romance kit? Maybe, I, I might need one of those. Yeah. Well, you need the bromance kit. <laughs> but that might yeah. be there, too. Which is probably like man foundation makeup, you know, yeah. a shaver. I know that it includes a toy for him, a special massager for her, oh. and a little something you'll both enjoy. Wow. Uh, plus a free DVD. Just to put you in the mood, I kind of want it. I'll show you what to do. With have it. any? Do you guys? Have you ever? I've never watched porn while banging abroad. Neither have I. I have. Oh wait, have I? No, no, I haven't. I have not. I've looked at uh, porn together, like all, like pictures on the internet, and then done it, but never but like at the, at the same, same time. time. Moscow, you have? Yeah, sure. I had a girlfriend who was really into it. See, I would like that. I think if the broad's into yeah. it, I'd be into it too. Oh yeah, she wanted to like face the other direction so she could see the screen as well. Well, I'm not kidding. I'd rather watch two girls on the screen than you, you know what I mean? Right. But back to your story, Moscow. That is is the story. It was actually my high school girlfriend. Whoa. You were banging broads to porn in high school. This this one chick, yeah. That was was a real late bloomer. That's all downhill from there, man. Right. Has it gotten better since then? Or, uh, no. <laughs> no, no, no. That was she, the pinnacle of your life. She was like life. a multi-orgasm girl, so well, she was she, super she set easy. The standard for you, yeah. Oh, and she didn't screwed. want me to like no oral. She didn't like it. How old was oh, all girls are? How old was she? Um, she, she was sixteen and seventeen. Given or getting? She didn't she like didn't getting, like getting it, it, it. I think because she means, wanted yeah. the just the she wanted to get to the business because that's how she got her rocks off. She mm, was her. awesome. And She's a guy. Never come across. Yes, she really was. Well, not really was. No, I was just get to the biz and yeah. She was awesome. Bizen. <laughs> right, guess that what, word, though? Man. That's still not all over at Adam and Eve. They're also going to uh, give you free shipping on your entire order. So check out adamandeve.com today uh, for a special Valentine's offer. Good through February 14th only. All right? 50% off one item, a free romance kit, and free shipping when you enter coupon code BNARMY. That's B-N-A-R-M-Y, BNARMY, and uh, adamandeve.com. I'm going to order. What if you enter the com- bromance? I don't know. Do they have? Do they have a bromance kit? No, I don't know. Oh, but they do. They should. It's like a football and uh, <laughs> condom <laughs> and leather thong, double-ended dildo, double-ended ass plug. How about that? some lube? Right. And yeah. a back shaver. And a, yeah, it's a football and a back shaver. That's the bromance <laughs> kit. All right. Um, what do you want to do, Doc? Feedback? <sighs> Can we take a break and then do feedback? Yeah, we could do that. Let's do that. It's a good choice. It's a good decision you're making over there, Doc. You know, I'm a doctor. There's a reason I pay you the big bucks. Wait, what? No, what? it's about the staff. Oh, I didn't, uh, oh. I just forget I said that. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So for a second there, I thought, you know. No. Okay. That'd be silly. Hang All in right. there. A quick break. We'll come back. We'll do Drunk of the Week. We'll do feedback and uh, things and such and stuff. Hang in there. Session. You're listening to the Brewcasters. The Brewcasters. On the Brewing Network. Yeah. 
Since 1921, Munden's has been a provider of quality malted grain and extract. What did he just say? That's 90 years of locally sourced grain for home brewers and professional brewers alike. All farm within 50 miles of our malt houses. What? I can't understand what this guy said. Last part. Whole and crushed malts, including wheat and peated malt, liquid extract, hopped and unhopped, as well as dried malt extract. Everything from beginner home brewer kits to all the ingredients an infant's home brewer needs. Something about trains? What? Languages this guy speaks? He's from Austria. <laughs> Mundens is proudly serving brewers in 54 countries and honored to be a leader in mowing. Can you understand this guy? No. <laughs> That's a really free language. Muntins for brewing, distilling, and baking. Quality malted grain and extract for 90 years. Make your malt Muntins. Hey, Push, the new brewery's looking good. Thanks, Finn. Piece by piece. Well, let's fire her up. Whoa, is that a new kettle? Yeah, just got it brand new, but paid half price. What? And that blade scale? 40% off. The new tap handle? Five bucks instead of 13. Got a new regulator for the brew stand, too, but five bucks instead of 25. Dude, where are you stealing all this stuff from? Where else? The more beer deal of the day. Announcing the Beer, Beer, and More Beer Deal of the Day. Every day, a new fantastic deal from big items to small that will blow you away. Boil kennels, carboy carriers, sterile siphon starters, digital timers. Watch morebeer.com every day for a new deal, and you just might find the item you've been waiting for at a price you cannot believe. Hurry, because stock is limited on most items. And that sweet Guinness cap, let me guess. The The More Beer beer Deal deal of the day. Day. Yeah, I knew it. Come on, let's brew something. Find the More Beer Deal of the Day at morebeer.com. Celebrity Voices Impersonated. What's up, dude? Why the long face? Valentine's Day was awful. The World of Warcraft subscription was a strikeout. Ooh, yeah, I hear ya. A couple of years ago, the new Hoover I got my wife was a bomb, too. But last year, I found PlayfulEvenings.com. What? What's that? You know, Mrs. Badrock's store. It's awesome. Totally tasteful passion toys. Are you serious? Yeah. What's a passion toy? You know, it's a um, central aid in the bedroom. Ooh. All kinds of stuff. Massage oils, couples games, lingerie, and books. Books? Yeah. Where do you think Tickless Pickle came from? Yeah, boy. Seriously. Fun stuff, and Mrs. Badrock takes care of the BN Army with 10% off. Go to PlayfulEvenings.com and click on Shop Online now. Put BN Army in the coupon code. PlayfulEvenings.com Thanks, Mrs. Badrock. You're a lifesaver. BN Army, it's Valentine's Day all year long at PlayfulEvenings.com Hi, I'm Jamel Zanishef, and in addition to my work on the Brewing Network, I write the style profile column in every issue of Brew Your Own magazine. Hi, I'm Sean Paxton, and when I'm not prepping for the home-brewed chef on the Brewing Network, you can find me writing articles on how to cook with your homebrew for Brew Your Own magazine. Greetings, Cretans. This is John Palmer, and when I'm not writing for Brew Your Own, I'm reading it. John Palmer, Sean Paxton, Jamil Zanishev. If you love listening to them on the Brewing Network, you'll love reading their articles, tips, and recipes in the pages of Brew Your Own magazine. Join Jamil, John, and Sean eight times a year in Brew Your Own. And when you subscribe to BYO on the Brewing Network website, half of your subscription price goes right back to the BN to support great beer and food programming. So sign up for Brew Your Own magazine through the BN website today so you can listen and read your way to better homebrew. 
what's funny is brewers just say, yeah, I don't brew to stop. I'm brewing my own beer. And it's like a German Pilsner, but it's black. Yeah, it's a horse beer. Horse beer. beer. <laughs> you know? The the home of live beer radio. TheBrewingNetwork.com Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. You're listening to The Session. You're listening to The Brewing Network. Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. Time to get through some feedback, and then we'll do uh, Drunk of the Week, and uh, then we'll get out of here. How's your beer, by the way? It's good. It's almost gone, and um, I feel I feel pretty good about it. Not drunk. <laughs> not drunk, but I, I I think I'm not as sober as I've been for... But you're not... Uh, your sensitivity's not up. I mean, you're but, normal. Like I think so. The yeah. whole psyche kind of thing of... Uh, back on that... Right, right. It does feel good just to have a beer. I think I I said this on the Paxton show, to be honest. It wasn't really, you know, I thought that maybe I'd be sitting around craving a beer. That's not actually really what happens if if you're not a raging alcoholic, I guess. It's more, uh, it was, it's more the habit of it. Like I'd I'd be making dinner and I'm pretty used to going, oh, I wonder what beer I'm going to have. Let's see what I have to go with dinner. And so your brain automatically does that because it's used to doing it. And then you go, oh, I'll be having orange juice. Uh, so it was more just kind of your yeah. your thought process goes to it, and then you just remind yourself, oh, actually, I'm on antibiotics. You don't drink right now. So it was much more the habit than it was any kind of craving until about five minutes before the show today when everything was uh, – my computer was fucking with me. And then it was like, oh, uh, beer would be real nice right now. Yeah. It's probably the only time that happened, though. Ever? Yeah, no, well, the rest – I'm just saying the rest of time – yeah, the rest of time was pretty smooth. I didn't. Well, tomorrow's Monday morning. You would have been craving one when you woke up. Yeah, that's true. 18 days, that's enough, isn't it? <laughs> come on. <laughs> yeah. All right, l- we, let's we, do... We know you're awesome, but Superman, come on. Right. All right, uh, feedback uh, is what we're going to do, and it's brought to you today by HopTech in Dublin. You can go to HopTech.com. Nice. It's a great homebrew shop. They give all kinds of discounts. They give you a BN Army discount. They give you a U.S. military discount, and they're also just real cool people they're over there. They're great people, yes. I, I still have equipment I bought from them all right. at least 10 years ago that I still use. Awesome. Well, under new ownership, and those guys are are, are real fun and, and real cool. Go see them over in uh, Dublin, California. Go to hoptech.com, and you can order that way. Stuff. Oh, oh my God. You've got mail. Hey, guys. All right. Uh, not too much in the email. Mike had written in this week, and I wanted to bring this up because a few people were talking about it. He says, I'm usually downloading at about 1.5 to 2 megabits from your website, but lately, over the past couple of days, uh, speeds have been crawling way down at 2 kilobytes. Um, so he says it's not experienced in other websites. It must be the BN. So we are having, we are at an all time high in terms of traffic issues now. We're having more listeners and more people downloading our shows than ever before. And a lot of you are downloading them all at once, uh, particularly around the holidays. It gets mm. bad because a lot of people get new computers and iPods. And then you, yeah. what you do is you go to iTunes and you all hit the download all button. And five years worth of shows are being downloaded by hundreds of people at a time, sometimes thousands. So it does bog down our servers. That sucks it right out of here. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 
Um, no, the server's not here. We have no, now... I mean, as far as us, it does, like suck it out of iTunes. It like, just wraps right. it right into here. That's right. And yeah. we've actually spread it across three different servers now, and it still happens from time to time. Anyway, we are constantly at work of improving it while not paying a fortune to improve it. So at, there will be times when you have to hang in there, especially if we upload multiple shows at a time, uh, then it gets slow. So well, the monthly donation will greatly improve this. That's right. Actually, that's how we were even able to spread it across three servers. And our good uh, our, our webmaster, Code, uh, who I probably wouldn't even be in business without that guy, um, is doing a good job of looking at options for us. So we're working on it. Spreading over other people's yeah. webs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So hang in there. All right, uh, Garage Brewer wrote in... Um, <coughs> And he wrote Which in one? this. This email uh, was entitled uh, "Moscow Sucks." <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, hey guys! Just listening to you. the episode with Schmaltz Brewing Company. Jeremy Cowan was a great guest, and I uh, was really enjoying the episode. Then Moscow ruined it by revealing his gay man love for Rush and Getty Lee. <laughs> So apparently not fit. Uh, what the fuck is wrong with that guy? Rush sucks balls and not in a good way. Apparently Moscow is a big fan of severe ear pain and douchebags with ponytails. At one point Moscow asks, do you have to be a Jew to be a Rush fan? The answer? No. No, you have to be a big fucking gay retard. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Well, that, that is still the whole thing kind of... Threw me a little bit because you're way too young to be a hardcore Rush fan. <laughs> I liked them in high school. And Still, really, that I, was that was like two sentences, and the show was like four and a half hours long. And you ruined, ruined the it whole all. Show for you? Yes. Some things yeah. just stand uh, out. No, to you, some people. you needed something to come back with. But I, still, I, I totally understand why people hate Rush, and I don't listen to them much anymore. But I really liked them in high school. What am I? I can't run from my past. Were you stoned? No, I didn't smoke in high school. I was too busy banging that that girl <laughs> right. while we watched porn. Right. What happened, dude? Do you still talk to her? No, I used to, I I did for a little while after college, but yeah, not anymore. You not on her on Facebook. I think she's married now. Do you ever? No, hook? I don't. I don't have a Facebook. So I, never, I, oh, I can't. Oh. I can't stalk people. I'll find her for you. Do you ever? Hook? <laughs> Give Doc her name. Do you ever hook up with her after you guys broke up? No, never did. My best friend did though. Oh yeah. Uh, so now you can take notes. I, I, it's, I didn't care. I was like, good times. Your hands were washed. Well, yeah. Garage Brewer goes on to say, first he ruins what could have been an awesome game with his take <laughs> with his take on Stump the Stoner, and now this. Hey, Moscow, I have a trivia question for you. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> All the best in 2011 from Garage Brewer. <laughs> All the best. Yeah. Thanks for the heartfelt remarks. I think you're now officially part of the show. You've gotten uh, your first uh, hate mail. Yeah. Well, Sweet. Bub yeah. called in last week. Oh, Bub's not a fan either. Actually, I heard that call, and aside from how abusive Bub got, I was I was in agreement with Bub. Uh, so was I. Who gives a shit how you say 2011? I do. <laughs> but then Bub got real harsh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, well that's Bub. He was also taking a big crunch, too. Well, he was also Bub. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I did find the Bub timer the other day. Oh, you did? Yeah. I have to bring it out again. Where, you could have used where it. Where did you call. find this? It's in I the was garage. With, I was with Bub for about 60 seconds, yeah. which is right which when the is Bub timer goes exactly off. Exactly. Well, you've right. been finding a lot of things in the garage. I found this hand sanitizer. Well, anyway, Moscow, welcome to the family because yeah. uh, you're now officially. Your first, yeah. your first abuse. Yeah. Baptism by fire, baby. First abuse via email. Right. Well, well yeah. On, on the air. Uh, yeah. well, but and that's what I mean. Once they take the time to write it down. And send it. Then that's really when. And, and Justin feels it's worthy of airtime. Yeah. 
I think it's weird that he, he chose to pick out the, the Rush love that I gave because I, I was not a fan of myself on that uh, Schmaltz show either. And I, 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 I blame it on that beer, the 14% beer, because I said oh. some stupid crap. And I, I listened to it later when I was doing the post-show blog, and I was like, I, I even sent Justin a message like, hey, man, I don't know what the hell's wrong with me, but I'm going to shut up from now on. And so it was weird. He picked out the one thing that I, I would have I given it a two. Like, it's right. nothing. Anyway. Well, they didn't Obviously, it hit a chord with I him. I guess so. Uh, here's some positive feedback about that show. Uh, it was actually he wanted me to read it about uh, about and to Jeremy and Company from Hebrew. Um, in the event that your past guests pay attention to what happens once they leave Pacheco, I wanted to let you guys uh, from Schmaltz know that thanks to the BN, they now have a new customer. After listening to the session with Schmaltz, I picked up a six pack of Genesis Ale on Friday night, thinking I'd have uh, one or two for dinner. I ended up downing five of the six in about two hours. And the only thing that kept me from polishing off the last was that I wanted my brother-in-law to taste it as well. Uh, Genesis is one of the best session beers I've ever had. So, nice. Yeah. I'm drinking the Sword Swallow right now, and it's really good. All right. Nice, firm bitterness. So he says, thanks to the BN for making me a believer. That's Josh from Philly. Yeah, I got three Coney Island dead soldiers in front of me. Coney Island. And right in front of me. <laughs> Coney Island's from... All right, uh, here's another one. Hey, guys, Jake and Bake here. Uh, been a beer geek for years. Just got my first brewing kit for Christmas, and now I've gotten to listening to you guys. Trifecta of awesome, and thank you for doing what you do. Hilarious, informative, can't stop streaming, uh, etc. Anyway, uh, this is probably a pretty a pretty generic question, but I was wondering how you guys transitioned into your homebrew setups. I'm still doing extracts and want to move into all grain by the start of next year. I was wondering um, what was it like for you guys who brew? I just started building onto the next level, which is what most of them do. Uh, You get a new piece of equipment and then build on that, and then the rest of it seems to pale in comparison. Yeah. And then uh, you invent the next thing and and move up. Right. Mine was, I I did the, not a lot, I'm surprised more people don't do this, but I did the mini mash step in between. I was, I was extract for a while. Yeah. And then I learned about someone mentioned mini mash to me, and I thought, well, that sounds awesome. You just do the little bucket half of your right. mash on the. I still was in the kitchen. You know, I didn't have a burner. That's, yeah, yeah. So, that's the best when you're still in the kitchen. That's uh, the the mini mash still works. I recommend then it. You're out it was of, fun. Then you're kicked out of the kitchen, and then you can't do it. You might as well just go all grain at that point. Well, and you get an idea of what it's like to do a little bit of an infusion. Um, so you, you're working with the hot water, you're working with temperatures a little bit, yeah. and you get to do, it's a partial mash. So I highly recommend the mini mash. You also kind of find out if you're not into the whole. Sure. Like yeah. some of us, let's face it, you know, I think the way we talk about it on here is that everybody has to be an uber beer geek and you all have to move on to all grain. Oh, well, Mufasa talks about it like that. Well, but a lot of brewers talk <laughs> about yeah. it like yeah. that. Yeah. And yeah. some people just, you know, maybe you just dig boiling some wort on the stove and having beer a couple weeks later. Yeah, I'm you making can- beer today and yeah, that's, that's okay. And and even the, the mini mash can be a lot of work. So you get a dose somewhere of, in between. Yeah. It's, a, it's a nice dose, and if that's too much work for you, eh, yeah. And you don't have to buy extra equipment, really. Use your right. bucket. One more time. That's right. I I used a you know a nylon bag that I got mm-hmm. at more beer, um, a, one of those big ass uh, mesh baggies. True. But that that was all the equipment I had to buy to do mini mash. How did you progress, JP? Um, pretty much the same way. Uh, my you know my, my friend and I were doing extract on the stove and. Then I did extract at home, and I did one mini mash. Mm. And I was like, well, this is retarded. If I'm doing all this work, I might as well go all grain. So I picked up a, a cooler setup. I did like three of those. 
And um, I said, this is retarded. You know, I'm going to uh, see if I can get a brew sculpture. And so at the time, of course, I worked at... Uh, you know, more beer. Yeah. Um, so you went and dented a th- few things. Yeah. I was like, couldn't sell it. Oh, boom! This Discount. is uh, fell down. Uh, <laughs> What's wrong with this thing? No, actually, actually, you know, I I did uh, the mini mash, and then I, I had like a kettle, and and I kind of did did an ad hoc all grain, you know, larger uh, setup for there for a while. But uh, I was brewing at the shop a lot, so uh, I kind of was brewing on a brew sculpture before. <clears throat> excuse me. Yeah. Before I'm getting choked up, memory <laughs> lane and stuff. Um, just brewing at the shop, and then. Uh, I think they were finally like, look, we don't want you here you know, as often as you are, so they gave me a brew sculpture. Nice. And uh, so then I just brew at home. So my recommendation to upgrade your equipment is work at a homebrew shop for a little bit, man. Right. Get a discount. Well, the mini <laughs> mash isn't that hard. You can. Uh, what I, I used to get the big spaghetti pot, make a mash in that, and put it in the oven, and it would, it'll stay like that for an hour easy. Yeah, that's the Nate Smith just, method. Just put it on low. Mm-hmm. And no more heat than just low. Put it in there, and then put it into a colander. And then rinse, rinse through right. a few times, and then you're good to go. You have your a lot of goodies that way. And I also felt like JP. It, it's not that hard. But after <coughs> I did about three mini mashes, and I kind of went, "Well, look, I, I do like it. I am enjoying this. Yeah, I, but I should just go full mash, right? And it, go it, all grain. Yeah, it's not that it's 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 difficult. It's just it is time consuming, yeah. and you're saving about forty five minutes or so, really. Yeah, um, and you're not you don't have the same amount of control. You don't have as much. You have a little bit more, but not as much as you do all grain. So. Just it's like we were talking to Scott before. It's the difference between bottling and kegging. Right. You, you, your, your beer is still going to come out great in a bottle or a keg, uh, but instead of cleaning forty-eight bottles, you cleaned one big one. Yeah. And it's the same thing. And and tasty. How was your progression? I mean, once you took the horse and carriage over to the brew shop, <laughs> uh, how did <laughs> what happened next? And the hell did they? We had to walk five miles. Right. When, uh, when the Sears Roebuck catalog delivered it, how did you... Uh, <laughs> right. I'm sorry, Tasty. You're going to die one day. I was when I began. Uh, well, I, when the I earth a, was cooling, how did you I did about it? two extract batches, just, you know, straight extract. Uh, then I uh, then I said, no, I'm going to do all grain. So I kind of did it like, a, like in a step. I uh, had a two-vessel all grain system where I would take... I was, do, I, I was doing 10... I went, I went to 10-gallon batches. And I would, um, first thing I'd do is I'd take up and, and uh, heat up uh, uh, 10 gallons of sparge water and put it into uh, two, fi- two cornies at about 200 degrees. Then I would uh, do my uh, my strike water and uh, do my mash. And then when it came to sparge time, I would put CO2 on those those uh, corny kegs and, and okay. sparge. Yeah. And then I had it up like on a, some sawhorses, my mash done. Yeah. So then I did gravity down to my kettle. So I kind of did it on the cheap with a... Uh, all grain with a two vessel system. Got it. Yeah, saw, I, saw horses definitely. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, I did a lot of you know, lifting things up, mm-hmm. and you know, then I, then I said, you know, I said, well, then I finally had to get another another vessel. Then I was single level from then on. I went to a hot liquor tank, and then I went to a single level. Okay. Yeah. And uh, this is not a joke. I I always forget this. How long have you been brewing, Tasty? Uh, well, since like ninety five. Yeah, fifteen oh, okay. years. Yeah. Fifteen years. Yeah. yeah. All right. Very good. So there you go. That's what he wanted to know. By the way, tell JP he's got awesome taste in music. Thank you. He wanted you to know. I appreciate that. Um, not many people dig Lady Gaga, but I, I think she's brilliant. Right. All right. That was from Jacob. <laughs> um, Butterface. 
Justin and crew. After hearing the first ever Justinless session, I'm sure this week's feedback will be a regular JP Love Fest. Uh Um, Actually, this is our last email, and it's the first time it's been mentioned. First and only. Can't win win them all. He says, which is another first in BN history, that it would be a JP Love Fest. Um, But I still have to add my kudos to the mix. Not only did he sound professional and organized for the most part, but I particularly noticed (laughs) how well he kept the conversation on track and moving during Nate's presentation. Uh, he also goes on to say, JP, I think you unfairly criticized yourself in the plus-minus comparison to Justin. <laughs> you seem to be judging yourself against a Justin of today as opposed to judging uh, your first hosting attempt against his first hoping, ho- hosting attempt. That is true. Go back to June of 05 and accurately measure how you did. And that, actually, I highly recommend you doing, JP. Uh, I don't know if I could do that. I think you'll find that you scored well above me if you go back to my first uh, hosting well, shows. I don't yeah. think JP was even speaking English back then. <laughs> Besides, Jay had a good six weeks of communication classes at an almost accredited junior college. Online. Yeah. <laughs> Somewhere. Also, don't feel bad about the epic failure of Brewing Word Switcheroo. Uh, it's the Brewing Word Switcheroo! Perhaps Doc remembers Jay's rock and roll lullabies game. Oh, God, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who, whose game was that? Uh... I don't think that, that was me. One, no, I think I got no. sent a lullaby CD and, no, and thought did. it would be funny if they were a beer, whatever. That was a did. tough one, too. That was really a tough one. Finally, Justin, ones? I think you are clever indeed. One. Just when we're all starting to envy your lavish lifestyle being lived out on, on mm-hmm. our contributions, you go back to giving handies behind the 7-Eleven <laughs> and up in the hospital. Way to redirect our attitudes back to pitying you. Well played, sir. Thanks all for now. Be an Army for Life, the Todd. Why am I getting hit? Todd's right on. Am I well, sitting next to Lisa? Todd's got it all figured out. Well, you know. Why am I getting punched? Justin, Todd? Job, they both start out with a J. Jay, the second time Scott has punched me, and I want to uh, know People why. keep telling me to punch you. Who am I to question? Oh, no, no, oh you can't go by that. Oh, no, no, please yeah. don't. You're going to get it back it, You're looking for That's, some reaction. They want to yeah. see you get... Because it's... On TV. My, no, first, uh, my first beer is empty is what's more important. Oh, no, bueno. I don't care. Moscow, would you do a brother a favor and grab me a beer? Would you mind that? Oh, he's back on the horse. What do you want? I don't care. <laughs> I, t- I had a special one first, and whatever's in the fridge. Drink this blind pig I have right here. I'll drink that blind pig. All right, All right then poor kid doesn't have to go anywhere. Sweet. All right. Uh, let's see. And finally, Kim writes in, Hey, several uh, of us would like to attend Winter Bruce Festival and have a designated driver lined up. Is there a special discount uh, for them before we pre-order our tickets? And I did mention this at the beginning of the show, but it's worth mentioning again. It's uh, a, you know free entry to everybody, You, but whether you're a designated driver or not, you do have to buy a ticket to get into the beer garden. It's part of the Berkeley uh, policy as well as the uh, Berkeley police. Can they so, talk over the fence? Uh, you can talk over the fence if you, if you want to do that. <laughs> That, that, I won't stop you from that. Um, but, yeah, it's just they want everybody in the beer garden to have a bracelet and a glass. It's just thank you, Moscow. Thank you, Tasty, for the beer. My pleasure. Um, so there's nothing. I wish you all could just come in there and hang out. but um, You can't. Give us a, you know, maybe <laughs> as we show them how awesome our festival goers are and how respectful everybody is, it'll become easier to do that. But you can still be right in the same park. You just, yep. you know, walk. You know, it's not. You're allowed to leave the the beer garden. You just have to drink your beer first. That's all. Like I said, it's an escape. Yes. You get to escape your family for a little bit, and every guy wants to do that. Sure. I'm thinking about bringing... You can bring the fam? No, just my boys. Do it. They can just run loose over on Martin Luther King Boulevard. Yeah. (laughs) Time to a tree and... Right. Uh, No, Um, uh, Big Big Tim's coming up. Oh, cool. So uh, I'll 
Bottom off on hand. But on top of that, I recommend taking BART so you don't even have to oh, have a designated yeah. driver. It's, it's what, right, two blocks right from there, BART? Yeah. It's, it's walking two barely two blocks. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. can learn a lot in two blocks. <laughs> you can also just, run a lot in two blocks. <laughs> it's really right there. So, you know, none of you has to stay sober unless one of you is pregnant. You know, it's my philosophy. <laughs> All right. Uh, feedback was brought to you today by HopTech in Dublin. Go to HopTech.com. Would you believe that Willie the Knight has called 38 times tonight? God. Yes. He's in, is he in Washington? Uh, I don't know. Because there was a Washington number calling on the phone for a Washington No, he's all Skype. Uh, I'll Skype all the time, this Willie. Let's get him back Willie on the there. day, Willie the night. I see, and I pick up his call. And now he's gone. And now he's no longer. It's like vapor. Willie. Yeah. Uh. What's up, man? That was a really nice burp, Mr. Dr. Uh, Scott. Wait, what's happening, man? Can you turn your uh, can you turn the computer down or the radio down or whatever? Oh, give me a fucking second. So I, let me locate my shit. All right. Whoa, you got a whole different attitude. I, I'm though. not rushing you, yeah. Willie. Yeah, yeah, you got, uh, yeah, you were happy. And now you're a little drinking. piss. Now you're a little bitch right now. To hear ourselves immediately. He's gayer than I am. Hey, so. hey, hey, hey. Uh, did you comment on my burp on the air? <laughs> there you go. I'm, I'm hearing myself again. Willie, figure out how to turn that shit down or I gotta hang up. I know, man. <laughs> oh, all right. Sorry. Yeah, good. Uh, yeah. My bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's working on it. All right. It's crawling over there. All right, Willie. What's up, man? <laughs> okay, I'm really drunk. I, I got look at that. Look at cut the wires on your speakers. You know, I'm more I'm more shocked that the that blind pig is only four bucks, rather than Willie's call back thirty eight. Yeah, I'll be shocked if he doesn't have carpal tunnel tomorrow from clicking the call button all night. (laughs) Head's probably sleeping on it. Willie, Willie, Willie got through and then he passed out. (laughs) Willie, you there? Yeah. Oh, there you go. Hey, bud. Yes, yes, ma'am. What's happening, man? What's happening? I'm I'm just really drunk. All I wanted to do was talk to uh, JP. All right, Excellent. let me get him on the line. Hey JP, are you available to talk to Willie? Uh, come on. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead and put him through. All right, uh, All right. let me put you through. All right, there you go, Willie. JP's on the line. What do you have to say? JP. Yeah. Um, doesn't um uh, flying sucks really bad, right? <laughs> What with flying? It's like talking to my girlfriend. What? I just call. I it's really slow. Hey, and I called you. I want to talk. To, hey, I called you. Yeah, what's going on? Um, I had nothing. I just want to say hi. <laughs> so, so what are you doing? Uh, playing right now. Video I'm games? just crossing my legs like real good. JP, I have to, uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> what? JP, I have. I just want to talk to you about flying. I'm okay. going to tell you the truth. I don't know how to turn down whatever I'm doing. That. We're, th- we're ignoring it now. Can you walk into the other room? No, he's on Skype. Oh. JP, I just wanted you to know something. Tell me about it. It must have been cold there in my shadows. Oh, yeah? yeah. Why is that? JP. Well, because you never had some light on your face. <laughs> well, I've had something on my face, and it was kind of light in calories, but... <laughs> you were content to let me shine. Well, I want you to achieve whatever you can. You know, make the best in this world. You always walk a step behind. Well, I'm here to support you. I'm spotting you. I got you, bro. JP. <laughs> JP. Go, go ahead, Willie. Go ahead. JP. Yes. Yes, Willie. What? 
Mr. JP, my hand is empty when I fly. That means something. <laughs> that means I'm gonna tell you right now. That means something. You know I'm gonna get a goddamn. I'm gonna get a goddamn. Around your cock. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm getting a fucking tattoo that uh, just says yeah, that. That's, that's, <laughs> my my hand, hand is empty when I write down my fucking forearm. That is an awesome quote. Yeah. <laughs> Willie, you're the man. I need. Go ahead, Willie. What do you need? Tell him want... how you feel. Yeah. What do you need? Well, honestly, I'm gonna tell you the truth. I need some Celine Dion. Oh, this is as good as it gets. Isn't this Slendium? It's Batman. This is looks a little like earlier Slendion, than that. Assholes. This is Blobber. All right, do you have anything else to say to JP? Uh, yes, um, JP, you are the wind beneath my. Uh, how do you say? Wings. All right, thank you, Will. Yeah. Thank you. You should make a song with that title because that's a beautiful thing you said to me. My hand is empty when I fly. I gotta admit, Willie is drunk. Yeah. He, I, he, if he's if that's not Blobber, uh, I'm a fucking six pack of Schlitz, dude. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't think it is. I think it is. He's too coherent to be Blobber. <laughs> believe it or not. And, and and his mic is too. Good. Well, I think right. he got a new mic. It, oh, it's that's not why Blobber because Blobber's typing in the chat, and he would have had to be mul- typing and talking. And there's just no way it's that. him. There's no way it's him. He has an it's a- not him. He has an accomplice. Somebody go check on Blobber. I don't know. Call Blobber on a Skype. <laughs> um, Maybe Blobber's got a ghost typer. Henning's on the line. Oh, awesome! We haven't talked to that dude in a long time. Man, oh, yeah. talking about a, a fallen soldier. Yeah. What, what's up, Henning? We felt it. Um, this is a shout out to our drunk of the week from last week. Who was that? Code. It was Code. Oh, Code was drunk of the week. Uh, last week? Wow, nice hammered. work, buddy. First time up. Yeah. Um, just want to let him know that everybody's behind him. You know he's going through a rough patch right now. Oh, yeah. yeah. So let me just stop you just for one second, Henning. I, you know, I haven't talked to Code, so I don't know that he, I'm, I, that he wants me to talk about anything on the radio. So gonna? let's not let's no let's not give any specifics. But I think you're I you're know. absolutely right, Henning, and our, all of our thoughts are with Cody. He's having a tough time with his family right Always, now. Always, man. So and, and um, like I said, we wouldn't even be I in business let, without Code. I want to let everybody know that I have a group together that is sending flowers. Okay, and okay, great. They know. can talk to con- talk, blah, blah, contact you in the forum, I'm sure. There you go. Well, forum or Facebook. Facebook's where it's been organized for the most part. So. All right. go to Find Ben Henning on uh, Facebook, and uh, yeah. you can send a little flowers to code. All right. Thank you, brother. Yep. Later. Uh, yep. <laughs> it's like you couldn't be bothered. Yep. Yep. Uh, let's see. Colin uh, is calling in. I do kind of miss Ben Henning. Not our Colin. Yeah? Yeah. In what way? Um... I'm not a very good shot. Right. No, um, I, he just had, you know, he'd be disappeared for a long time. So, yeah. yeah. You know, first guy to get B in Army Inc. Old oh. logo and new you logo. That's true. Maybe not the fallen soldier, but he stumbled a little. Right. <laughs> Stuttering soldier. Yeah. Did he That's, get a Harley it, it for does, getting that ink? <laughs> he didn't he get didn't. shit. No, he, <laughs> he barely he got even, a shirt. He didn't even get a tricycle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Colin, what's happening, brother? We'll pay for his watch. How's it going? It's going mm-hmm. great, man. What can we do for I'm you? Very happy, Colin. Just glad to call in. Yeah. yeah. All right. Nice to hear from Where are you calling from? My phone. Calling from Newcastle, Washington. Washington. All right. Drunk of the week or just calling to say hi? A little of both. Okay. (laughs) Uh, What have you had to drink? Oh, shit. I started out with a uh, torpedo. Nice beer. 
followed by Santa Claus, which is 14%. Yes, we know this one. That a boy. Count that double. That was delicious. First time you had it? Yes. Yeah, it's a good beer. What day is it brewed on every year? Christmas? December 8th. Oh. You are a nerd. Yep. (laughs) All right, what else you got, Colin? Um, Leu with the goat on the label. Celebrator? Goat. And... Uh, Ranger IPA. So not a whole lot. Can't compete with people that want uh, tasty as their papa. Right. <laughs> you don't like you don't like to call him Big Papa. Come on. No, no, no. He no. likes it when you. Call oh, him I like it when you call me Papa. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, uh, what, what kind of a home brewer are you, brother? Uh, yeah. Extract all grain. What do you got going on there? Nothing yet. I actually, uh, Justin, I sent you an email last uh, early in the month in December. Said I, uh, I had a car that was taking all my money for uh, for brewing instead of instead of brewing. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Now I, I got a brewing kit for Christmas. Just got my uh, just got my kit from Northern Brewer. Sweet. And uh, gonna brew probably this weekend. Wow. So is that an nice extract man. kit that you got? Yes, exactly. What's the rest? What what kind of beer did, came with it? Say it again. What kind of beer recipe came with it? Nothing. I oh. actually ordered from Northern Brew the uh, the AK forty seven pale. So I'm going to start with pale. Oh boy. Huh. You excited? Oh fuck yeah! Who Excuse got you? The, who got you the kit? Your wife? No, she's sitting right next to me. But my brother in law actually got it for me. He used to brew in in college, and he got it for me. Okay. So how long have you been listening before you even brewed? Probably since the, at least the beginning of summer. You guys keep me sane huh. during work. Wow. That's good. See, I I find that weird because so do I. Because well, you can't relate to any any of the subject matter, right? Yeah. What do you do we when we're? Ge- I mean, I know that most of the time we're fucking around, but what do you do for the hour or so that we're geeking out on the brewing process? Learning. Oh, that's wow. Oh, I never I never thought of that. Yeah. Well, I, I, I didn't know nobody was listening. People, I've met a few people that really they're they're gearing up to brew. Right, and they—I don't know where they, just, what they what it's taken to uh, pull the trigger. I don't know over a certain time period in your life or well, recently. No, or? I've met a few people. I haven't brewed yet, but I oh. listen to you guys, and right. or, or I've read everything about brewing, and I just haven't done it yet. And Tasty, this blind pig's going to get me drunk. By the way, you think? between the ten percent other one, that's only six I, yeah, one. Now. I should share this one. I'll be uh, falling down before I know it. Anybody else want blind pig? And you got a long way to fall. You're six foot. Yeah, nope. Gearing up is, is is exactly what I've been doing. I've been gearing yep. up the brew. I've been I actually just started listening to uh to the Jamil show as well. Oh, that one that'll help you. Yeah, yeah. It won't keep you sane, but it'll it'll help you. Right. right. Yeah, yeah. As far as the the guys at work, the uh, the Sunday session and lunch meet keep me sane. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it's more of a sane insane Woo! balance would be my guess. Yeah. Yeah. All right, brother. Well, good luck with your first brew. Let us know how it goes, man. I uh, will send you an email once it's done. Okay, sounds good. Pete from for uh, for drunk of the week, but uh, again, tasty as Papa. Not sure I can do it. Right, that's <laughs> tough to compete with. Plus, you know, <laughs> you, you haven't done any jumping jacks. Yeah. <laughs> you hurled. No. You haven't even got your girlfriend to talk to us. Right. Hey, you know, a great way to uh, continue your brewing education is to come down to NHC and join us at the National Homebrews Conference and uh, and BNA six. You know what? I might. Uh, I actually thought about buying a ticket for uh, for Winter Brews Fest though today. My wife's going to be out of town the week, the the Tuesday through Thursday before, and I might come out for Winter Brews Fest. Otherwise, oh, do Washington. it. Do that. Oh yeah, yeah. You, you want to do that and NHC, but preferably that. Well, start with the Winter Brews Fest. 
Do yes. the winter, and and we'll end up Our with an after party too. somewhere. We'll be hanging yeah. out somewhere, so totally it'll it'll sure. be worth the trip. Yeah, because it's done at four. We'll end up hanging out somewhere. You should come down for it, man. Trying to. All right, Colin. Thanks, brother. Thank you. Later. It's only halfway. Yeah. Halfway to San Diego. Yep. I'm impressed with how many uh, callers have their like uh, every other caller's got their girlfriend or their wife in the background. Right. They seem nice. Oh, I'm, I'm drinking along with them and good times. And they it's awesome a family that show. They're not you know trying to whip their husbands into not listening to a beer radio but, show and not saying, well, "Are you going to have another beer?" You know, well, you know there was a time. The phone. Yeah, there was a time when we were not a family show. No, and uh, yes. it, it, really a while ago, it was like we uh, celebrated the F word. Yes. Yes. Now it is it is starting to change. We are more yeah towards the middle. You're right. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't think we've got. I think we've gotten increasingly vulgar. Yeah, yes. we are outside. Really? I think it's the women that have changed. Yeah, uh, well, maybe I, I also think that people are they they know what they can expect. <laughs> yeah, oh, they're just used to. Well, it is yeah. the, that no nonsense craft beer lifestyle that a lot of these women are <laughs> starting to lead. You it's know? no nonsense. It isn't. Do we have anybody on the phones right now? Because you should be expecting a phone call shortly. Who? Phone call person. No, okay, Actually, no one on the phone. I like him. I might have had it. I might have had <laughs> a little it. robotic. He calls in every week. Let's see. <laughs> every week. He strikes a familiar tone. <laughs> hey, Willie, what's happening? Hey, buddy. Jesus. Hey, bud. Willie, 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 Willie. Hey, don't. Hello, Who's Willie. Who is Moscow? When did Moscow come in the picture? Uh, he's been there he's been the whole time. time. No, all I know is Shat. From right. 2008. Oh, we, I, we morphed Shat. Shat <laughs> got the gastric band and turned into Moscow. <laughs> yeah, Moscow's actually Shat. He is. Anywax. Uh, Anywax? Well, you know, I feel Shat owes a shitload of... Uh, <laughs> turned into a Klein's a language break down there. <laughs> hey, where's Cassie? Yes. She left because she was mad at me. She's been mad at me forever. What's yeah. she mad at you for? What'd you do? Yeah, you probably, don't know what she's mad at me for? Because I hit went her. to some stupid movie last night called The Black Swan with Natalie Portman. Yeah. yeah. And, and I fell curious. asleep. Okay. Okay? That's I it? I fell asleep because some stupid bitches were eating each other out and doing ballet the whole time. Boring. <sighs> <And> then, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, well. One out of two, Tasty. One out of two. I'm talking about the belly. So, yeah. Okay. That, Natalie that, Portman and Mila Kunis. Been, if that would have been in your living room, yeah, you would Kunis not have fallen asleep. Right. So that's what she's mad at you for? What about the not yeah, bathing for three days? I about... sleep. Right. You know, I was tired. Um, I don't even know what I did. All I did was... You want me to talk to her for you? Well, that's the problem, right? No, that you don't left. know what if you, you did. Call, call her. She's mad. Yeah. Oh, oh, she left even. Oh. She's coming back? Yeah. No, it's no. okay because um, honestly, she's more of a guy than I am. It's really bad because she just wants to bang all the time, and I'm like, "You're so a man. You. I'm not." Oh, come on! What are you, what are you trying to say? That uh, she wants to bang and you're not into it? No, she wants to bang one one thousand percent more than I want to bang. It's like is she, she has, uh, is she ugly? She has the genes of a man. Okay, hey, a little little clue here. Is she is when she ugly? one person wants okay. to do it? And the other person right, doesn't. All right, you just I'll do it. You got to rally. You. Absolutely, you just do it. That's I'll right. Lay out for you guys right That's now. part of the relationship, okay. man. Lay it down. Yeah. Tell us the truth. Right. Right. Scott. Yo. And she's Doctor Scott's wife. You're Doctor Scott, and she's Doctor Scott's wife. Yeah. Okay. She wants to bring a lot. Okay. I, so, is she, is she ugly? No. Oh well, she had a banging. 
body. So she's a butter, butter face. face. <laughs> you just called your girlfriend a butter face on, on the, the air. air. I actually didn't know. She's okay. not a butter face. No, like, we did. I would like to do that. But you know what? You would like to call her a butter All face? Right, let's pretend this. All right. I'll lay it out for you guys. All My right. name is JP. All right. <laughs> and I, and I actually have a girlfriend. Who am I then? So then you're not JP. Well, no. No, I actually am because I'm JP. JP? What is that? So uh, if you anyways, were to, if you were to change one thing about your girlfriend, what would it no. be? Her face? face? No. You'd change your face. What I'm, what I'm saying right you now give her is a my name is JP and I have a girlfriend. Therefore, my girlfriend is a butterface. <laughs> right? What? I, he just he's, it's is he trying easier, to dig? Is it's he trying easier to dig? for him to say it if he puts it on you, right? Because then, because oh, like, if she's listening, no, then, no, honestly, then what I'm he meant to say was that J. See no. what I'm getting at? Oh, let's let him go with it. Let's not right. start getting mean. All right, let's let's avoid getting mean. I love JP. I think the, I think that JP, honestly, can I, Justin. I'm listening. I'm you know what? I'm <laughs> here. I'm listening. <laughs> What do you got? Honestly, I think JP is the funniest fucking... Right. So, uh, caller... Well, no, the... let's hear what he said. I don't know. Let's, let's find out what he was going to say. I got this other call to get to. I mean, well, I, uh, there's I, so I much to do. Yeah, I really long. think we should have tried to listen to what he had to say. Caller from Pennsylvania. Who are we talking to? Same guy. Oh, who is calling? J- JP, uh, no, so Bebo's trying to call back. Oh, it's the Beeb. Yeah, oh. her and Terrence oh. want to sing for during the Week. Oh, excellent. Oh, okay. Just, yeah, answer it and hold on to the phone for me. So I know and all of that. And stuff. Uh, all right. Hey, Willie, thanks for the call. And uh, and good luck with Butterf- Cassie. Cassie. Yes. You know what? Hey, yes, nice hearing from you. Step up. There'll be a time when you're going to wish you'd stepped up. Right. Yeah, just keep fucking that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I just got to do it. We just called his girlfriend Butterface and that shit. Mm. <laughs> I'm really oh, there surprised she is. you didn't Answer. play Lady Jay. Gaga. Jay. Right. I want to see what she looks like. This uh, this butterface. All right, is Beav and Terrence? Hi. Hi. <laughs> oh, it sounds like him. Terrence, are, are you wow. all? Are you all? They got their own laugh track. They're in That's a good. steam room. Or oh, are you all crunk shit. too, Terrence? Yes, I'm here. Hi. All right, what are you guys? Your connection's not too good, here. so let's just get to it. What song are you guys going to sing? Butterface. Well, we know it. well, help me out because I we know. don't know what you know. Yeah, sing "Spirit of the Radio" What's by for, Rush. Uh... <laughs> right. How about a? Uh... <laughs> Couldn't resist. How about Zippity Doodah? Who and the Blowfish song? That's a, uh... Uh, what a something every black guy knows. All right, let's do that. Are you guys ready for Hootie? Hootie. Hootie. Oh yeah. come on, come on, Terry. Hootie, Hootie. Oh, Rudy. You know them all. <laughs> Which one do you want? Do you, would you want let her cry or, or hold her hand? Can you hear me? No. Which one's, Which song do you want? Let her cry? Can you hear me? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Hello? Can you hear us? Hi, Terrence. Hi, Terrence. Hang on. Slow down. Slow down, both of you, you drunk fuckers. Shh. What song do you want? Let her cry or hold my hand? Um, hold my hand, maybe? That'll work. All right. Okay. Hold my hand. Ready? With a little. 
I think they're in the middle of a typhoon. Oh, no. I think we need... Uh, okay, Tara... Andy would Tara's step in here. And I didn't even start singing. <laughs> That's probably why this call's going so well, because you haven't started yet. All right. Uh, I have Grodd on the line. Oh. How the Aussie contingent? What's happening, brother? Hey, fuck you, JP. No. <laughs> right off the bat. Man. That's what, not nice. Let's get that out of the way. Thanks, oh, glad you did. Of course. All right. What can we do for you, Grodd? I wish you were drowning in that flood right now. <laughs> I'm just, yeah, again, fuck you, JP. <laughs> I'm just trying to make sure that uh, my Skype's working okay. Uh, loud and clear to me. Every yeah. every right. syllable. Thanks, Mike. Actually, Thanks, I, I can't hear you. You sound like a, a backwoods country hick. I, is that... All right. Uh, caller. Uh, no, not there. Well, that guy again. All right. I'm, I'm done with the, with the phone. The robot keeps calling. No, I want Andy Wood to come bitty, in and bitty, sing bitty, some bitty, bitty. Hey, Willie. Hey, what's happening, man? Am I here again? No. <laughs> yes. No. <laughs> Therefore, heretofore, and... Oh, am I on the phone or is it Skype or the phone? You're on the phone. What's the difference? Actually, you're faxing us right now. <laughs> oh, my God. My fax equals rubbish. I would love to send a fax, and all it says is... All right, Scott, you're on the line. What's happening, brother? Hey, what's going on? What can we do for you? Hey, Oh, hang on a second. Scott, right. you... I'll just wait here. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about it. What is this? Sorry, I did turn the laptop down. Oh, that's cool. Okay. Awesome. Oh, that. I'm glad you didn't I, call I, it a radio. Actually, or lap. Actually, uh, actually, I have a question for Casey. All right, sure. Papa, let's have it. Uh, um, hey, how's your? Are you still filtering? Or are you still doing uh, gelatin fining? I I am still doing gelatin fining. Yeah, I've done that the last uh, five batches. So, so are you still experimenting, Tasty, or are you a convert? Uh, I'm experimenting. I think I have the filter there. I think it'll come to a time where I need a beer. Quicker than gelatin can provide it because gelatin takes about two days. I think I, I can filter a beer clear and carbonate it the same day. So. Well, the cherry flavor is pretty fast. So what, what we, what do you, uh, I don't get that reference. What Jello? Oh, the Jello. Thing. Uh, what do you feel no. about uh, biofine clear? That that oh. goes pretty fast. Well, the Jello thing goes really good. I, in forty eight hours, I have you yeah. know, good beer. Mm. And what I've done is I've uh, really it's quicker. <laughs> it's quicker. It's actually a good question because you did start this experiment that we never quicker. followed up. So what I'll do is like if typically, he's just tired. Okay, t- I still, my, my <laughs> <laughs> don't mind me. I'm sleeping. Yeah, no, I just keep it going. Uh, I like to do beers in two weeks, like two weeks in the the boiled day. Like I made a beer today for a Can You Brew It show. You know, a week from tomorrow, right? Yeah. So I got you know 15 days to make the beer. It's like the imperial. So Belgium. I always have like two days to clear the beer, right? Yeah. So. Uh, gelatin doesn't quite work as fast as filtering, obviously, because it just filters. It's fucking clear. But uh, so what I've done is I've, I've got a dip tube that's like I cut in half. Mm-hmm. So when I just have to draw the two or three beer, Mi- two, minimal two or amount. Three beers, yeah, thanks. I got my tasty. The two or three beers I need for the show, those are from the middle of the keg, not the okay. Yeah, the minimal amount. Yeah, nice. okay. exactly. So anyway, yes, I'm using gelatin. I'm having a good time, and uh, we're talking about trop. I'm top looking for a good reason to go back to that. filtering. Yeah, okay, yeah. but it's like. Yeah, I, don't, I don't want anything but the top part. Yeah, like taking a sweet spot. Yeah. Then after a week, I just stick you know the full length back in and take yeah. the bottom up. Nice. Okay, I believe our work here is done. You say so. We're gonna pick drunk of the week. All, All right. right. Beer. Oh. More beer for you. 
I think two is going to be enough tonight. Come on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't need to jump right back into the... No. Pool. Come on. You, know. you got to do it slow, man. You don't miss the hangovers. I don't. And I'll tell you what, I was very productive this week. You, know, yeah. you think your liver isn't used to it? I'm not worried about it. I'm, I'm not Look, concerned. All those narcotics that you've been pushing through your oh, liver. Oh, I know. Look, I'm not. I'm not. I'm your not liver cons- is not blind to this beer. <laughs> I'm not complaining about being sober. Right. Uh, I for the first you time, are, you know, I think you are. For the first time in <laughs> ten years, Doc's complaining about me being sober. Yeah. I just got a text message from Bevo. Uh huh. She says, "Ik, I'm too drunk for this shiz. I love you. Good night. I gonna swimming." Oh. <laughs> Oh. Okay. Yeah. Bevo's definitely in the running. She is We're our first contestant. Yeah, it's like 5.30 there or something. I go to swimming. When she first called in, she had had five Mai Tais and a Roman Coke. A Roman Coke? Yes. <laughs> Probably double that yeah. since then. That's code that's for anal. Yeah, so. a Roman Coke. <laughs> it's anal with Terrence, actually. <laughs> <laughs> and then Terrence showed up. Right. Um, Willie the Knight. Uh, I think his phone calls speak for themselves. I don't have to give his resume. Uh, arrogant bastard had uh, written in, called in. Um, he had several beers, at least. Yes. Uh, the list it went was, on. I stopped writing them down. It's arrogant yeah. blasted. I think he might have drank uh, the yeah, most. Yeah, yeah, it was arrogant blasted. Yes. Okay. Um, also, right. he down. drank all of the yeasties at the end yeah, and yeah. did twenty-five jumping jacks, <laughs> almost throwing up three times within uh, that yeah. set. Too. I think he should call back and see how he's doing right now. I'm based on playing past the fuck out. Yeah. Uh, then Denny called in, and he had five Imperial Porters, two Hebrews, and a couple of his own blonde homebrews. Uh, then Kirk from North Carolina called in, who has been drinking since 10 a.m., and he started with Terrapin Wake and Bake and went on to a couple other things. And, I and think the we, call dropped. We side, yeah, the, the yeah, call dropped. That's yeah. right. Um, and then, oh, pies. Who ate all the pies? Josh, of course. My friend. Who, within an hour and a half, had five pale ales, a red ale, two, um, I can't read my writing, and then two Belgian homebrews, and then one West Mall, and then one uh, triple Carmelite. Yeah, two Brudogs. And dishing out some Oh, that, that's what, it was too punked. That's right. Yes. That's a crap load of beer in an hour and a half. We ended up rating him a seven because he's unable to speak numbers. <laughs> he didn't want to drive. That's right. He did yes. say, and he was numb. Right or left, dishing out the hate. And then we had Colin at the end there who had a torpedo, a Sammy Claus, um, a Ranger, and something else. Something else, yeah. Rump Ranger? Yeah. Um, so those are our contestants for Drunk of the Week this week. Um We'll go down the list here. You can guys raise your hands. Doc's already raising his. Uh, Tasty Edwards raising. Should raise our hands. We raise. <laughs> As we go down the oh, list. Oh, yeah, yeah. What did Willie the Knight have again? I'm sorry. Can you? I don't know that we ever got to it. Uh, he didn't. He wouldn't answer the question. Uh, okay, go ahead. I'm ready. I mean, he, I mean, of course, he's calling right now. Uh, we could just ask. Hey, Willie, what? What did you end up having a drink today? Hey, turn your radio down. And he just hangs up. Can you drink Crow? So I don't know what Willie had. But he's clearly drunk. Yeah. You know. Oh, and he's probably heading for a divorce. Uh, is he I think he's a girlfriend. The Butterface girlfriend. Right. Yeah. Well, and we're rubbing that one in, aren't we? No, she's not a listener. She could be listening on the way home right now. That'd be great. That'd be awesome. I want that story. So she came, so Cassie came back. She was a little upset about me calling her a Butterface. But she did say, uh, but I did say she had a tight little body. Oh, so we had she does have a kicking body. So we apparently. had to nail that you know, time. Maybe she knows she that, and that's good enough. 
How many of you have been with a butterface with the oh, kick and bob? For sure. <laughs> I'm trying to think about it. I'm pretty heavy on the face. I me gotta too. have a oh, nice yeah. I gotta have a nice face. It was yeah, back in my too. like drinking a lot days and, and this chick was uh, her brother was a pot dealer and was also back in my pot smoking days. Yeah. So she'd go and grab her me brother. handfuls of his stash. But she had a kick and body. Yeah. So how bad she had a handful of buds and a kicking body and all the beer I wanted and I'm like all right and she's like no go ahead keep drinking (laughs) all right great on a scale of one to ten ten being the ugliest face you can you can you've seen oh wow so I'm not talking I'm not talking like a ghoul but you know an ugly ugly (laughs) ugly face not like you (laughs) right yeah she doesn't look like you so on a scale of one to ten. How ugly can the face be? Ten being the ugliest. With the kick and body for you now, not just to bang, but to have as date. a girl for to Ooh. date. Okay? Oh, no, you have to show yeah. them to your friends. Because the, the bang doesn't count. Let's face it. <laughs> you have anything. enough beers, you can bang almost anything. Yeah, that's right. So on a scale of it's one true. to ten, girlfriend status. Mm. Show, up with, show up to your friends. How, uh, ten being the ugliest, how ugly can a butterface be? Five. It really can't be. Cause, Five is the max? Yeah. A big rack will go a long way, but not not that for for a girlfriend. Right? Yeah, but your friends will for one night stand. I mean, well, Well, girlfriend isn't you don't have to treat her like a girlfriend, but she just hangs out with your fan, you know, with with your with your friends. It's an ongoing thing. That's all. Even six months might be pushing it. Let's say let's say even let's say four months. Let's say second date. Let's say great sex. Yes. Rock and body. Yes. Butterface. Four months is all you could stand. Yes. What's What's the the number? Uh, Seven. Ooh. <laughs> That's an ugly broad. I don't think so. Well, I mean, it's it, it's on my. Well, maybe if we all had the the uh, uh, a control group of ten, like name somebody that we would all know who's a ten, because I think you know. You guys think you're ever gonna get a, get a ten? All right, Chad is the ten. Oh, um, I'd say uh, I'd say six. Uh, I'd drop think, it to a six. I right, think of a famous ugly broad. Who's a famous ugly broad? Barbara Streisand. There you go. Is she, she's, a, she's not a 10 Her face ugly. is like a five, six, maybe. Five got, or six. Yeah. She's, a, she's a six. That's Barbara. Oh, Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> she's a seven. She's an eight, no. I guess. Yeah. It's like, you know that joke, what's the, what, Whoopi Goldberg and uh, getting a blowjob from Whoopi Goldberg and climbing a mountain having common? Never right. look down. Right. Yeah. She does. Her face does look a bit like a baseball mitt. <laughs> Uh, well, it's like Sarah Jessica Parker, she looks like a boot. Well, I don't think we need. But you're saying a seven, and I think that's a standard answer for a lot of dudes. Well, I, I mean, I just I think you know, in my experiences from the butter faces that I've right. seen, then you go seven. Then Moscow, I would I would go seven. I don't know many yeah, like got, butter faces. I gotta go with five. I, I'm I'm nominating Janet Reno as our go-to ugly face. Ten. Janet celebrity. Reno looks like that's Philip Seymour Hoffman. She's a ten. <laughs> she no, she looks too. like Philip Seymour Hoffman. Really does. If she's the ten, are you sticking with seven? No. If Janet Reno is the ten. I, you know, I would say she's not that bad looking. Attracted to Philip Seymour Hoffman. I'm looking right now. He's pretty handsome. I'm looking at her right now. He she sure she looks a little manly, but that in that kind of cute, quaint Midwestern like milkmaid, you know, whatever. Right. Um. So stick with a seven. No, I drop down to a six. I'll go six. Okay. I'll go six. I'm uh, four months. Four Ooh, months of I'm just a, really good sex. Is one one is still ugly, right? We're not saying, like, hot and ugly. One is still ugly. It's just a one in ugliness. One's retarded with a hair lip. I think my threshold for four months, it's a one. I mean, you can't really be ugly at all. Uh, Yeah. I'm sort of on board with you there. A one? I don't know what you guys are talking about. I like the pretty face. (laughs) I'm I'm lost here. Hey, Blobber. Blobber's on the line. What's up, man? Hello? Yeah. Oh, Willie the Knight is on. I don't think he's Willie. 
I think he is. Although he has this, he has some clarity. No, I'm not really. No, I'm I'm using something else for my Skype. Ah, boy. It's called a microphone instead of a tin can. Right. Hey, come on, he's in Quebec. What's up, Robert? I'm speaking, I'm speaking into a PSP. Excellent. Anything? Yes. Anything we can do for you? I would right like now? to sing. Okay. What's What's your song? What's your selection going to be tonight? So you've been talking to my Willie. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's your song. Yeah. No, oh. I'm, I'm going to sing what Devo and and uh, T Bone uh, failed to sing. Okay. Uh. Yeah, just the just the the um, the part that everyone remembers. The rest of the shit, I don't care. All right, please go yeah, ahead. Do the chorus. Okay. <laughs> I can't listen. To I can't listen to. I it mean, either. if I'm if I'm a listener and I got my headphones on and that yeah. comes on, I'm tuning out. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, like, Blobber. Steam I love you, but I, I can't do that. That's too much. Creepy times yeah. too. Although you finally sound good on the air, right? Yeah. And then, you, then you had to do that. Yeah. Ah. It's a long show. All right, uh, drunk of the week. Back to that. Uh, okay. Raise your hand if if Bevo is the drunk of the week. Okay, no hands. She didn't really? come back the second time, so no. Uh, raise your hand if Willie is the drunk of the week. Willie who? Wow, Willie mm. the Knight. No, yeah, Willie the Knight. Okay, one hand for <laughs> Willie the Knight. <laughs> oh, no. Willie, Willie the, the Knight. Willie the fucking hammer. Whoa. Oh yeah. How many Willies called it? <laughs> Uh, Arrogant, what's his name? Brewster? Blaster. Blaster. Arrogant Blastered. I'm also voting for oh. Bevo. She texted her vote in. It looks like Arrogant Blastered won because oh. the rest of us voted for Arrogant. Oh, no, no. My, I was going to exercise another more. vote. Even yeah. if your vote counts for three, it still didn't beat Arrogant Blastered. Arrogant Blastered, our drug of the week, ladies and gentlemen. Well uh, send me an email, justin at thebrewingnetwork.com, and we'll get you a, a medal. Something, something. And a medal. Yeah. Maybe a sticker. Or know. something. Paperclip. We are running low on medals. Are we? Yeah, we have like six left, maybe. Medals of what? Honor. Ah, awesome. <laughs> uh, Willie? Throw yourself yes. a grenade would you like to? Would you like to end the show for us? I think it's a blotter. Um, do I need to sing something, or should I just... Yeah, uh, sing something. Can you sing some ho- Hootie and the Blowfish? Oh, sure. Um, can you uh, what can you play that's Hootie? Uh, I, need a, I need a black singer. Oh, you, you can be a black singer. Thank you. Excellent. Um, Bluey. Thank you. Here we go. It's just. It's Hootie and the Blowfish. Come on, go with it. Okay. Uh, Hey, have you guys heard about Beersmith? Go to Beersmith.com and you can get yourself a free 21 trial version of uh, Beersmith Brewing Software. It's an awesome piece of software. It's well kept. It's uh, updated frequently. You can get yourself some customer service if you need it. Pick from nearly 100 styles in the included style guide. And did I mention a free 21-day trial version? Just go to Beersmith.com and check it out. You can precisely adjust color, gravity, bitterness for any recipe, scale recipes by batch size, equipment, or brew house efficiency. Really everything you need to document your brew days and become a more consistent brewer to really get to know your system. Um, you know, even if there's a month in between your brew days, you can go back to your Beersmith software, see what mm-hmm. you did the last time, dial it in, and it's really, uh, you know, the best way to become a consistent brewer is with a nice piece of software like this that can track what you've done. Well, that's the point of running the numbers. 
And yes. So you can go back and compare. The numbers don't mean shit if you don't do something about them. And Brewsmith help Beersmith helps you keep track of that. And it's really easy to share recipes when everybody's on the same thing. Yep. That's right. Yep. Now, if you're a super beer geek like Doc, with a limited amount of time, you can schedule your brewing activities with the integrated calendar. Uh, there are mash profiles on there for advanced brewers. Pick any mash schedule, a mash schedule from their preloaded table in seconds. Over 300 recipes available on the Beersmith web- website, and he has a new book out. Uh, That's right. About home brewing uh, that you can find over there at beersmith.com. Sweet. So go to beersmith.com, get your free 21 day trial version. Uh, I actually uh, I got a brew this week. What? Yeah. What? Whoa, what's going on? With one hand? Well, Northern Brewer, yeah. Northern Brewer and Brewing TV are coming to town. Oh. They're going to be on our show next Sunday. Mm-hmm. And um, they had the uh, harebrained idea of filming me brew. Uh, is that for comedy, like comedy sort of thing? Or I like, think so. Uh, well, so I told him, I was like, you know, I'm one-handed, so Jake is going to help me brew. Oh. oh. So it'll I be me and Jake brewing on my system, yeah. and uh, Jake will be my bitch Yeah, uh, since I'm one-handed. And then he can laugh at me because I don't even know how to use my own brew system. <laughs> but I will be using Beersmith software uh, to design a recipe. I think I'm going to be brewing Meantime IPA for the Can You Brew It. Oh, um, So... So that's not cloned already. Right. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. How about you brew something for NHC? Uh, Well, I I will next time. I already committed to Jamil. I got to help out my my brothers working for me here. And give him another Where does beer. this fit in in the categories? And can you like? More, oh, if it's more... good, I could enter this beer, can't I? <laughs> yeah. I mean, if. you know, we'll see. Maybe Jake. Maybe the Jake factor will make it a good beer. Maybe. 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 You know. Maybe the one-handed. <laughs> But Jake and I will be using Beersmith software to design this recipe, and uh, hopefully it'll come out good. So go to Beersmith.com, get your uh, trial version. Maybe that'll be your your, uh, secret ingredient. Yes. One hand. It could be. Maybe that'll be the new, yeah, that could Yeah, one hand is one idea, whatever the fuck it's called. Uh, one of the woods is on the line. Oh. Probably the uh, more attractive one. Oh, Andy. Oh, no. Not that one. Oh. Kim. Yes. Oh. The one with the big wiener. Andy Kim. Who are we talking to? AK. We're just calling Candy. We're running it together. Is your Skype not working, Andy Kim? It's Please, not. Andy Kim. Come on. Try Why don't one you more call time? in on the regular line? Your Skype's not there. Boot it up. Not happy. It's the last thing I need right now. What? As you veterans who know better, calling me on Skype when your shit's not working. Did you not check this beforehand? It's ridiculous. <laughs> How long have we been doing this show? Too long. How do you check? Mm, well, a couple months. Uh, obscene call to somebody. Huh? Stop playing with ch- that, Tasty. How do you check your skin? <laughs> <laughs> Tasty's playing with a cock bottle opener. Hey, That'd be a great t-shirt. Stop playing with that, Tasty? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty cool. My hand is empty when I fly. <laughs> how about, how about, Another good how my about Tasty? Empty when I Put me to bed. <laughs> We think we have to pay Willie uh, royalties for that? If we... yeah, I don't know. I was, nope. We're going to steal all this stuff. I think it's on the air. It's public domain. Yeah. Ooh. Hey, Jersey Shore started up again. Oh, I fucking uh, saw one of those the other night. They're so, uh, it's just won. so boring. Uh, yeah, you know, this season's not as fun. It's just, I mean, you see them get ready, go out to the club, get drunk, fight, come back, fight. Go, the next day they go to the club, get, it's the same thing. And that's what I used to love about it, but now that it's in season whatever, yeah, it's not Three, as fun anymore. It's, no. Oh, my, and, my friends from New Jersey, the whole family, yeah. from, they said, yeah, it's like that. It of is course like it that. Is. Yes. Yeah. But I think, I would like to think the American public is over the new factor of going, wow, people are really this stupid. 
Um, but we're not. They're still listening to us. We stood up as a country. <laughs> we stood up to point. Yahoo Serious. We can't stand up and say no to Jersey Shore, and it bothers me. <laughs> well, you what know, we it don't, it's not time yet. They, we'll Conquered see. Shore. I'm going to give them another couple episodes and see. A Pacheco mm. Shore. Uh, one mm. of the Woods is now on the telephone. Uh, good. Beep, 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 beep. hear me. Andy Wood. Andy! Can you, can you hear me? Yep, I got I you now, brother. I can hear you. Depends if you can brook. Thank Jesus. Yeah, I agree. Thank you, Lord. I thank you, dear. You What's know. up, man? I know. Th- hey, how are you? How's your hand? It's all right. Uh, there's a hole in it. But uh, despite there's that. There's a hole in my hand, dear <laughs> Liza, dear Liza. I have a feeling there's a lot of guys that would pay big money to have a hole in their hand. Yeah, it's not that kind of a fun hole. Uh, no. It's uh, my hand and not my hand. No, you don't. Hand. No, you do. Yeah, no, you, you can don't. form no, a better no, hole. No, you do. No, you don't. No, you do. You know that just before I went in the hospital, in fact, the day before, I was at the Woods house. Coincidence? Uh, I, think I think not. not. But you know what you got oh, with that? Sorry. Yeah, you better get hazmat in there to clean up those wigs you got. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it was probably the pale ale. The oh, delicious the wigs, pale man. ale that I brewed. Andy's pale ale is rad. It is I've heard good, good things about it. It's yeah. the best pale ale I've had in a long, 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 long time. Huh. It was really Thank awesome. You. I kept going for it. Is it better than Tasty's pale ale? It got you to put on a wig. It was, it you know, Tasty... Gone. I don't know that I've had your pale ale in a while, but I'm telling while. you, it's the best this pale ale I've out. had. If I've had your pale ale in the last year, then I hate to tell you, buddy, it's it, better than Tasty's pale ale. You don't remember it being ale. as good as this one. Well, yeah. I, I get what you're saying. It was, if you're I, comparing my beer to, pale, to Tasty's pale ale, that's fucking crazy, and you should kill yourself. <laughs> I, even, I was like, Andy, why don't you go to no, bed? No, it could why be. You, uh, you guys look tired. You should go to sleep now, so Where's I could it? just keep going out to his <laughs> keg and get another glass. Well, if he's smart, that he keg is blown. Ah, well, that's where goodness goes. And then, so he, so he, he, he actually, and he was generous enough to send uh, me home with a growler of it, right? Well, that's where it all went. And then I went, to, I ended up in the ER and on antibiotics the next fucking morning. So where's so, the growler? So you mean it's here? I gave it to JP Bobby. and Chad. You guys had it, right? Uh, what? Uh, who's that? I think Kate had some of it. So yeah, I didn't even get to enjoy it, Andy. Oh, and Doc has. Oh no, I'm didn't. sorry. Do you hang out here Monday through Friday, Doc? Am I then invited quit here? whining like a Am bitch. I invited here Monday through Friday? No. Since when do you go anywhere that you've only been invited to? Since when do you never just show <laughs> right. up anywhere you fucking want? Right. Because people don't even tell me about things anymore because I, I might just show up. They don't tell me about things either. Well, there's a difference between the two of you. <laughs> One of you is not allowed to go. The other just won't go. <laughs> That's true. All right. Anything well, I wanted. I want... Uh, I was I was interested in singing the song out instead of playing the that crappy beer song that you play. I'd like to, to <laughs> sing you out oh, you um, with ironic because I heard my name. I, Doc said call in Andy Wood, and I was like, I looked up at the sky and I saw the Andy Wood um, bat signal, right? Which, which is, is a, a giant penis. It's, it's a, like a it's a big wiener in the sky, but it's a limp one. <laughs> yeah, it's a big it's limp way wiener. Down. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let me ask you this. Yeah. So you want to? So you'll do our "Take Us Out of the Show" song. Sure. How can you go? Sure. I, I don't mind. How long can you do the song? Oh, that's my like, question. Can you do like, the oh, whole I, song? I or? have, I have Alanis Morissette lyrics in front of me, and I'm ready to go. Oh, are you angry so enough? I can just, You're just to sound let like, me just let me go. Okay, I, but I'm angry. I, I, you. I have another question then, because I do. I have to. I have some closing statements. Would you like to be the bed? As I do the statements, and then I, I pot you up and you take it out, or do you want me to do my closing and then the show is all yours? 
I would like to be the bed. Perfect. And just sing and we can the background, all lay on you. And, you know, make it happen. Okay. Then my last question is, can you estimate for me how, are we talking three minutes here? Because I'm a professional. I need to know. <laughs> I need to know how you long can, I, I have to do my announcement. He's drinking again. Let's It'll be it. approximately um, three minutes, 45 seconds. Perfect. Okay. Approximately. Yeah. Okay. Uh, then whenever <laughs> okay. you're ready to begin, I will begin my closing arguments. <laughs> okay. Hold on one second. I need total radio silence before I begin. Fair. And I have to clear my throat because I still have pneumonia. Super fair. <laughs> I'm okay. Good. Okay, are you ready? Ready. Oh, yeah. Okay, here we go. And begin. An old man turned on All right, thanks for tuning in, everybody. I did want to uh, give another special thanks for, uh, you know, all the awesomeness and good words while I was in the hospital. That was really great of you guys. Uh, an even bigger thanks to my uh, my crew here uh, for pulling off that show for me last week. I appreciate it, guys. You did an awesome job. Every one of you. JP, you stepped up. Uh, thanks, Scott, brother. you helped him out. All of you guys helped out. It was a good show. I got nothing but good feedback. And more than anything, it's really good to know that you guys got my back. So I do appreciate Always, that. Always, man. Anytime you want us to pull something off, we're here <laughs> for you, I can man. think of one thing I don't want to pull off. <laughs> You're there to do it. I, I mean, it, it was really on. cool to know you guys. I wasn't worried for a second, and you guys have my back. I appreciate that. Thanks, brother. Uh, Winterfest is coming up January 29th. It's a Saturday. It's only 40 bucks, but you can go to pre-sale tickets for 35 Winterbrewsfest.eventbrite. That's B-R-I-T-E dot com. 35 off the door, too. No charges, right? That's no, right. Yeah. No, it's 35 just right out the door at Eventbrite. So get your pre-sale tickets. You don't have to wait in line. And come see us on January 29th. Next week, we have uh, Brewing TV in the studio with us. They're going to be doing some filming. I can't wait for that. And hanging out. Thank and we'll have some uh, some other things going on in the show, too. So thanks, everybody, and we'll see you next week. Thanks to Linus Morissette. It's a good advice that you just didn't take. Well, who would have thought it's the girls? Well, that's a funny way of sneaking up on you. When you think everything's okay and everything's going right, and that has a funny way of helping you out when you think everything's so wrong and it blows up in your face. A traffic jam when you're late. A no smoking sign on your cigarette break. It's like 10,000 spoons ah, when you need is a knife. It's a meeting the man of my dreams. And then meeting his beautiful wife. And isn't that ironic? I don't you think? A little too ironic. <laughs> and yeah, I really do think. It's like my wedding day. It's a free ride when you've already paid. It's a good advice. Goodbye.